Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey, today is, uh, I think it's May 3rd. Not sure. I think it's May 3rd. Yeah, but if it's May 3rd, uh, it's 9.30 on East, Eastern time. But if it's May 3rd, yeah, this is the day uh, one of my sisters died years ago. So that's pretty, that's pretty funny. I remember that. But um, what else is going on? Oh, yeah, I was just talking to Gus. I'm going to wait for Gus to come on. What were we talking about? Oh, he was saying I was a lot nicer on my earlier show as he listened to episode one and two today. And I told him if you go back and you look at them, they were Thursday night shows and they were for only for women trying to get back their kids. And I stopped that Thursday night show when that uh, lady who was on Angela's show, oh, I don't know, back in January of this year, last year, last year. And... uh when she was uh, raping a four- and six-year-old, making it look like Daddy did it, and I wouldn't help her, but I wouldn't tell the people, the women on the Thursday night show, I wouldn't help the woman. And uh, the woman was screaming and crying. I look, look, ma'am, I'm sorry, I can't help you. Sorry, ma'am, I can't help you. Because I read the case file. But I wasn't going to tell her that, uh, uh, you know, I know what you did to your kids. So I just tried to be nice and just... You know, hopefully you should just understand that I can't help you and go find some other source. And then all the women started to call me like a male chauvinist pig, and I was not sensitive and not caring. And uh, saying I'm just like every other man, and, you know, sticks up to the man's side. And, you know, because I've chilling with the dad for like 10 years now, and I said, look, they're safe with the dad, they're fine. And all the women were jumping up and down. I said, look, ladies, uh, I, I can't explain to you because it's not my place to tell you what's in this case file. I said, but just trust me. And they kept jumping up and down. They didn't trust me, obviously. They said, okay, call you know what? We'll trust you on this one. No, they just kept screaming up and down. I said, you know what? I'm done. I said, I'm done. I'm done with Thursday night shows. I'm done with you women. If you think I'm just a, a male chauvinist, an insensitive pig, okay, oink, oink, I'm done. I don't give a damn. So I was doing it for your benefit. I wasn't doing it for my benefit. I'd never charged a woman a dime to help her get back a kid. I said, you know what? I'm done. You guys figure it out on your own. I said, there's plenty of information out there. You go do it. That was the last time I did a Thursday night show. I used to do it right before Angela's show. I used to do that show for women, and then I tell all the women, let's go over to Angela's show and see if she needs any help. How cool. And, uh, it was working out pretty good. Like I said, until all women started jumping me and saying, hey, you know, you know, you should help women and da da da. I said, look, I can't help this woman. I go, oh, why can't you help her? She sounds really nice. And you're saying all the Canadian uh, judges are kidnapping kids and sending them into sex slave trafficking rings. And I was like, oh, look, I don't, I don't want to hear this. I said, this is, this is just ridiculous. She's just crazy. I said, she's got no proof of any of this stuff. I said, this is just, this is nonsense. This is like. 2012, the earth's going to stop or something like that. I don't know. It was just ridiculous. 
I got better things to do than, than talk about ridiculous nonsense that nobody can prove. Like an abominable snowman or a Sasquatch. Just like, I couldn't kill us. If he is, God bless him, I couldn't kill us. I got time to talk about nonsense that I can't prove. So, uh, so what the hell was, uh, Hey, Carl, I just got on. I had to reboot my computer. I couldn't uh, I couldn't log in uh, on Internet Explorer, only on Firefox. And I, I need both so I can run your board and, and my my chat. Yeah. Oh, um, you multitasking, huh? Well, I like to, like to chat, but I don't like to chat under your name because people think it might be you. Yeah, that's right. And they might think I'm too sensitive and kind. <laughs> that's what I was just talking about that you said uh, boy in my first couple of shows boy I was sensitive and kind I was really nice and... did you hear that what I was explaining no I just got on I missed the first two uh, two and a half three minutes no all I was saying is because those were for women to try to get back their kids oh yeah that was that lady who was raping her kid you know, she asked me for help, but I looked at the case file first. I said, uh, before I help you, i got to see the case file. And she, yeah. she, was just, she was too crazy, man. She kept saying the judges up in Canada, like, man, I told her Saskatchewan or someplace up there was kidnapping kids and putting them into sex sex slave trafficking. And I was like, oh, would you stop? I said, has any, you know, anybody ever, you know, like one of these kids ever turned up and you know, Tunisia somewhere and said, I was kidnapped out of Saskatchewan by a judge. It's like, you know, unless you could show me that, man, I don't want to hear it. You know, you're wasting my time. You're wasting anybody's time with that silly nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, are they taking them to make money? Sure. Are they doing it to control families? Absolutely. You know, can, you know they're, not, they're, not taking it to lose. they're not taking children to lose money. They're not, they're not taking children to take money out of their own pockets. The judges are saying, well, you know what, I'll be a swell guy and I'll take these kids from their family and, and I'll help raise them. I'll take money out of my pocket and I'll take care of these kids. Same thing that happened with that lady in uh, New Mexico. When the judge asked, are you really going to, you know, who's ever holding these kids? Are you really going to charge them a dollar a minute or a dollar a second? So the, she, the judge, she was like, yes, yes, I charge a dollar a minute, dollar a second. Yes, yes, who's ever holding them? I t- charge a dollar, dollar a second. So, you know, he's like, give her back the kids immediately. Hurry, hurry, hurry. She's going to start running a clock or tab on me because I'm the one who ordered the kids taken into custody. The judge isn't stupid. Just mute everybody, Gus, unless that's you doing that. Oh, no, no, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that nonsense. Yeah, so I'm just making a couple of eggs real quick. And now, uh, you see somebody on the show on the, on uh, on the guest list that uh, says his name is Trey. Have you seen anything like that? Trey, if you're on here, star eight, and uh, that'll put your hand up, make you oh, easier to spot. I see Trey one two three. That's got to be him. Is he is he uh, talking? Is he on a phone? Or is he on a computer? He's on both. Oh, good. Then unmute him. All right. So where are you going to let it go in oil, autopilot tonight? Hey, Carl. Hey, Gus. Hey. <laughs> hey, this is, uh, this is Trey. Uh, I never got seen what's funny. I, I don't remember your last name. <laughs> well, that's that's all right. Uh, Forrester. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry about that. It's funny. Uh, I drove all the way across the country with you 
and I don't even know your real first name, and I couldn't possibly remember your last name. That's pretty funny. Yeah, well, we were talking about a lot of stuff and kind of forgot who we were, or I forgot who I was for a while, or, or actually yeah. found out who I really was is more like it. Well, that's good. Well, yeah, it was three almost 3,000 miles, you know, 2,900 miles. That was crazy. You did 3,000 by the time you got home, I bet. Oh, yeah, no, it was a little over three. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. What a ride. 90 yep. miles a mile. What a ride. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I really like going through St. Louis with five lanes of track, traffic at 3.30 in the morning and getting to cut through all five lanes to cut the yeah. curves. It was nice. Yeah, no, it was no traffic. Yeah, but like I say to people, they said, how did I had a, it's funny, we talked for like a, like 20 hours at that show, like say 10 hours and 10 hours. But driving, I think we drove 30 hours and I talked 29 and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, 29 and a half, exactly right. I might have been able to stop for about a half an hour, you know, because <laughs> I realized the more I talked, the more it kept you awake. It, it worked. Yeah, and sometimes when I talk, though, to people, it puts them to sleep, but it, for you, it kept you awake. No, the stories you tell, Carl, I mean, come on. that that was, that was They were cliffhangers. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, you gave me that uh, oxygen um, enriched uh, or super distilled water. Yep. And uh, you were telling me to drink a little bit at a time. So, um, yeah, like I said, when I was doing the show, I just, I don't even know, I felt a pain in my back or something, but you said I, I'd feel something when I was going to drink it, you know. And uh, some, they said you said sometimes people feel a little bit of pain. Well, yeah, it just depends on what needs to, what's going on in whoever's drinking its body. It's going to start extracting stuff. It causes the cells to kind of barf, you know, and so it'll put a lot of stuff in the bloodstream and get it out. So you got to be careful. That's why you want to start with just a little bit at a time. Depending yeah, it on could've, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, that's funny. And what it could have been like my kidneys or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that's all, yeah, it just causes your cells to eject, kind of like squeeze, and they, they're, you know, trying to get rid of the toxins. we got so many toxins in, in our diet and the air, you know, everywhere. So, and depending on your state of health uh, and state of toxicity, you, you know, you want to go slow with this. It's the John Ellis water for anybody out there wondering. But uh, this hey, machine, I've got two of the machines I run all the time. It was just made up. Made something for me that's sitting on my counter still. <laughs> a gallon or something. I'll send you some of that water when I send you that carnivora. Already? Yeah. yeah. I'll send you some more. Thanks, man. Like I said, Gus is on a Gus is on the show right now, and uh, I don't know. I got something that says food line and drinking water, but Gus put something in it. Hey, it's MMS. Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, you're ta- you got you finally got taken the MMS, huh? No, 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 he hasn't touched it. Been sitting on the counter for a month. Well, remember, all that stuff is is just oxygen. That's all it is. It's not bleach. Yeah. It's it's all just, you know. Yeah, but you like were... I said, I felt better taking that drinking that water that you said. It was basically just distilled water. You didn't put anything in it. Oh I yeah, think. no, there's nothing in in the Ellis water. It's just been. I mean, if you, uh, maybe later, if you want me to, I'll go into a ex- exposition of what it is. But I'll we'll stay on topic if you'd like. But. No, you could you could talk about that a little bit because, like I said, uh, I just wanted to talk does, about does that. Does anybody have any emergencies before I, uh, like with children? Oh, 
Mercy. Nah, we got plenty of time. No let, let you go to sleep, you know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> All right, well, no, I didn't want to just start talking. Yeah, but, uh, go, yeah some, of the, some of these shows, remember when we were driving? Somebody at the show on Sunday morning came up to me, the other guy who does that in, in down in Bristol, Tennessee. He told me that uh, he said he checks the show at 3 o'clock in the morning, and somebody named Mike was still talking at 3 o'clock in the morning, like, like 13 hours or something like that. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. So don't worry about emergencies because people just still keep talking forever on this show. Okay. Well, no, the the uh, well, the Ellis Water we started that about a year and a half ago, and it's it's a machine stainless steel distiller that has two chambers. I don't know if you can pull it up on your computer to see it, JohnEllis.com. Uh, but anyway, this is this, this is an engineer. You, did you see it? Do you know what it is, Gus? No, I'm looking for it now. Yeah, no, it's, it's this is so important. I mean, it's I, energy water machines. Yeah, okay. you've got it's it's they're suppressing it. They've been, but this guy he's a uh, he's 85 years old. He looks like he's 60. Uh, he's he's an engineer, you know, McDonnell Douglas and uh, in steam plant design. About 40 years ago, he designed this machine and to cure his own cancer. He got cancer of the nasal passages from uh, from x-rays, and they, they back back then when they put whatever, I don't know, in there, his nose it, and to make the x-rays, and it gave him the cancer. And they picked his nose too deep too many times. Something. Think of a gold. Anyway, so he cured himself <laughs> with this water. This water is, I mean, let me, I hope you're ready. <laughs> uh I've got two machines set up uh, that I gravity feed them with already distilled water because I don't want the machines to get caked with all the calcium from the regular tap water. So I I get this real good from up north in Pennsylvania, as far away from the fracking as I can get, and get this water distilled. And then I pour it into this big 30-gallon stainless steel conical fermenter that gravity feeds two machines running at the same time. So basically, so I'm getting good water in to begin with, I mean, it, it works for tap water as well, but you just have to clean. The machine is so efficient, it just cakes up with calcium. But anyway, what it does, oh boy, here we go. First, it, it's a distiller, so it's going to make it pure, whatever you stick in there, even purer. And by the way, any distilled water you buy in the store, it's there's still a few parts per million in there usually, you know, one to two. If it's under three, it can be classified as distilled and, and still pass and be they can label it distilled but there's i can because i still get crud <laughs> from the distilled water i put in there from the machines taking it out but anyway first thing it does the, it it shifts the hydrogen and oxygen bonding angle you know the reason why uh, water doesn't explode when you take a bic to it is because the, the hydrogen which is highly explosive there's those two atoms are they're tightly bound to the oxygen molecule so they call it a bonding angle and if it's a tight bonding angle you, you just can't break it apart but the body needs to break it apart that's it breaks up and takes the hydrogen and the oxygen separates it through electrolysis through our own electricity in the body a lot of people aren't well enough though or have enough electricity in their body to do that and even if the people drinking water all day long they're still dehydrated they can only break up a little bit of it, but what the Ellis machine does 
There's two chambers. Do you see that, Gus? Have you got there oh, yet? Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking see? at the site. Yeah, the, uh, the, the machine has a bulb on the side. That's the heating chamber. And then there's a cooling chamber, the main area. So the water goes back and forth between the heating and cooling chambers. It, it works it into steam. There's a 1,500-watt heating element for like six ounces of water. It's ridiculous. It, 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 it turns it into steam every 20 seconds, and it creates pressure in that bulb, which explodes the water back. Steam and water clears out that heating chamber and pushes it back into the cooling chamber with steam and water. And then at the top, some steam goes out, which goes into a, a pipe that's the condensation coil, and you ultimately collect that water. It takes about 8 to 10 hours to get 5 gallons of water. But that pressure, so about every three times a minute, you get a little mini explosion in there that because of the pressure so strong that it finally pushes out the water out the bottom back into the cooling chamber or where the regular water is coming in, and then you get some to collect as steam through the condensating coils at the top. So anyway, that back and forth, this is an old alchemical uh, process where they created magical waters. That's what how John Ellis describes how he came up with the idea. Uh, because And that works this bonding angle loose, it turns out, so that the regular bonding angle of water uh, is 104 degrees. But this, by the time the Ellis machine has gotten done with it, the water bonding angle is around 114 degrees. And what that means is you need very little electricity to finish it off. To you know, It's almost ready to explode when you drink it, in other words. And that means it's real easy for your body to break those hydrogen-oxygen bonds. So, so, so essentially it's a distiller but it, it's doing something different. Oh, yeah. And then, get this, then the steam in that little bulb is rising into two high-powered ultraviolet bulbs. What, uh, before you keep going, what, where do I see the machine? Where's, uh... Uh, let, well, if you go, uh, are you, if you're on this site, yeah, he doesn't really have a, I don't know why he didn't have a big old picture right on the front of that site. But up there, there should be. Let me, I, I'm not on the site there, but uh, there should be a button you can okay. press. Yeah, I scrolled down. I see one. I was looking for uh, some other information. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so you see tiny those, little picture though. Yeah. There go to. Uh, there's another. Or if you just get on Google and put John Ellis Electron Five, and then get a big old picture okay. on, on Google Images, and. So at the top of this heating chamber are two high-powered ultraviolet light lights. So the steam in this whole this whole process going on is rising up into these bulbs, and that immediately creates a little bit of ozone, and it also uh, creates negative ions, or, or basically there's an, an extra electron is being attached to the oxygen in that steam. And th this is this is a standard. Uh, this has been going on for decades where you may have heard of negative ion generators for the air. Yep, I got one. Yeah, th yeah, that I, I have 20 of them, 21 of them, two in every room. That That's another big thing. We can talk about that at another time. <laughs> but, I mean, that's huge, the negative. We need negative ions like we, I mean, we need them bad. But anyway, so the, but it's going on right inside that machine in the heating chamber. So the steam is being ejected with tons of extra you know, negatively charged. So you're getting an extra electrons on those oxygen molecules. 
that are going as part of the steam that of, of what you ultimately collect. So so there you go. So you so you got electrons being added, negative charge, which is really good for the body. It helps kickstart all of our enzymatic processes. It, oh my gosh, the list goes on and on. What you can just look up what negative ions for health and Google to see what I mean it's just scientific study after scientific study. And all right, so you get this. All right, but here here's something else it's doing. And this is probably a first because uh, uh, John Ellis doesn't really advertise this, and I think he knows that it does this. But uh, there's a thing called uh, deuterium, uh, deuterium, which is a heavy hydrogen uh, double uh, nucleus, has an extra uh, proton in the nucleus, so it makes it heavy. Now, the nuclear industry, they'll concentrate these ions or these negative or molecules in the water to help contain nuclear reactions. But, and it's about 150 parts per million of these heavy hydrogen atoms in drinking water around the world. In ocean water, that's it's at 150 parts per million. And there's a lot of people thinking, a lot of scientists think this is what's causing us aging because these heavy hydrogen atoms, it's, it's about one, one hyd heavy hydrogen or uh, oxygen molecule, water molecule that has this heavy hydrogen uh, double, it's double the weight, and it's, they think it beats up on our DNA and our telomeres, you know, and kind of ages us. Well, and then the reason they found that out is because the Hunzas, these guys that live forever or 150 years, they have children at 100 years old up in the Pakistan Himalayas, you know, the Hunza village. They've been trying to figure out why these people are living that long for decades, literally since like 1910. Anyway, so... In 2006, they think they found out why they're living that long. It's because they're drinking this glacier water, which is very depleted in deuterium. So, and then it comes, you do a, plug in a search on YouTube for deuterium depleted water and be prepared for hundreds and hundreds of references, hours and hours of conference footage in Europe. They're curing cancer with the water. And you only have to deplete it by 20% or get rid of those heavy, um, those heavy water molecules that have those that extra heavy uh, double deuterium or deuterium in the water. So uh, I was I found out about this and I ordered this book from the doctor in Czechoslovakia or, 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 or uh, Romania. That's where he's from. He's called Defeating Cancer, and they they've got it approved for veterinarian, but it's mostly used for humans. <laughs> Whenever you hear something really good, it's usually they can get it approved for veterinarians, but not for humans, turns out, um, and certainly not in the United States. But everywhere else in the world, sometimes you'll get breakthroughs that they let, them, let us use it. But anyway, so, so I was reading in his book about how do you create the deuterium-depleted water. I mean, that's a good thing to know, right? Especially you look up on, you'll find they're selling it in Colorado, this huge amount of money for a bunch of bottled water with a well or a, that has de, uh, deuterium depleted water naturally. Well, it turns out it's, you do it through fractional distillation, which because the heavy molecule has a higher boiling temperature than regular water. So in the Ellis machine, I, 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 I couldn't believe it when I was reading this. Of course, it, only, it steams out. The first steam that comes up is depleted because it, the heavy ion, or molecules have a higher boiling temperature. And then, because the Ellis water kicks out, all because of the steam pressure, it'll replace all the water in the boiling 
section of the unit every three times a minute. So I, I don't have the testing yet, I can't prove this, but it's the exact process that they describe in that book of depleting deuterium. So, and I, I, I know what's going on, because you can see how this thing works. So, and I'm looking, right, I'm looking for a university to get the test done so I can prove it. But now you can prove the hydrogen bonding angle. That's already been proven. It's very easy to do. Well, the first thing I mentioned the machine does, because if you do electrolysis with a battery and put, hook it up to a positive-negative battery, uh, you know, amps, and you'll get a, you know, you'll break the bond and you'll get a bunch of hydrogen, oxygen, gas. Well, if you do say take regular distilled water, hit hit it with 20 amps, you can get the same cloud of gas with one amp with Ellis water. And this is a guy on YouTube who's, who shows us he's got a video of this experiment. And, and he's blown, people are blown away. They don't believe it, actually. It violates all the Faraday's laws and... Uh, but but what it, it's just very simple. It's not really violating any laws. It's just these bonding angles have have been shifted so that you need very little electricity to to get that bonding angle broke. So so there's also um, like even even viruses and stuff. Their body electricity or, or their life form electricity is enough to incinerate them in this Ellis water because they're because the bond can break so easily. And if you, if you go on John Ellis's site, he's got a lot of telling you. If you think I'm wild, what I'm saying, you listen to what he's saying, the claims he makes. I'm not making any claims. All I know is we've been drinking this water, and I, I provide, oh, I don't know, 10 gallons a week to various friends, associates, family, uh, some people that need it, that are sick, and they keep coming for it, and I've heard some incredible stories. And that's what, you know, the body heals itself. The water can heal you, but, but you know, imagine if you give your body a bunch of extra energy to go do something else instead of try to hydrate itself, which it's trying hard to do, but can't really do so well when you're not, especially when you're not feeling, you know, when you're not well with regular tap water. Now, distilled water is good because it's pure, but it, it has a 101 bonding angle. It's even harder to break those bonds for the body, even though it's pure. It has a 101 degree bonding angle. The, the hydrogen and oxygen. Now, now the Ellis machine. We get this pure, ultra pure water. It's been distilled. It's estimated between about 150 times per gallon because it only partially distills. You only get a little steam off of each three, uh, you know, three times a minute. It's eject all the water's ejected out of that chamber because of the steam pressure. And you can kind of hear a little explosion. Not one. Well, it's not an explosion, but. If you're familiar with distillers, regular water distillers will just drib, dribble out the water constantly. I mean, there's, there's no break. But with the Ellis machine, it stops completely, and then you get a boom, and it shoots out you know, three times a minute. So that's because it, it can't move any water out that cooling coil until that, until that steam pressure ejects, you know, causes the... I call it a mini explosion, but that's because I'm a dramatic, you know. But I don't know. There must there's probably a better word, but or a better description of the process. So, there, I mean, that that's kind of in a nutshell. I mean, it's so you you feel it. I mean, you drink a full glass of this, 12 ounces, big old glass. Drink it down. It feels like you took a breath of air. You can feel it. We felt that the first everybody who's come in here. We even tricked not tricked people, but we had some painters in here and. 
you know, we look, hey, you guys want some water? <laughs> they go, oh, yeah, sure. And we didn't tell them anything. You know, we gave them the water, and they go, they came back and said, what in the heck is this stuff? <laughs> this is good. I mean, we gave it to them straight, you know, 10 ounces, big, big glass. This is good stuff. I mean, this is the best water I've ever had. I've heard that comment. I was just well, what was the first try, what was the first uh thing the bottle of water you were trying to give me that you stuck a whole bunch of Mickeys in? Well now that uh since you were you were in you know, pretty coming off that sickness, you know, when I first saw you, remember? You you were even so I said, Okay, we gotta gotta help Carl here. <laughs> so of course <laughs> I loaded You tried to let me a Mickey, man. Gus has tried trying Well plenty. now now Gus, now you tell me if this is a Mickey, okay? High non China Vitamin C from Germany from non-GMO wheat. I mean, this this stuff is very expensive. Vitamin C, ascorbic acid, and some methyl methane or MSM or better known as organic sulfur. Yeah, I use uh, I use the MSM and I use acerola cherry for. Uh, there you go. Yeah, so so I gave you know just a little bit. I, I even gave him an extra low dose just to make sure we didn't cause too much detox. Just to you know give him a pickup. That's what I ran on. That's why I was able to keep awake and drive for thousands of miles. And and uh, but I, I do that. That's twice a day. Take about uh, three teaspoons of MSM every day, and one and a half in the morning, one and a half. Uh, uh, late afternoon, and try to get as much C as I can. But uh, yeah, so see, there we go. That was I, I was being nice, wasn't I, Gus? That wasn't too. No, it's good stuff. It's Absolutely. good. You know, I, I knew he. You took one look at Carl. Look, you know, he he was needing some needing something. Yeah, I'm just not very convincing. Yeah, I wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> But I offered it to him, and I didn't, you know, push it or anything, and I just explained it, and then if he didn't want it, that's okay. But, you know, but he, he, did, he did take some of that water. Carl, he did, he did it. But now, of course, I don't take crap either. You know, all, anything I do, I'm, you know, it's science or, or it's, I mean, it's, it's for a reason. Well, there's a lot of good stuff out there that people just don't uh, don't know about. You know, I, I drink spirulina and nani fruit powder and barley grass powder. You know, there's a lot of stuff, camel camu, and there's a lot of stuff I take every day, just uh, just a straight up juice and uh, you know, a lot of chia seeds. And, but you know, I'm slowly changing my diet, learning new stuff. You know, my girlfriend's been drinking distilled water for three years. Oh yeah, no, we—that's all we drank for years, about eight years, and I, I still think it's better than the regular water, or tap water, or bottled water. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a British Bergfeld, and so I filter my water, but I don't uh, go through the, uh, I, I don't distill it. But uh, this is interesting what you're what you're talking about. Now, Gus, just just don't even worry about it. Just get one. Just call them up. Just pay the piper. Don't worry about it. Yeah, what do they typically run? Uh, they're not cheap. There's two models, uh, one's 17 something, one's 26. It just one has one UV bulb and the other has two. There's Electron 4 and Electron 5. And if you get on eBay, you can get lucky. You can get them, 
cheaper, but, you know, sometimes. Oh, well, yeah, definitely cheaper if they're on there. But the thing is, people get them. They don't sell them. Usually when you see one on eBay, it's it's a estate sale. Somebody has died, and the people selling them don't even know what they are. Yeah. They, they are a piece of lab equipment. This is not something you press a button and you get water out. I mean, it's something... There's a there's a flow to keep the see to keep the water level equal or where it needs to be in the heating chamber. You have to have a constant flow of water in, and you've got to have a flow of water out. And so you're catching two streams. Maybe one stream can go in the drain, but that that keeps the water level. It has to be kept at a perfect level uh, in the heating chamber. And that's it's done through like it's like a living system. It's it's like a heart. You know, so you've got a lot of things going on. So it's it is a little tiny learning curve. I mean, it's not too bad, but because you know, because you want to balance how much water comes out in the what what they call the light distilled water. Because and it's all both both outputs are good. There's matter of fact, they're treating wells with the output water, which you can get like like. To a gallon a minute. I mean, you can get a lot, 200 gallons a day uh, from the runoff. I call it the runoff. Because that water has had the bonding ang- hydrogen bonding angles uh, shifted as well. They use it to, to, uh, to treat these water wells where they pour in maybe 10 gallons. And because, get this, the way a lot of people use this machine is they'll put, like, say, oh, two shot glasses in a gallon of water in a glass jar and then let it sit for you know a few hours then the water this is, I, this is and it works because you can test it it will shift the bonding angle of all the other water in the jar even though you've only got a little bit of the ellis water so something goes on about how they all work together that it causes a shift in the other water so they treat a well I mean, you go on the Ellis site, you, you listen to it. I, I'm not going to say it. It sounds too fantastic. But they're treating water wells where you've got a constant fight down there, of course, because you've got, say, 10 gallons of Ellis water. It's meeting up with all the groundwater and causing – it's a cascading war going on. And they've, it's, they've gotten rid of radiation with it, uh, clearing up ponds. Uh, uh, just read it. He's got documents. Uh, the, the other thing I've heard about like that is the mica – Water, I forget what it's called. Uh, the stuff that the, the Japanese guy was developing. Not. Let's see. I'm trying to. I'm uh, a little more on that. What, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. They they put it into the fish ponds as an experiment, and it clears. It oh yeah, off. yeah, yeah. I think I saw a YouTube video on that. I'm not sure how he's doing that now. Well, I've seen some research on it, and uh, they they. Um, yeah, uh, they take black mica and I think uh, hydrochloric acid, and they they produce some kind of chemical. And then okay. when you add, yeah, you add it to the water, it it does something to the water, very much like what you're talking about now. Yep, yep. Well, this stuff here, this is, I mean, you talk, you go look on John Ellis, look at some of his. He's got a who's that gal doing the Rainmaker uh, show? Oh, I can't remember her name. He's got a few interviews on YouTube, uh, John Ellis. It's highly recommended. Just give him a listen. Do, you know, do research on it like I did. I knew about this machine five, five years before I bought it. I didn't know what I was looking at. I lo- literally looked like, you know, glassy-eyed. I, I was not there yet, you know, scientifically to comprehend it or whatever. I don't know. And then... But I was still I was looking for a distiller. I've got four distillers here. You know, I was trying to find the water to drink. 
this water's crap we have. It's got every kind, you know, city water's got chlorine. Chlorine, you know, destroys our digestive systems and and pancreas and you know and, fl- and fluoride. Oh my God, killer. You know, and then yeah. you know, got how many four hundred you know different chemicals in the water, and then plus all the peoples that are having Prozac, and, you know, and it gets in the groundwater. <laughs> so anyway, I've been working on the water for a long time, and then this I've solved it, and it's wonderful, isn't it? You know, to solve something and then you move on, even if it's taking you years. <laughs> that's and that's kind of how I feel like uh, getting around Carl. There was a few missing links I had, you know, in the. Uh, being a man department, you know, and I'm t- <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 I'm I telling you, I'm, I am not kidding. I mean, it, it, it and it's rippled the effect on everything I know. Uh, every if, whether what you're talking about, you know, with the legal or not, or the courts or or being, you know, the just being a man, you know, and it, it, it's everything. I mean, it affects the health and just you know what what we do. I mean. Or what I, how I look at things now, and it's that's why I'm on the call. That's, and that's why I took that trip. Uh, let me tell you, you know, the, I told you, Carl, right? I mean, I knew of you two days before that trip. Yeah. Those girls and uh, those ladies in New York, you know, told me about you to go check you out, and then I get a call at two in the morning while I'm watching one of your videos, and they say, "Hey, you want? Carl needs a ride." I had to make a decision within hours. And by golly, I ended up in Virginia. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he just he just heard of me a couple of days before he met me. Literally, but there was I knew there was something there. I knew there was something I had to discover that was absolutely crucial in all departments, not just the courts. I'm talking in you know how you you know just go out and yeah. How what you, I'm how saying, you, a lot of people didn't yeah, because a lot of people didn't show up for the show because they said um. You know, they heard I was sick, and uh, I was probably, you know, they, they, you know, people think I'm not going to make it, and I just laugh. I go, you know, if I say I'm going to do it, you know, my legs have got to be chopped off, and i got to be, you know, <laughs> crawling on my knuckles or something like that, but I'm trying. I'll, I'll get there, you know, but people, they're probably so used to people saying, well, you know, this guy's got a headache or a tummy ache, so he's not going to come. You know, I'm I'm coming. You know, I'll get there. Oh, I, I, I know it. Far. I mean... Well, yeah. look at me on uh, on that show. When uh, what show was I on? That English TV show. Um, I remember the man's name off the top of my head. Oh but, yeah, uh, Brian, I saw that. Garish. It was funny. One of the very first things he says to me, he says, "I'm sorry you couldn't come out with uh, us last night." And uh, I said, "He says I heard you were very sick." And I said on the show, "I still am." <laughs> you know, I had a I had a massive fever, and I was doing the show. So, like I said. When you see me doing a show, I'm, I'm I'm like squinting my eyes. I'm trying to, uh, you know, because I'm red hot, you know. And then they got those studio lights on me, and I'm like, Jesus, you know. But uh, they said I did a good show, you know. Everybody liked what I said, so it worked out pretty good. But like I said, that's when I always tell people when I got into the hotel, we were uh, like that that uh, TV that the, they have a radio station up there too. Everybody at the station, we we're all going to meet at a uh, like a restaurant pub. And uh, you know we're all gonna meet and hang out and talk and and I don't uh, pass away free meals very often but I just said I, I can't eat nothing I'm just I'm just exhausted I'm just gonna go uh, go lay down. So there's a and it's, board, there's a live chat board going and the people are talking. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, that's that's fine. They could talk about our you know 
They could talk about uh, Soupy Sales and uh, the Man on the Moon. I don't care. Whatever they're doing on the chat board, God bless them. You know, I let them do whatever they wish. You know, I don't monitor the chat board. I'm too busy doing other stuff. But, uh, no, that's not saying that uh, when I got to the hotel, that's how sick I must have looked to people. Because when I got there, they put me in this big hotel. They put me right next to the front counter, the very first door, you know, right past the front counter. I was like, wow, this is great. I'm in, like, room one. <laughs> so then when I got to room one, the bed was about a foot and a half off the ground. The doorknob was, like, two feet off the ground. It's like, <laughs> I thought it was in a room for midgets. I really did. I said, wow, this is a room for midgets. And uh, what they told me, though, the next day, I said, what's with the room you stuck me in? And, like, the eye hole was like, they said, oh, that's a wheelchair people. You know, that's the people in wheelchairs. That's why every, the sink was low. The, everything was low. Everything was tiny. And I was like, Oh, God, why did you guys stick me in, in room one? They said, well, we figured how ill you looked that, um, you know, that, you know, if we had that, you know, like the bed, it's like turns into an instant gurney. We just like pick you up and wheel you out of there. I was like, oh, I look that sick? They said, oh, yeah, it looked like you were going to die. And uh, like I said, but I still got up and I did the show the next day. And I was like, if I say I'm going to do a show, you know, and a lot of people are counting on me to be there, I'm going to do everything I can to do to be there, you know. What kind of show I put on, I don't have a freaking clue, you know, but I'm going to get there. And it was just weird how the, all the timing was, how it all worked out, that you just happened to, uh, but at that point, even though, like I said, you called me up, I don't know, 24 hours before we had to be there, I still had no idea how I was going to get there. I had no freaking idea. I yeah, just it was, knew it I was, was hours before. That's right. It was the day before. Yeah, like I said, and I still had no idea how I was going to get there. I said, I don't know. I'll get there somehow. I'll figure it out. I don't know. God will provide. I don't. I don't know. Something will happen. You know, and boom, something happened. That's like, see, you know, sometimes people plan too much, plan too much, plan too much, and they're like, oh, give us an answer. It's like, look, it'll happen if it's supposed to happen. It'll happen. If it's not supposed to happen, it ain't going to happen. No matter how hard you plan, it ain't going to. It ain't going to go. So just relax. And uh, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Well, the girls called me at 2 in the morning. Rhonda called me at 8.30. I made the decision between 2 and 8.30. 2 in the morning to 8.30 morning. Made the decision to go. Woke my wife up, talked about it. And then uh, I was at your place. I left that, you know, next, that evening. And I was at your pl- in Virginia at uh, by about midnight. Yeah. I so that, that day. So there, there, there you go. Right, and I told you to get a hotel room, and I'll meet you around six. And then I had to—I didn't even have any clothes, and I left my shirt. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. I had—I saw I had to do that uh, show in some stupid, uh, like Mariners T-shirt, like a baseball jersey. Because I usually wear my white shirt, my vest, my tie, and I left my two white shirts I just got from the dry cleaners back. It was funny, and uh, I made all that effort to make sure I had clean clothes. That's why you had to sit. Oh, you came to the laundromat with me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I said, I, I, I said, look, I can't meet you at 6 o'clock, like I said. I have no clothes whatsoever to wear to, to this, for the trip, and I got nothing ready for the show. I got to get in there from the dry cleaners, and I got to go up. Uh, you look great. You look great with what you have. Yeah. But that's what's funny is I got, it was funny, like I was saying before, I had to reshut, uh, had to recycle my uh, my phone because uh, the buttons weren't working, and I muted myself out, so that's why I shut myself, restart my phone. But uh, before I was, had to restart it, I was saying, yeah, it just felt like uh, like Gus tries that all the time when he's here. He tries to slip me a Mickey, and, you know, I felt like you trying to slip me a 
Well, it sounds like Gus has got a lot of good stuff over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's trying. I mean, what's funny, and I'm just one of these kind of people that uh, I, ain't, I ain't doing it, and I ain't trying nothing. But what was funny is if you, you guys might laugh at me doing it, but, yeah, you should have seen Trey when uh, I went to a Subway sandwich, <laughs> Subway, Subway Eat Fresh shop, and uh, you should have seen this guy. It's like I was trying to poison him, you know. I was like, I was like, look, they got whole wheat bread, and why why can't you eat whole wheat bread? What was that? What was that chemical you said to that poor kid? <laughs> well, there's a big, very famous the the food babe. Uh, uh, what's her name? Yanni Kahari, or anyway, the, she's known I as the food you. babe on YouTube. Got a you. million people to do the uh, sign a petition to force them to take out this yoga mat material, rubber in their bread. And they don't sell the same materials in their bread that they do in Europe. She's found that out. She's gone. Europe has, has much tougher laws, and you got to have. And there's better food over there. We get. We, yeah, but funny. We got there like one o'clock in the morning or something, like, and this poor kid is like. Oh yeah, I was tough. Yeah, I, 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 but I have fun. Go, you got to have yeah, fun. He's like a seventeen-year-old kid, and he's and, and, and <laughs> he's asking. They took the rubber something out of the bread, and the kid's like, "What?" You know, I said, when Trey walked away, I said, look, look, he's, he's had a long week. He's very tired. You know, he's, he's, he's rocking his brains whether or not he should eat a piece of bread. He ain't eat bread in like 35 years, and he's just really uh, besides himself. Well, we, literally. Just, we remember I brought all the food for that five days or four days, however long it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. I brought all the water. I brought Ellis water. Right, but I'm saying you guys laugh at me that I didn't want to take a drink of water because I thought it was, uh, uh, you know, because I thought it was, uh, you know. Well, you know, some crazy stuff in it, and it was funny just watching you trying to eat a sandwich. And it was like, well, why don't you just get some? They got chicken here. They got, they got beef. And you were like, what did you say about the beef and chicken? Well, it's just factory farming is hormones and grain fed and antibiotics. I, you just can't. It's not fit for human consumption. Yeah, I, I, we, think, I, yeah, I think I think that's what. See, like I said, you could you, so you could visualize this. You got a seventeen-year-old kid who who thinks you know his product <laughs> is probably the safest. Best thing on planet Earth because it's Subway Eat Fresh and everybody loses weight and it's really healthy food. And then I got Trey standing next to me, and the kids hearing this guy saying, "Oh, this this food isn't safe for human consumption. This this meat is, this meat is full of poisons, and and we're all going to die if we don't get away from this counter soon with the radiation coming out of that that post up." No, wasn't that stuff. bad? Oh, it was ridiculous. I'm telling you. Okay, yeah, like, all right, I admit it. <laughs> it was funny. But that's what I'm saying. You guys might laugh at me because I won't take a drink of water that's full of MSS, you know, Q- QTW. And I'm like, I ain't drinking nothing like that. Just give me some water. You know, I'm fine. Just write that fluorine. And, you know, no, fluoride that that MSM is powerful stuff. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That. But I'm saying the way you look at a sandwich is the way I look at MMS. Well, sure. But there'll be, there's, there is a court of, of our peers or <laughs> that can look at the evidence and and I know, you know. Oh, if you're in a court of my peers and trying to explain what you guys are doing, <laughs> you're crazy. You know, I was like, why won't this guy eat a sandwich? It's like, I don't know, man. Let's ask him. <laughs> it's like, well, well he got I'll, an I'll, bring, I'll bring charts and I'll bring documents. And... Well, look, I'm saying if, if we have an hour or two, you know, the poor kid at the counter, I'll explain to you. I'll let you explain to the kid for an hour or two why you can't eat a sandwich. <laughs> But the kid didn't have an hour or two. He had to go home and get ready to go to school next day. And it's tough when I have raw filet mignon in in the truck, you know. And 
But I do. I mean, I used to eat burgers at the Subway everything years ago, and and but you know, and every now and then it'd be. I I was actually thinking of doing eating one. It was I'm on a trip, you know, we're in the middle of the night, they're open, but you know, I just I just decided to stay true. It was funny. I should have videotaped you. You looked like a caged animal. Didn't know what to do. It was like you were just, you know, you know, like I you really so racked. One. You were so racked with guilt. You know, you're like, how many years did it say since you ate rubber bread or regular bread? Like oh, it's one been at least about six years, seven years. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, wow, I don't know if I could break this habit. And you know, yeah, but I, just, I lost I, fifty pounds. I, I have the I have more energy than twenty year olds. I'm fifty five. My wife is sixty. She looks thirty five. We yeah, but it was eat, so, we don't we don't eat any at any right, restaurants. Like, right, right. But what I'm saying it's like you guys trying to hand me some, 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 some bowl of food or something that looks like food, and you're like, eat it. I'm, I'm not. I ain't you, that. you enjoyed that filet mignon and the uh, what was I forget the porter the first, steak. Yeah, but the first tray of something that you brought into my uh, into your truck, I was like, you like, well, eat this and eat this and eat this. It's like some sort of that potato. That was gourmet stuff. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, there is no way I'm touching this rubber food. You know, this is this is all ridiculous. <laughs> this, this isn't real food. Where's where's my Subway Eat Fresh? Oh, it was an incredible sweet potato with, I mean, the Japanese sweet potatoes, not the yams, with incredible oh, sauce, homemade sauce my wife made. Oh, I mean, with raw butter from the farm, non-pasteurized, non. It was just so delectable, and, and then some raw hamburger with uh, beets and hot special homemade hot sauce with all organic stuff mixed into the to the burger or to the meat so it, it looked like kind of raw meat but raw burger but it wasn't you it's very highly spiced and, I mean oh it was it's just delectable and it was funny. what it was else there like, was homemade coleslaw where I make the coleslaw or the mayonnaise yeah. for the coleslaw well, it has, has no sugar in it man that well sorry yeah, no sugar. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Sorry. No sugar. Sorry. You can have fruit that's, or honey. You ain't sorry. You ain't <laughs> Oh, well. I was like, damn, this stuff tastes I was like, this coleslaw. It's like, damn, this stuff tastes like so, cabbage. So it's like, you know, being in New Guinea and they bring you some heads and it's just not that appetizing, it didn't look like, huh? You, you, gave me, you gave me coleslaw and it tastes like cabbage. I said, what is this crap? It tastes like cabbage. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's 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 like a joke. You're supposed to say, "Oh, we'll call it is cabbage." You know that? It's well, like, it is oh. cabbage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I'll no, I mean, it, it, our coleslaw. People say they they never taste anything like it. I make it out of hemp oil, hemp oil, <laughs> hemp seed oil, sunflower oil, and uh, coconut oil with paprika, with uh, mustard seed, garlic, uh, some uh, honey, raw honey. I mean, it looks green. The hemp oil, hemp seed oil makes it green. And you can yeah, eat it right, just straight mayonnaise. It's that good. People yeah, yeah but I'm saying it's like I'm used to Kentucky Fried Chicken coleslaw. That's that's true. It don't taste like cabbage. Carl, like, what we is need it? you, man. That, what I tell you, we need you. <laughs> you you are, see, it's not not only what you're teaching, but, see, you're the, the, the evidence. You're the man. See, because all well, the otherwise, and there's not that many out there. What, what's we need, we need I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you, like if you, like I said, if the better science is through chemistry, man, you're going to find better living through chemistry because I tell people all the time, look, if you really look at old people in this country now, the reason why people are living so much longer 
is because of all the BHT, of all the food preservatives we've been eating since we were little kids. I said, so that has some effect on muscle and, uh, like, on the animals. You know, when they butcher it and they put this BHT or whatever chemicals in it to preserve the meat, we're well, eating nothing but preservatives. I mean, if they're living longer, if they get enough hip replacements and elbow replacements and no, I'm, head I'm replacements, saying, what, what? I mean, we're not living that good. And that, I mean, people are hunked over and barely getting you're, around on oxygen. Get teaspoon and a half of your, your. See, I didn't bother getting into this conversation with you on the road, you know, because it's like you know, I want to keep you between the lines. But I, was, <laughs> I wanted to say to you, why in the world don't you put a spoonful of BHT like in your uh, Alexius that you'd make? And uh, put some food preservative in there and see if that really helps you stay longer too. Oh no, no, this stuff is much better. Well, it's all, it's all about ele- it's all about electrons. It's it's electricity and live okay. food. Live well, okay. food are is electric. But are you trying it's to alive. tell me that that preservative stuff that they stick on meat now? Like, because you know, years ago when you had a piece of meat, it would turn gray in minutes. Now it turned gray in about a week. So why 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 is everybody putting a, like something like a BHT like well, a you don't food you don't want to be eating that why not but see instead of just saying because it's man made give me an actual no, reason no man made is fine I'm not saying everything man made okay, is well bad. tell me give me an exact reason why that I don't want to because well, I if something see, is a preservative that means it gets in you it won't decompose and the body does that's not right. have the biochemistry so that to deal with it. That's Right. You, that means my body. That means my body won't decompose, and I'll stay young forever. Well, no, no, because it gets lodged. Because your body may not be able to get rid of it. All of uh-huh, it. So my some God. of it's going to get dislodged and interrupt biochemical processes, and you're going to age. I, you don't know. See, yeah, I was hoping somebody would finally answer that question because I was like, you know what? I think people are looking younger because of all the damn preservatives they've been eating. You know, since they were little kids in They're this country. They're not looking younger. I don't know where you're getting. Uh, at. I don't know, man. When you look at Archie Bunker, when, no, no. When you look at Archie Bunker, man, on the, all in the family, you know he was almost ten years younger than me. He was forty-three years old. Now he looked freaking old. I mean, when people, when you look back at, I well, I love watching the old movies from nineteen twenty-eight to about nineteen forty-three, and I'm telling you, those people looked old. You know, by the time they were forty years old, they were done. You know, they were like, wow, these people are freaking old. But all of a sudden, preservatives came into the American culture, and people seem to be. Uh, Looking younger, longer. I'm just saying that you know, instead of just saying preservatives are no good, they're no good, they're no good, they're no good. I was like, I tell people, tell me why. Just don't tell me they're no good because. Well, oh, I, well, I gave you my theory. I gave you my theory, so you know. You gave me the theory because you said you might, it might not come out of your well, body. Well, I've, good, I've read a lot of things and different opinions, and I, I that's kind of what I'm going with, and you know, I'm okay, going but, with electricity. Okay, so what, was, what was your what was your uh, actual reason now why? Uh, preservatives are bad. Well, because preser- the body can't deal with them. You know, they get they either get ejected out of the body, hopefully, or they get packed away somewhere, and that can interrupt okay. biochemical processes. And whatever it gets like in my skin cells and my face don't wrinkle. I mean, you saw my face. I don't know wrinkles on my face, and I'm over fifty well, years well, old. Well, Carl, you don't drink alcohol. You don't do drugs. You've never done them. You you are. You are doing. You're living out in the country. You've got good. You've got a lot of good things you're doing. So you you are getting the benefits of that. And and I got a tablespoon of PHT next to me every <laughs> okay. night. Okay. All right. <laughs> nah, I don't. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, no. You are, you're getting the benefits. You've done some things, right? So there. Now. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It'd be funny if somebody actually would do a serious study on BHT and said, "Look, you know what? This guy ate a spoonful of this every day." 
and he didn't age a minute. Or, holy cow, this guy, like the guy who ate Twinkies, nothing but Twinkies for a year. I'd like to see if somebody just would do a spoon oh, yeah, of he didn't, do, he didn't do good. The guy who ate, drinks, yeah. ate Twinkies. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, you know, just most people are not going to do well with it. I mean, some people, you know, they've got to be doing uh, the balance. They're going to have to be doing a lot right on the other side to to get away with something. Well, look at the, yeah, look bad. at that guy who did, said, yeah, there you go. Wait a second. Like you, they said you could stick a, a Twinkie outside for like a thousand years because it got so much preservatives and it will never go bad. Maybe that's there you go. That's the guy who did it for a year. The BHT, the Twinkie guy. That's right. Twinkies are loaded with with preservatives. That's why they never they never well, get moldy. I challenge anybody to. To eat is, you know, do lightly steaming the vegetables, but eat mostly raw. We eat all our meat raw, all of it, and we yeah, we do the smooth, the green smoothies. I mean, if you want to drop weight with without no exercise, I mean, you just sit in a chair and and eat green smoothies. You know, with the they always bet about food. Like I said, I could see if you if you took it in a blender and you're pure and you made that stuff like mush, you know, because like I said, I, I know and I guarantee you could find out some on YouTube too or Internet somewhere because I know I found it. My uncle and aunt used to eat this raw stuff. And I said, I ain't eat these twigs. This is ridiculous. No, not so twigs. Many, you eat raw eggs, butter, well, no, 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 raw no, no, dairy. Saying, oh, oh, no, I mean oh. like broccoli. They were eating like freaking raw broccoli and raw string beans and stuff like that. So no, we like the lightly. You need to steam those. I, we recommend it to steam them. Well, what I say to people is, why don't you boil it to death and drink the water and drink and then eat the and eat the product because your body's acid level it doesn't have the capacity. We're not a cow. We don't like you know do we we don't have that kind of capacity to take grass and use it as a form of oh, food. Oh, that's another big one. If I may interject, this hydrochloric acid and pepsin. Every we think almost ninety-eight percent of everybody needs to take that with their meals. Because we don't have enough stomach acid, you know. When you take, well, that's what I'm saying. If you just eat, what I'm saying, if you just eat raw food and you don't have enough acid, it's just going to go in the other same way it went out. It's going to come yeah, in and out. Yeah, the same no, way. we we sometimes supplement with the uh, hydrochloric acid and the pepsin, but we don't need to do it as much. My wife does now more. I don't now. Uh, and you can yeah, tell us you need it. If you if you want raw vegetables, I mean that makes sense. But like I said, they go in the same way. They, they go out the same way they came in, hard as a rock. Well, we we cook or we cook lightly. You know, we cook our vegetables because that's the way yeah. we can't really break. Like you said, we can't break it down, and there's minerals right. stuck in the cellulose there that we're not going to get to unless we break it down with that heat. And so you yeah, do need to, yeah. I don't mean to. I mean you keep it under 140 degrees. I mean boil it to death. But like I said, you drink the water. I mean make soup out of it. You know, like that's what I did for years. I always make soup, and that's how I broke my vegetables down. There but you like go. I said, I did. I did very simple things, you know. I, I haven't done anything very complicated. Hey, you know, you know one reason why soup is is so feels so good going in because the hydrogen bonding angle has been widened when you drink eat real hot stuff. Because steam, the hydrogen bonding angle is 120 degrees. It's almost ready to come apart. And so, that I think there's one reason why soup is so I good. I thought the soup was good because I put so much sugar and salt in it. Well, <laughs> now salt is good. We need a lot of salt. We're taking uh, yeah, don't get do me started on salt. Salt, salt, uh, and if you want to, everybody out there, if you want to see a salt, the best salt in the world, it's bamboo salt. That is the salt for humans. Bamboo salt. It's the most incredible salt in the world. And the sea salt's no good. It's got too many chemicals and, and, and toxins, and, you know, the oceans are crap now. 
bamboo salt. I like crap. <laughs> Check it out. Crap Check my- it out. Bamboo salt. That's what we have, and I'm telling you, because you know, remember, we're a battery. We're electricity. We need electrolysis. We need elect- electrolytes. And we I like crap. Crap's my best friend since I'm an asshole. Crap's my best friend. Yeah, we we. I mean, you don't take a lot, tons of salt, but you need a bunch. You need a lot, not not a ton, but you know, you need you know three grams a day. That's a lot. You know, we've been kind of told not to eat salt. We've been told not to eat fats. We need tons of fats. Yeah, I eat a ton of uh, like I say to people with the with the eggs. It's got you know it's pure fat, and that's why I tell people and Angela, I think she getting her kid eating uh, like a dozen eggs a day because that's what I said to her. Well, I'm eating six raw eggs a day. Yeah. And, and see, and don't worry about cholesterol. Don't take statins. Any Your doctor's got you on statins. time to get a new doctor. Yeah, that's what you know, it's funny. Statins kill your brain and, and your veins, and it's, 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 it's yeah. bad. We were talking about that's how they did that to poor Ronald Reagan because he knew too much. Oh, yeah, you know, no, the, the statins. Brain. See, the cholesterol, see, cholesterol... Is that is turns in you know the sun hits your skin and changes your cholesterol into vitamin D. No cholesterol, no vitamin D. No vitamin D, you, you know then you're you're not going to get good bones. You know your calcium and magnesium balance can't function. I, I mean, actually took a picture of that uh, dinner we had. It was funny that he when we first went there they they got us in a very interesting hotel. When, if you're in New York, you know what the word interesting means. So they put us in a very interesting hotel when we first got there. And I said, there's no way I'm staying here. No open window. I was actually thinking about going outside and throw a brick through the window to get some fresh air going through there. And I said, nah, you know what, just just rough it out, man. Just just rough it out. And I said, but the next day, I said, look, I'll go sleep some, any place else. I don't care where I sleep, somebody's house, any place. But I'm not going back to that hotel. And uh, and I'm not a picky guy. Gus knows. Gus, Gus, Gus could tell you a motel that me and Gus crashed in. <laughs> Oh, yeah, bring bring your own blankets. <laughs> God, we did. I mean, I think it was like twenty five, thirty bucks. The guy didn't even ask Gus for his ID. Uh, we slept with the door open and a window open, and I think it was cold and raining. And I didn't give a damn. I wouldn't even yeah. let the tiny black cat when I did the. You know, I wouldn't even let him like walk on the floor. It was ridiculous. This this motel room was was bad. I mean, this was this was funny. But this this hotel wasn't that bad, Gus. It was bad, but it wasn't that bad, like the one we crashed in. But at least we had windows open. But if we couldn't open up a freaking window, I don't know, man. I would have just left out in that rental van. But um, what was funny is uh, uh, he we, we they got me a really nice hotel room the next night, and I told the guy, wow, man, it's too bad. So I told this guy, Trey, I said, why don't you just crash? I said, you know, but he's like, no, he wants to go back to his room. I was like, okay, you know. Oh, I was so tired. I didn't want to pack up and move over there. I just wanted to... Yeah. The pillow. Well, that's what's I, funny. I, was I said, I said, well, maybe you, you know, you do some crazy yoga before you go to sleep, and you don't want to. No, I don't do any of that. Start chanting and shit like that. You know, I was like, uh oh, you know, it's gonna freak me out. So I was like, okay, you know, but it was a beautiful room. The second one, I don't remember the name of the hotel, but boy, that was beautiful. Yeah, the only weird thing I does, I do. My wife uh, got me involved in Tai Chi, so we're we're there. You know, it's not too weird. It's well, yeah, it, 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 it tastes good to put some soy sauce on it and some duck sauce. <laughs> I mean, we're there doing moves. She can really do it. I'm just learning. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's a class you go to, and they have a master there, and if you mess up, your head comes off. You know, it's real real organized right. and really great people, and 
and you know you do moves and you learn to breathe and you learn to these <laughs> it's slow motion fighting basically tai chi that's funny they but what is we uh what i'm saying is he uh brought some food up and i actually took a picture of that dinner because i actually ate it because uh, it was just raw um, beef and uh, something else oh yeah I made you a nice meal now you didn't complain about that meal you liked that one oh that was great because it was um there was, was raw beef and something oh, else. Oh, now, now you ate that coleslaw. You liked it then. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mixed it with the beef. That's oh, right. yeah, you it mixed it with the beef. That's true. That coleslaw was dry. <laughs> that the beef yeah, wasn't. We, yeah, it was a little, yeah, I need to make it wetter on that one. Yeah, you just have to get some mayonnaise, but you're like, no way. I guess you don't do mayonnaise either. Well, I make my the, the mayonnaise. Well, no, I mean real mayonnaise, like in a store in a, in a, in a flat. Right. <laughs> Real mayonnaise. <laughs> that's right. That's right on the label. That's right on the label. Real mayonnaise. Elements. Real mayonnaise. See, it's got to be real. Because it says it. <laughs> yeah, like Hallmark. Hallmark is the very best. <laughs> it is. Because they said it's so. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you had, uh, like I said, uh, I, t- I actually took a picture of it because it was a. Uh, Raw beef, and uh, yeah, you learned something from me. It's a lot easier to uh, chop up meat with a scissor than it is. Oh with a man, knife. I love that. That was great. Yeah, it's a lot easier to do scissors. I've been, than that's what I've been. What we're gonna do from now on? Just get a big yep. scissors, and boy, cuts through. Especially if you got a good cut of meat, like filet mignon, and oh man. Yep. But even if it's a bad cut of meat, it makes it, it makes yep. it super simple. Mm-hmm. Like I said, instead of standing there like soaring it all day, you know, like I said, I feed uh well now I got like the five cats and a and the four dogs, so I'm not going to stand there all day chopping things up. So I just cut it and I drop them on the floor. So then I just walk around with the scissor and I just take a piece of big piece of meat in my hand and just walk through the floor, drop, cut a piece. Next person, next cat, next dog gets it, cut another piece. Next cat gets it, cut another piece. You know, just walk around the floor, just cut, 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 and drop it as I'm walking. And everybody eats, and the meat's gone by the time I make it through the other side of the room. So it's pretty funny just using a scissor. Takes two seconds. But, uh, yeah, what a hell of a trip. I mean, totally, uh, like, opposites. It was funny, you know, when it came to any kind of uh, food or, or, or drink. So, I mean, it's funny. The guy takes out a – we were in a pickup truck. And I forgot where we pulled over, the first place we pulled over someplace. And I was like, this guy whips out the tailgate, and all of a sudden he winks the Bunsen burner out. I thought the guy was going to, like, make crystal meth or something right there on the back of his ticket. Oh, I like, yeah, I, I make the best coffee with Ellis water, and, and it, that was a, uh, what do they call that thing? It's one of those, a jet boiler. And yeah, boil up water. And... I was like, oh, no, here we go. What is this? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> And he's like, oh, I'm just making coffee. It's like, uh, yeah, okay. Tell that to the cop, you know. <laughs> yep. Hey, how about this Derek Tillman? There's somebody who wants to ask a question, Carl. What, about water or something? Nope, about a misdemeanor complaint. I don't give a damn. I just want to talk about this right now. Okay, whatever. And it's let your you show. Go to bed, you know, like I said, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That way if somebody wants to just uh, hear about uh, us talking about water and talking about food and stuff like that, they could just listen to the first hour and a half, and then they could go to bed. Or if they don't want to listen to this, I could tell people, look, don't listen to the first hour and a half. The show starts about an hour and a half later. But I don't want to mix topics. It's, it just gets Okay, that's fine. Like when I had the guy who did insurance, the, uh, Sean Graff, 
you know, all we talked about was like uh, insurance for about two hours, and then we went over to uh, doing the show. But like I said, uh, hey, 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 good. hey, there's this uh, Gnostic one talking about doing some good comments on the board I'm looking at. It's about statin, okay, he's statin, a good guy. Yeah, statin he could, drugs he could destroy that. cholesterol and CQ10 in the brain to form the synapses that hold our memory. That's good. Yeah, you could let let him open there, Mike, uh, because that's Mark from Atlanta. So it was funny because I talked to Mark uh, about two hours ago just before I crossed the mountain, and I lost the signal. And he's like, Is he the one I trying to get you to drink that green drink? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still got sitting on my counter. Yeah, I ain't. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Gus, Come I think on, Carl, we're, and, we're trying to get you well, and we want you to live in a long time. No heart attacks or none of that weird stuff, you know. Or, it's funny, man. I, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I don't know how half of the jar got emptied, Gus, but half the jar is emptied, Gus. But, uh, oh, oh, my God. This stuff stinks. But, uh, <clears throat> wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, throw it out. Too. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. It's like, you know, it's a yeah, interesting look. Yeah, the good, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure hey, it's great. Hey, I've got confirmation on this. Um, this M. Grover is saying that he ate, like, I think he's talking about me, and he never felt better, and then now he eats crap and fast food and it feels like crap. Do you see that? Uh-oh. Carl, there's you. some evidence. Yeah. Some some anonymous guy gets on the stuff. That's Melissa. Out in, uh, that's wife. Yeah, I know that's wife. Oh, there no, you go. All right, I'm I'm with her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I said, it was an interesting ride. I mean, I talked about the ride a little bit last week, and I said I got to get Trey on the show so he can defend his position before I start, you know, really explaining what happened on that ride. I said, I don't want to say anything good or bad. I just wanted to get Trey on before well, I said, man, I, 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 drove, I drove fast, but I figure, why spend 20 hours on the road? Why not spend 14? You know what I mean? Why not spend 19? That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I figured you wanted to get somewhere. and oh, not, It was fine. No, it was fine. No, I'm talking about the crazy conversations we had. I mean, that was some interesting stuff. Oh, we yeah. No, I mean, I, hey, I, got the, I got two seminars on that ride. Oh, yeah. You got, yeah. It was funny because... Uh, like I said, uh, because I have to keep, you know, a lot of times you have to let the driver speak, you know, to keep the uh, the driver awake. You know, like I said, sometimes if I just keep talking, the poor guy falls asleep. You know, because it's like monotone. I'm not like performing. I'm not like standing up and getting in your face. Like at the show, I was going around talking to people, yeah. getting in people's faces. You know, I just don't stand there and talk. I actually walk around and I say, okay, what what do you got to say about this? Oh, it's so funny how I tricked all you guys into saying, is that a claim? Is that a claim? Is that a claim? And I, I made an eight-word claim, and then I came back, and I and I changed it a little bit, and nobody picked up that I changed it. And I said, no, that's not a claim, because that was the claim that is not a claim. It's not the same claim, so if the claim has failed, because it's a false claim, I claimed this first, and all of a sudden I'm claiming that. It's not a claim. That's the first claim I made. You have to stand by it. You change it up by one word, you don't, it's no longer the same thing. It's just like, you know that, especially when you're dealing with chemicals or uh, drugs, or you, you add one oxygen atom or hydrogen bond somewhere, you know, and it changes the whole, it changes everything. It's not the same chemical, and it's not the same thing anymore. It's something completely different. 
So it yeah, has to I'm say- working on stuff you wouldn't believe. It's called transmutation, you know, where things change. Our body's like a factory for changing stuff. And, yeah. you know, it can take raw materials and construct the elements it needs. And that's all I'll say now. I mean, it's too big a subject, maybe another time. But, but what that's what, you know, I think you're kind of saying something like that. We still got four hours left. Okay. Yeah. okay. No, I'm serious. The, this is big time. I mean, this is so big. Just, I mean, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just that we just haven't been taught the stuff we really need to know as as man and woman. Like what? In schools. Like in schools. We talk about what kind of universe we're living in here and who we really, what we were, and who we are. Not. I'm not talking anything weird or new age. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking just basic good stuff and. Like, you know, the chicken, where does it get the calcium in the egg? It doesn't eat calcium, but the egg it lays, got it's laced with calcium. Where does it get it? You know, how does it get it? And, that's and God. There's, there, there's tons of examples like that. And, you know, and, and there's, you know, we adjust for lack. The body will, if some elements were missing in our diet, you know, we'll adjust for that. And then when it comes back in, you know, we can readjust. Sometimes those adjustments. I don't know, Carl. It might be tough for you to give up Subway for, but but you'll get over it, and, you, <laughs> and then you'll you'll start being able to to readjust the processes, you know, to handle yeah, these new these yeah, new inputs. Yeah, but it's also called the quality of life. Absolutely. Yeah, you got you know, that. But I mean, health, who wants to eat twigs? I mean, it, I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know how people can actually convince themselves that eating twigs actually tastes like a Subway sandwich. Eating what? Twigs. Did you say soy? No. Well, yeah. Okay. Soy is just as bad. No, I'm I sorry. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't understand. I'm sorry. I, I missed that. T w i g s. Twigs, branches. You oh, know. twigs. No, that. Now that's the. That's the. I don't know. That's. I don't know. I know the hit on that. We are eating. Oh man, I haven't had a twig, and I don't know how long. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> We're eating it's good like, here. I mean, like I said, I was going past a pizzeria, and I was like, you know what, I want to go get a piece of pizza. And I was like, nah, I better behave. I better behave. You know, I was like, I got a show to do tonight. I better well, behave. Well, it's funny. When I go out driving with my wife, you know, I'll say, hey, you want to get a pizza? And she'll look at me and start laughing, you know, because she knows I'm not serious. But it's kind of, it feels good <laughs> to say it. It's quality, like I said, quality of life. But we don't yeah. have to actually eat it. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, you know. It's like, but, yeah, like I said, you know, you just, fantasize about it it's not the same man well no it's just it's it's you know it's kind of like when you see yourself it's like seeing yourself in the rearview mirror like with the way you were you know and and where you are and and like i like i said i lost 54 pounds without trying no yeah. lifting weights no nothing no running well, like, you my, can look at it this way too look at look at that tv show the odd couple you know okay yeah, yeah. That's, that's right that's what we were on that trip yeah, but what, that's what I'm saying. But, <laughs> but Jack Klugman outlived Tony Randman for at least 10, 15 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jack well, I don't think he was, I don't think he was uh, non-GMO, non Oh, no, Tony, Rand, Tony Randall was the super healthy, squeaky clean guy, and the other guy was the pig, you know, and he outlasted Tony Randall by like 10, 15 years. Yeah, well, a yeah. lot of people think that being healthy is you got to quit eating meat, and, and that, that will kill you. We are omnivores. We gotta have some meat. Got to. It's a science. Well, it's, it. A lot of us. But I it's gotta be the right of, kind of meat. Yeah, but a lot of us. You, you said that, you said that your body will make what you need 
out of whatever it is you take in. So now you're saying we need meat. It's a contradiction. Well, I mean, no, but I mean, you can survive, but eventually it's going to, you've got to have albumin. There's, there's crucial elements in meat that we got to have that you, that we only get from, uh, okay, yeah, you eat some meat. You don't have to eat a lot of meat. You don't eat, ton, you don't eat meat morning, noon, and night, maybe four times, five times a week, once a day. But you, it's good to get a little, and we don't eat a lot of meat. We, we, you know, we eat a half a steak maybe three times a week, maybe. But, but you, you got to have it in the diet. Now, the, I'm not. I'm just looking. It's all in the data is there. If you go to uh, look at Peskin. Now, now I'm not saying that if you don't have if you have supplements. There's certainly like get B12 shots, and I mean, look, you go to all these vegetarian forums. They always have the discussion group with everybody figuring out where to get the B12 the cheapest. You know, the B12 shots and how to get it. Will sublingual work, or can you take it orally, or you know? And, but you know, but and and also go to YouTube, go online, look at all the people who've tried the vegetarian diet for years and literally got themselves in serious trouble and came on with their confession on you. Go look on YouTube. There's dozens. I've, I'm actually trying to, I'm going to be writing an article for something, and I'm I, I'm trying to do the research on this. And, and they're, they're just all over the place. People tried it, and you'll just be better off. Now, it's true. Like I said, the body will, and this is not what I say, it's, it's the body will transmutate things and, and, and triage. You know, there's a concept of triage where, Certain organs may not get as much as they need, but the brain's going to get get the most. You know, the, the body has a hierarchy of of resource distribution. So yeah, I mean, okay, you, you're on vegetarian, and yeah, you might live to 50, 60, 70. But remember, we're supposed to live to. Well, this may sound. If you look at the animal kingdom, the lifespan is seven, average about five to seven times the length of puberty. Of, of coming of age to be able to to have offspring. So we, you know, like a, like a dog, whether can have start having it, at, you know, babies at a year. So they or, or what is it, seven years? I don't know. But you look at it, it. It's it's across the board in the animal kingdom. You just multiply it, and that's their age. A parrot can live to 100 and something years old, and and I think they can start having babies at six or seven or something like that. I don't know, but it, it's all there. But man, what happened to us? You know, we, so if according to that, our puberty—what, twelve, thirteen, fourteen? I, I think now these that days with all the vaccinations and drugs and uh, toxins, we can. These kids are getting puberty a lot earlier. <laughs> but, but we should be living. What's that? We should be living what two, three hundred years old. So if we go, why aren't we living our lifespan? So see, my mother-in-law says she's ninety, and we've got her on our diet. It took a while to do it, but. She would say, well, look, I'm 90 or almost 90. I'm doing great. I go, look, Alice, you get to 140, I'll be impressed. <laughs> you know, the 90, that ain't nothing. That's not, that's, that's you know, you know. So, I mean, and, and you know, of course, then we've got to extend our thinking, too, and uh, that possibility, that, that always helps. I mean, if you think you're going to croak at 90, or if you then, yeah, you might. But if, if I'm trying to stretch the, what 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 our possibilities are, and not 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 pie in the sky stuff, but looking at this, there, I forget the name of the guy where I first read that about the animals' puberty and their age, and that man we're the only ones that are screwing up because we're we're not even near our potential. We're uh, 
you know, of lifespan. And, and, you know, they keep all these experiments with keeping cells alive indefinitely. In the Petri dish, there's a famous experiment that was kept alive 30 years and then finally died because the lab assistant forgot to change the, the fluids, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we are, we, we, you know, so what I meant, Gus, by saying that, yeah, I mean, but what is life? I mean, it, it's, you know, if, if, if we're in a triage mode, and yeah, the body can survive. Look, we, we can put up with a lot of hell and still survive. We can, you know, I guess you could live on Twinkies for years. But, yeah, it's amazing but, what people can actually live on. It's amazing. So, But yeah. that doesn't mean, though, that it's optimal, you know, or... Well, it's not. It's not only that. I, I think different people's bodies are made differently. The uh, I, I see what people live on, and I know for a fact that I would end up bedridden within two weeks if I was if I was exactly. on that diet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They can do it because of the way they started out in life, and uh, you know, they just carried on with it, and it's not having that same effect on them. But right. uh, I, I don't think uh, other people can get away with the same thing. Oh, that's absolutely the case. I mean, you know, there's this, forget the story of the English explorers. They got stranded up in the North Pole, and they had to live on the Eskimo food. But they can. I'm just. This shows that you can change, and because they they were dying of all this seal meat, and literally for like a month or two, they were just miserable. And then all of a sudden, you know, they started shifting over, being able to handle it. And then they were there a year, and then when the English ships, rescue ships, arrived with all the you know, the tea and, you know, all the English, the fish and chips or whatever they ate, uh, they couldn't stand the food, their own food that they had used to, but the body, you know, reconfigured. And that's why I think oh. we're really different. That's like what you mentioned, that people can't believe they can survive. or It's just we're they're in such a fixed, it all has to do with vibrations and frequencies and electricity and all this, that if this this food is keeps you know you can live on a certain way and then it does take a while to reconfigure or to retune or to but it can be done and and we did it we we were completely 180 degrees different and both my wife and I and now my mother-in-law and she had uh, Alzheimer's or starting dementia I mean literally staring so we went to work the diet everything she had a stroke like six years ago Anyway, you wouldn't believe what we're doing for her. We were putting nicotine patches on her. You know how you quit smoking? Nicotine yep. stimulates the brain. So we put nicotine patches on her every day. We we have her. You wouldn't believe what we're doing. She is back, walking twice a day, playing ping pong, totally back. We're really stoked about it. And we worked we worked at it. All the diet we would we took her off breads, sugars. We won't let her go out to eat. We hey, we're. Uh, I'm just curious with Alzheimer's and, and various forms of dementia. Uh, they they talk about um, omega threes and fish oils and uh, cod liver oils and uh, yeah. where are you at with that? Okay, no fish oil, zero. And that look, you got to read Peskin, P E S K I N. Okay. Just just it's an emergency to to read this material. Let do you know do what you want with the material after you read it. But he makes he shows the science that the fish oils are smothering and killing us slowly by starving the cells of oxygen because they're known right. as a derivative oil. And what we need and and it's, it gets rancid because you bring these cold fish up, 
that oil starts getting rancid real quick. And, and really, a lot of the fish oil is just the fish industry trying to figure out what to do with all those fish heads they don't, and tails they don't know what to do with. So they, you know, market them as a health product. But it's yeah. more than it's more than that. The what we need, we do need oils. But you got to read Peskin. That's another long conversation. I read this about read him a couple years ago. We we didn't take a lot of fish oil, but we were taking some. We got off of it. And there are certain oils that you do need because that's all the uh, it's. But really, plant based is what we need. Uh, like hemp oil is the best. It's got the perfect omega six three ratio. Flax oil is just oh man, huge. We flax oil every day. Uh, and hemp seed oil every day. And what happens is it makes the cell membranes walls permeable so you can get nutrients in and waste out and, and oxygen in. And, you know, and, and I'll tell you, we've already experienced, like I said, my wife is 60 years old and she's been mistaken for in her mid-30s. And her, she put her hair color as gray in her license, driver's license five years ago and now it's brown, and and we got our license renewed. We looked at the pictures; it was ridiculous. Uh, and when you when you're talking about hemp oil, you're talking about the oil that comes from the seeds. Yeah, from the Canada, not the cannabis stuff. But you've ordered from Canada. It's that Nutiva brand. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the best. So I would stay. We threw out all of our fish oil. Zero. Haven't had it now for a couple years. And I think well, I've got uh, I've got flaxseed oil and I've got hemp oil, uh, but I've got them on the floor and I keep uh, forgetting about them. Yeah, just uh, take a little bit. You can put it in smoothies. Uh, you know, you don't want to take a lot of it. But yeah, we, I, we, juice every, I drink juice every morning, and I, and I wasn't oh. putting it in there, but I just realized I uh, I haven't done it in probably a month and a half, two months. All right, well there you go. You'll be all right. But yeah, so. This oil is so big of an of, a, of an issue, and you got to and see the canola oil. You eat a pizza. I mean, you go go to the grocery store. Uh, look, everything's got canola in it. Canola oil. That's rapeseed oil from Canada. That's been totally genetically modified. It, actually, canola oil is stands for Canada oil, and it's a total monstrosity from the beginning. It's like a like an evil Dr. Jekyll or somebody making a concoction up to it's in everything it's in pet food it's and it slowly you know covers up the cells and get, makes your cells start constructing themselves and the interior of your veins and all that stuff with the wrong kinds of material but you get this plant oil and what peskin calls it he's a he's a professor at MIT that and he you go on YouTube and see his speeches on it i mean you, you'll if you want a fire lit under you. <laughs> I mean, this guy, and he gets into. There's some YouTube debates where people are talking about fish oil's good for you and da 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 da. da. Yeah, he's. Uh, I'm looking at his uh, the physician's concise guide to fish and fish oil fallacies. A, uh, yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, you get if we get people off of fish oil, you're you're auto, you're gonna, you know. Remember, this stuff you can get well quick. I mean, this is not like ten years to get well. Now it takes a while to get all the habits. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take Carl. We've got to keep working on him, Gus, but or you know, helping okay. him work. Carl eats raw meat. I mean, he was over here. We were eating uh, some fresh uh, sirloin that had been ground down with some onions and some pepper. You know, hey, all, you know, there you go. 
Where's, uh, where do I find that bamboo salt you were talking about? Oh, my God. Bamboo salt is one of my favorite things. Get the, get this. I'll do a quick description. Well, I mean, I've got a source. I had to. You have to work at it because they tried to sue them to get them out of the country because this stuff is so powerful. It basically, if you go on YouTube, you'll see all the scientific – they call it – I got a book here called Bamboo Salt is Science. It stops you from oxidizing. It literally, you can put an iron nail in water with regular sea salt or table salt and then water with bamboo salt and put an iron nail. The other two salts, waters, the nail immediately starts oxidizing and turning orange, and, and, but it never rusts in the bamboo salt water. Now, the way they do it, they take sea salt from one of the top sea, sea salt areas in the world is West Korea. It's one of the, one of the top three in the world of the really good sea salt. Then they truck that up. Then they go up and the, get three-year-old bamboo that's about four inches wide. You know, real, it's got to be a certain type of, you know, they got to age it three years or grow it three years. And then they cut it, and they harvest it only in the fall when it's filled with sulfur and sap. I mean, it's just oozing sulfur and sap. So they harvest it in the fall. And then they cut them up into about, oh, I don't know, three three foot sections. And then they stuff the sea salt in the bamboo all the way. So you got this ton of salt. And then they, they cap the ends so the salt doesn't fall out of the bamboo. With They go up in the mountains deep into this incredible mineral clay. It's just So they cap the bamboo with clay. Then they put them in these giant vats, like 100 or 200 of these prepared. They got all these... You know, these uh, Koreans there sitting there, these women, you know, just stuffing these things. They've got an assembly line. And then they'll, they'll fire it. They fire it to 800 degrees, and then they leave it in there. Then it comes out. It's all a charred piece of all the bamboo and the clay and everything is infused into the salt. Then they pound it up, and then they bring in another round of bamboo, fresh bamboo. They do that eight times. Fire it up eight times. And so you're, it's ultra-purified, and it's, the salt is so saturated with sulfur and the stuff from the bamboo and the minerals from the clay and all the pollutants and uh, stuff from the <clears throat> sea salt has been, um, you know, eliminated. They've, and they've got the tests in these books. They show the assays completely eliminated all these horrible things <laughs> in the sea salt these days. But anyway, so then on the ninth time, they do it one more time of fire at 1,500 degrees after that whole process. It takes days. And then they, it turns into molten lava. It's not just charred. I mean, it, it's a, like a literal uh, molten lava. And then they pour it out into a form and let it cool, and it comes out. It looks like a beautiful amethyst crystal, purple. And then they'll, they'll either, they either grind it up. They have various grindings for you. And we we've got all we've got the fine grind and the crystals. Now we'll put it under our tongue sublingually and just let it go in. That's a and you can take a lot of this salt and it's kind of it's very sulfury, but it makes everything taste incredible. And now it's it's the most expensive salt in the world because of all of this procedure, but that they run it through. And it's even a third world country. If it was done, or well, I don't know if that's third world or not. Korea, I guess it's not, but. If you did it here, it'd be real expensive. <laughs> Cause, yeah. But but I'm, let me tell you, this we've had this about a, a little over a year now, almost yeah, about a year and a half now. And I what I recommend is that people get the source. And I, I may we're you need to set up yourself as a wholesaler. Get with a few families 
As a matter of fact, I recommend that for everything. Get with get get some people. Start grabbing shirt collars, you know, yeah. and say, hey, we need to work together. And then that way you can order this stuff in at wholesale for yourselves and, you know, work with some families. And that's what we did. We, we ordered it wholesale to be able to afford to eat it as our regular salt. We're not rich. But that's what we do. We, we You know, you order it in, it's like a $500 order. But you get a few people getting in on it. And, and then you see the benefits and you just don't even worry about the money. But you, but it helps to organize, you know, some, some of your friends or family. Uh, there's, uh, there's, there's a really good uh, salt uh, distribution company. At some, I think they're in Oregon, maybe in, in the state of Washington, uh, but they're out west, and uh, I get that's where I get my gray salt, which is uh, is what what I prefer to use. That's fine. I, I was, yeah, I was trying to find different salts for decades, for years, and when I, I found out about have... bamboo salt, that was it. I mean. Well, the great salt I get, uh, they have these clay beds in France, and uh, the the ocean washes in, and the uh, the salt goes into the, the the salt water goes into these clay ponds, and it uh, it evaporates, and the salt you know ends up at the bottom, and it uh, it picks up all the minerals from the clay. Sure. Oh no, sounds great. Yeah. I mean, but we need salt. See, that's another thing people have been told they don't shouldn't take salt and everything got salt free and that that hurt us that hurt our health as a nation and we need salt well it tastes even better when you know it's healthy (laughs) oh absolutely but no this we take this bamboo salt raw just put it under the tongue of like a half a teaspoon and let it dissolve slowly and that's what they recommend and then we put it on our food put it in the mayonnaise put it on anything that needs salt we get bamboo salt there it is. Hey, what uh, what do you know about DMSO? Oh my God, that's well. I did the Tai Chi last night, and I'm, my wife dragged me down there, and I'm I'm just kind of a newbie at it. And my I was so sore this morning. I mean, both knees I could hardly move because they make you know you do weird things or <laughs> weird positions. But anyway, so I grabbed the DMSO. We are huge on DMSO. I mean. I've been doing that for we've been doing that for years, and I put two two batches on you know just rubbed it on both knees, and I'm talking less than ten seconds the pain was gone. But we take it we'll take it orally if you put it in with the MSM and the vitamin C, the DMSO is a carrier it, it's a solvent it pushes things like for instance you can touch DMSO with your finger and taste it in your tongue, you know. Oh, I'm that, very familiar with it. Yeah. 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 So you know that. So so in other words, it's a great carrier for stuff. But be careful. No cologne. No any anything you don't want in your bloodstream. You got to have your hands clean when you use it. Your body clean. Be very careful with DMSO. But we love DMSO. I order. I order it. Uh, I, I set myself up as a dealer for from a couple places. I get it from Jacobs Lab. That's the best place. They're the most expensive. But we use it all the time. Uh, you can. I'm, I'm actually about to do some herbal tincture experiments with DMSOs. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've uh, I've done I've done that with uh, with uh, what's it called uh, Mediterranean oregano oil to get oh, it to go. Oh yeah, oh baby. Yeah. Yeah. No. So you can put DMSO with anything. Well, now the molecular size has got to be right for it to carry it, but most things are small enough molecularly to ride with DMSO throughout your body. And it'll push through, they use it against cancer, they use it, you know, because it can actually push through 
the defenses of the tumor that, and push yeah. various substances well, into gets, the tumor. It gets, it gets through everything. It gets, it gets amazing stuff. It gets through everything. It's incredible yeah. stuff. I'm glad you – I love that stuff. What I noticed is uh, when I first started taking it, I mean, people around me could smell it really strong. It, you know, it really came out. And I don't know if it was uh, if it was breaking down the toxins in my system, but after about three months, three or four months, uh, th- those same people didn't seem to smell it. They were like, are you taking that stuff again? But they had been around me for 10 or 15 minutes before they said something. Yeah, uh, I think that's part of it. I th- absolutely. And something changed because uh, when I first started taking it, I mean, nobody could stand to be around me, and now it's. Um, it, it, so, well, I mean, one, one thing. Would, let me ask you, Gus. Did you? Would you, by chance, change your brands of DMSO when that happened? No, I've been using the same one all it, along. The same one because I've heard that you can get more of the garlic or the uh, that smell when, when if it's like ninety eight percent instead of ninety nine point something. You know, <laughs> but I don't know. But I know the toxicity. Uh, well. I don't want to sound gross or anything, but our diet and everything—I mean, it's just you just don't smell. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's got to be what it is because I'm, I'm sure. The, yep. The same stuff all you know for probably a year now. All right. No, that so there's some more. I think that's we can almost say that's that's a, that's what it is. I mean. Well. Yeah. But I do know that just breath. You know, other without <laughs> not being gross, everything changes. <laughs> You know, when when you start getting rid of those toxins, and, yep. and then you get cleaned out. I mean, it, it, we've gone through it, and it's absolutely the case what you're describing. Oh, that's good. And and, and uh, for people that are not familiar with that, uh, it is dangerous. Like, uh, I forget your name. What's your name? Trey. Trey. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, this first we just met. Yeah, it is dangerous. And when he was talking about cologne. Uh, if you happen to have cologne on your hands from you know wearing cologne, and then you rub DMSO on your ankle, uh, that DMSO will push that cologne right into right through your the, the skin of your hand. Uh, you yeah, gotta make sure you don't have anything. Look, uh, it's, it's yeah. Good. That's why I prefer to take it internally. Uh, I, yeah. I don't have any, uh, any any areas that I really focus on, so I, I just put it. Uh, I take a shot of it. You know, literally a one-ounce shot with a glass of orange juice. I've taken it with red wine before. That was, that was, uh, that was fine. That tasted okay. Oh yeah, no, I, internally is fine. They'll say not to do it internally, but uh, Doctor Jacobs did it for years, and he's still kicking. I think. Yeah, well, it's like anything else. You got to do your own research. You got to know what the heck you're doing. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I enjoy. I'm a mess. I'll, you know, I have for a long time. I, I have some almost every morning as a mouthwash. I just, you know, take a swig of it as I'm walking out my bedroom and and, uh, and I don't go spit it out. I just, you know, slosh it around and drink, and, you know, drink oh, it yeah. down. Are you yeah. making the CDS? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I do that too. I've got a ton of it. Uh, well, we... it's, uh, but, but it's like anything else. You know, everybody's different. Everybody needs to find out. For, first of all, you got to find out what the heck you're doing. And what the possible side effects are when you're cleaning out your system, but you know, it doesn't matter if all you're doing is eating a ton of celery or, you know, if you're changing your diet, you better know what you're doing because you you've okay. been on that diet for a long time. That's exactly right. Got to be careful. Go slow. 
Yep. See, Carl, you wouldn't have to maybe just eat a half a Subway sandwich and, th- and then the other half twigs. Hey, I was uh, <laughs> I was at Subway with Carl and his sister once, and I uh, told Carl uh, he should try uh, some guacamole in his in his sub, and, and his sister started cracking up. She says she's like, he's never going to try that, and he came back and he had some on his on his sub. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so he's willing to try new stuff. That's good. As long as it's not too, uh, too, uh, yeah. If everybody else is eating it, can't be too bad. <laughs> yeah, then, then tell them how sick I was the next day. That's in that Guatemala food. Oh, oh really? The next day. Yeah. Oh boy. I did all right. It was, it was too too heavy, man. For me, it was like too thick or something. You got messed up when that bee stung you in the elbow. What's that? You got pretty messed up when that bee stung you in your elbow. You, your elbow swelled up on Thursday. By Saturday, you went to the store, and you got like the children's uh, the children's version of uh, the over-the-counter Benadryl stuff, and you took one, and it knocked you right out. I couldn't believe how sensitive you were. <laughs> yeah, see, and, and Angela doesn't think I'm a sensitive guy. <laughs> I'm very sensitive. <laughs> I really give a damn. So, uh, how's Trey doing? Is he still on? Yeah. Yeah, I had to shut it off a little while because uh, the dogs are barking like crazy outside. And you can probably still hear him. You know, if you hear a dog barking, it's just a girl. I don't know what she's barking at, but I walked all around outside and I couldn't find nothing out there. But I was checking. So it's hard. I don't know if you guys can hear that real easy. Did you get uh, to your new place? No, not yet. I'm uh Oh, I'm just about over there. I'm just about uh the electricity will be turned on in about uh ten days. So uh right now I'm just running a like an extension cord down from my folks' farm from their house down to the trailer down there. You know, so I could just, you know, have one electrical thing going at a time. But that's fine by me. I'm not a big electric user. You know, my, my electric bill is like a, a dollar a day, dollar fifty a day. I don't use much electric. That's because I'm, I'm keeping a, a green, uh, low green profile or something like that. Yeah, carbon. Because that's because well, I care about the environment. That's right, because you're sensitive. That's right, because I'm sensitive. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, just, I'm just silly like that. You're gonna get the solar panels. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just silly like that. I'm just, just care. I'm just, Mr. Caring. I that's, hey, what? Well, I tell you what. I'm, I'm gonna let you guys talk about. I think we've got some people wanting to talk about. They've got, you know. Yeah, but like I said, I, I know I really don't. Uh, I didn't want to. I, I've, I've already I've already done these shows like so many freaking times. I've done like 200 of these shows, and and everything that anybody needs to know, I can do it in one show. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous how fast in and out. Like I said, the Mexican lady did it. She got it back. I, I talked to her a couple of times. No, I talked to her one time, and I told her husband to talk to her because she spoke no English. You know, so he was able to talk to her. And, Tell her what to do once she got to court. Very simple. You know, it's what to do. Boom, boom, boom. Bam, 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 bang. Done. Gone. She's got her kid back and went home. Pretty simple. 
not rocket science, but I do. It's so simple, it's scary. Yeah, are you going to get something where you have, uh, you know what I'd like to see, Carl, is a bunch of, like a disc with all of your sample letters on it of, of from various submissions, you know, of, you know, to the court. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, somewhere, you know, like just, of course, with your dictionary as well. Yeah. When, yeah, and that's so, gonna come. When's that coming out? Uh, like I said, as soon. Like I said, I gotta move over to that other place. And uh, and uh, you came to my house, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you saw what a disaster it was. Oh yeah. Well. Oh yeah. The, the word is oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, if well, I have to come down there and help you move to get those that thing, I might just do it. To get those letters and to get that dictionary, I'll tell you what, to help that get that going. Yeah, like I said, a couple of people came here to help me a while back, and uh, that was nice of them, you know. But uh, you know, was, uh, you know, two guys that came down, and, and then, but that that was about two three weeks ago. So now, now I'm just uh, I got uh, the guy Jimmy up the street that I uh, um, I have helping me, but you know, I got to pay him like a hundred bucks a day to to get him interested to come on down here and give me a hand. Right, yeah, I've got a letter to write. Uh, actually, I got to write it tomorrow. Uh, do, do you want? Do I mention uh, that other guy that we, the, you know, that I was with on this show? What other guy? You know, that helped me with the IRS. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember that guy from. Was he from Canada or Buffalo or somewhere? No, he's from. He's from uh, Michigan. Pete Hendrickson. Yeah, yeah. Well, we oh, remember. Yeah. Took him. Uh, we use that method. We use the lost, lost. Yeah. It only, it only took him 12 years on 198 letters, and he was finally got IRS off his back. Was that the guy? Oh no, no. He's 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 been he had his book out, cracking the code for 12 years, and we followed yeah, that. We got all our money back from the IRS, all of it. But yeah, but there's more than there's more than one cracking the code book. You're saying, right? Remember? Oh, I don't know. I don't know that, but. I know yeah, that one he wrote. wrote. The Crack and the Code book I was telling you about was like a thousand pages long. And you said, no. Oh, this no, this not. one's not. This is not near well, that. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm saying, and I don't crack codes. No, I don't right. Do I know you don't. And believe me. <laughs> it says that the next, tomorrow, they could change whatever code that he was successful at, they could change the code tomorrow. And you're going to look like a complete moron cracking, using his code that he cracked. It's like, oh, boy, I got the combination. It's, Section but you know, three, you know what? Like I was seven two five three eight nine seven six twelve. That's the code. That's how we cracked it. Okay. Now, what happens? They change the code. You're gonna look like a complete moron talking about, you know, a yacht sales tax fee on your polo club. You know, it's gonna be like what? That's not the code that he used in last year. No, they changed the whole entire code. You know, so that's what, like I said, I already told people, like, you might, you, you'd hardly heard of me. So uh, that's what happened to me when I went to court one time. Everybody was laughing their ass off when I was whipping out this code. And I went home, it was like uh, I was saying I was got, I was a Vietnam vet and I got VD from a Saigon hall during the war. It had nothing to do. They moved the child's code from one section of their code book. You know, it used to be like under Title 26, and they shifted it all the way like the Title, you know, 12. And then they put all VA veteran benefits under Title 26. So I'm coming to court, and I'm thinking I'm knowing every damn thing, and I got everything tight, and it's like, oh, boy. And I, They're like, oh, what, what code are you relying on? It's like, oh, it's like 20, 26, 1.3, uh, subsection F. And everybody's like, they, they really know because I put the paperwork in in, like, December, and they changed the code on January. 
or I put the paperwork in February and they changed the code on me in January and I didn't get the revision. And I think even Dean Clifford said that. I think he said that uh, something up there in Canada, something similar happened to him. That uh, they, they just got rid of three entitled. They just got rid of three entire code sections from the Canadian book. That's not me making that noise. I don't, I don't know who's making that. No, that was me walking by the ice machine going. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's all right. Yeah, me. It's just a dog. But what I, what I mean is, I'm writing a letter. See, your method. See, as a man going. I won't go into the whole detail. People can go to LostHorizons.com. See Pete Hendrickson's method. Now, now they did put his wife in jail three weeks ago on, but not with the taxes. There's a long story there. You can read about it. But yeah, but, that's, that's but this this thing is with your method. He's really using your method without knowing what he's what he's got. I believe. And yeah, he's well, being but, a man. He's being a man. He's being a man. And then you, I mean, we we followed what he did. And I changed what he did, and I, I just, you know, of course, without knowing it, I became more of a man, and, you know, and 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 we did it. We you wouldn't believe the size check. Remember, I was bringing my picture of my check to the meeting yeah, to show everybody. Like, like I said to people, it, you, I, like I, one, let me just let me just stop you real real quick. Okay, okay, sure. The lady who brought me down to Missouri. Do you remember the checks that her and her friend got? Well, that's different. No, sir. Wait, just please, just stop. Okay. I don't know yet, okay? But I guarantee when that lady who brought me down there, Rhonda and her friend, when yep. they got there two, three years ago, I guarantee they were boasting how brilliant this guy was who helped them get it, okay? And then they call me up a year later and they say, oh, we're going to jail. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen with this guy, but I'm not going to promote something on this show that I have no freaking clue who this guy is or what he really does. Well, no, I don't want to. I don't want to promote him. That's why I asked you if it was well, all right to mention it. I don't know how to explain it to you, but you just did. Yep. You just tell the name of this book is everything, and then you said his wife's sitting in jail now, and you won't tell us why she's sitting in jail. It was contempt of court because they wanted her to sign a new tax form, and it's totally, totally blatant, illegal. You know. Well, what I wanted I'm her saying, to sign that she really if, didn't believe what she wrote on the form that they gave. If, if, she so was anyway, doing my, if she was doing my stuff, she could never be held in contempt of court. Right. Well, now, you know what I was talking to you about is trying to hook you guys up. We're willing to pay, you know, to get you guys connected. So, yeah, but, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. I, what I try to tell people, like I said, I get on people's shows, and everybody who listens to my shows and listens to us, Dozens of other shows have always heard me get on somebody else's show and totally destroy their theory and their belief. I totally destroy it. So like I said, if all of a sudden Pete Hendricks got on the show, I call the Pete Hendricks show, I would totally destroy this fucking guy. Not because I have nothing better to do, but I'm trying to keep people like his wife out of jail. I try to keep people like Dean Clifford out of jail. They're good people. They don't belong in jail. What are you doing writing paper or not writing paper or signing things or refusing to sign things. What is the matter with you people? Why are you doing these things? Why are you either signing it or refusing to sign it? What is wrong with you? And that's yep. what I'm trying to say. Being a man, you, you don't have to refuse to sign it. Refusing to sign it and signing it when you're a man is the same exact outcome. So you're saying she was put in contempt of court because she refused to sign. But you know what? I'm going to sign I got a gun on my head. I'm going to sign. There you go, I signed. Now what? 
You're not going to put me in jail. I'm still going to carry my court through as a man. I'm not going to say, go ahead and, uh, oh, you're going to put me in jail for the rest of my life? Oh, okay, really? Like I said, she doesn't. She didn't call him out. She said, "You're going to do that to me, Bob. Why would you want to do that to me, Bob?" No, that, that's a good point. That's that's. I, I, okay, that's, that's what I'm what saying. Said. I don't. I don't promote anybody's stuff, and I don't let anybody. No, promote but remember, it. I met him before I met you, and I had a success. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Now, I'm now I'm saying, learning. Look, I'm, I'm telling you, Winston Shroud had success. Okay, and got that lady sixty-four thousand dollars, and got the other lady hundred thousand dollars. And if you go on Wikipedia and you go ten ninety-nine OID. You will see thousands and thousands and thousands of Canadians that got in trouble for getting all these nice big checks. Okay? And everybody was saying that Winston Shroud was the next Jesus Christ. Okay? He could do no wrong a year and a half, two years ago. Everybody loved this freaking guy. There's no way in the world I could have possibly came on and destroyed this guy and his show in front of his crowd, in front of his people, because everybody would have showed me their nice big six, seven figure checks that they were getting from the IRS. I would have never been able to dispel it. I would have never been able to convince these people, look, you're all going to jail. You're all going to, you're all going to wind up going to jail. This isn't going to last. This, 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 they're going to catch on. And when they catch on, they're going to make an example out of you. And like I said, when I went up to Canada, Jason said that uh, doing that 1099 OIT, that 571 cases, uh, the CRA uh, uh, definitely stayed. The procedure stayed indefinitely because of the simple two sentences I gave those people. I guarantee the same thing could have happened with this guy's wife. But no, she's sitting in jail because she couldn't come up with these two sentences to, to tell the court. Whatever his method was didn't keep his wife behind out of jail. Uh, if you don't got a method down from beginning to end that can cover every single base and make sure that everybody gets home safe, you ain't got no method. I want everybody home safe. I want nobody going to jail. I want nobody in contempt of court. I don't want the judges pissed. I don't want the clerks pissed. I don't want the cops pissed. I don't want the government pissed. I don't want nobody pissed at me. I don't want nobody pissed at anybody. Like this crazy lady down in Texas that I talked to during the week. Uh, what did, Gus, what did you say? That they're going to get a, a criminal uh, investigator on to find out the, the paperwork that some lady was given to her from Rhode Island and New Hampshire and uh, clogging and messing up with the Texas courts? Yeah, she's, uh, they threatened her to, get, to charge her with kidnapping, and uh, she panicked and she told them, uh, you know, how to who she'd been listening to and uh, said that they were going to turn all that information to the DA in Texas and they were going to investigate and find out about this Carl Lentz and Gus Breton. And I'm like, lady, I told you last weekend not to do anything, to just relax and chill out. <laughs> so this is what I'm trying to say that maybe Trey doesn't understand, is that this lady got some advice from another lady who listens to my show. This lady called me up during the week, and I just told her that she was out of her effing mind. And they said, put paperwork in. Gus was telling me she got in trouble for putting that paperwork in. Now the lady who that Gus was trying to help and tried to call me, she's going to the, now that she doesn't have a kid back, now that that paperwork blew up, and now they're going to hold her in contempt of court or whatever, charge her with kidnapping, now she's throwing me and Gus under the bus saying, oh, it's not my fault. It's this crazy guy named Colin, this crazy guy named Gus. And uh, they're the ones who are telling us women to go out here and put this paper. I didn't tell this lady to put a damn thing in there. Some other lady told this lady what to do. Okay? And, but now this lady said, oh, well, you know, uh, she, she's like, oh, she's turning all this evidence over to the state prosecutor, and they're going to see if uh, the stuff that uh, Carl's saying on his show, uh, they could hold uh, make criminal charges against Carl. So if Carl comes over to Texas and Carl, uh, you know, gets stopped in a car, Carl's going to uh, have to come to a Texas court 
and Cole's going to face charges. So now this, whoever this guy is, uh, uh, Hedrick Kenneth, whatever the hell it is, he's got a process. It's going to be promoted on his show. Somebody's going to run out and say, where did I get this process from? Oh, I got it from Cole Lentz's show. Yay, and guess what? Cole Lentz is the one who goes to jail, not Trey, not anybody else who's saying it. Cole Lentz is the one who's going to be pressed on charges in, in, in Canada or in the United States. They're going to come after me because they heard it through my show. So I don't promote anybody's stuff unless I know that this stuff is, 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 is not going to get me thrown in jail, plus anybody else. I'm not doing it. I'm you not going to allow it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just telling you that's how I did it. And okay, I what it. I'm trying to say is one more time, Gus just told you that they're going to see if there's anything criminal they could charge me with because some lady told some lady about something that she thinks that she should do in Texas courts based upon something she heard on Collins' show. Oh, okay. I didn't well, let put anything in. Dude, um, one more time. They're going to come after me, the top guy, not you. So before anybody promotes anybody's stuff, I don't mind going on his show or somebody else's show and talking to him about his stuff on his show or he coming on my show so I can bash him. But for somebody to come on and on the show and say, this guy's stuff works great and everybody got to jump over and do this because you're going to get a nice big fat check. You no, saw my nice... The dude, dude, look, I'm, I don't mean to get upset, but I'm trying to tell you one more time. When you tell people certain key words, look at this nice big fat check I got, 80 90%, maybe 100% of the people who are on my show want to see a nice big fat check as well, okay? The people and who are listening to this want nice big fat checks, like, like that lady Rhonda did in her friend. They want nice big checks. Oh, get okay, of- well, very good, Carl, but now I'm just saying your method, I don't know, you, you don't want to endorse, I don't... Say you endorse that. I'm just saying now, with your method of being a man, how do you get all the money that was taken out of your check by W-2s or by your company at the end of the year? How do you how do you do that? I guarantee. I guarantee everybody who's ever heard my show. I, 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 maybe Gus does. Gus, what do I say to people? I don't know if Gus remembers because I quiz people all the time and they can't seem to remember what I, I talk about. But when I say when an IRS is taking the money out of your check last year, the year before, 10, 20 years ago, what do I tell people to do? There's a, there's a lot of different things you tell people to do. I think just go along with your life. This is something you learn new now. Forget about everything in your past and move on. Stop trying yeah. to grab the stuff from your past and bring it into your future because the only thing it's going to do is cause trouble because you, should, you guys ain't got your, t- your stuff that tight. Don't try to get something in the past. Leave it behind. The hurricane came. The flood came. The tsunami came. It's gone. It's trash. Just get away. Just back off. Just Just stay away from them. Don't go after them and keep poking their finger in their eye and saying, you know what, oh, I, w- I want this, I want this back, I want this back. Dude, it's gone. The tsunami came. You didn't have tsunami insurance, you didn't have flood insurance. You didn't have high wind insurance, the flood came. The hurricane came. You got the wrong insurance, you lost it. You move on because you don't know what the hell you're doing. And you guys are just taking stabs in the dark and you're going to go to jail. It's not worth it. It's not worth losing a week in jail for whatever the hell they took from you a year ago. It's not worth it. You move on. Yep. This is what I tell people all the time. When people looked at my first two lawsuits with the state of Alabama, even the judges were asking me, Carl, you're not asking for any money. I said, that's right. I just moved on. I don't want a damn thing from Alabama. I don't want a damn thing from the people who've done me wrong. I learned, and I'm moving on. Now, they're going to have to live with that guilt for the rest of their life, the rest of eternity. I don't want nothing okay, from well, them. Then let me ask you. Let me ask you. Look, let me just talk. It's, look. I tell people all the time, you want to sue for a million dollars, right? They go, yeah, yeah, I want to sue for a million dollars. Guess what? 
When you win that million-dollar judgment from that state, what's going to happen is you're going to get pulled over by a state trooper. They're going to throw so much crystal meth underneath your front seat, they're going to take your wife and your kids away from you. And then they're going to say, oh, you know what? The fine and penalty is for you to get out of jail instead of going to jail for 20 years for the rest of your life is $1 million and one dollar. So you give us back that $1 million that you just want from us in a lawsuit plus $1, and we'll let you go. I'm telling you, you are not going to win with these. It's, look, I don't know if you understand the judiciary and like this Jewish mentality. I am telling you this. Like a, a, the easiest analogy I can give you is like a leprechaun. He is going to chase you all over planet Earth for that one gold coin. You are never going to get away with one single penny. They, they are going to get it all back and then some. You walk away from these people and you keep on walking and you don't deal with them because you have no idea what you're doing. So you've got to learn this freaking method. Yeah, yeah, I learned that method. And I got my money back. Really? And what makes you think they're not going to come after you later? And because you don't know how to be a man yet. But you knew how to get your money back doing a Winston Trout method. You learned how to get your money back doing a Ken Howard method. That, that's lovely. You got your money back. Now, how do you keep them from getting that money back plus some to teach you a lesson? Don't do it again to us. You don't know how to do it. So let them keep it until you learn how to be a man. And then once you're a man, you're going to look back and say, what am I fighting with these bastards for? There's nothing to gain from these fuckers. Let them keep it. You know what? That's learning experiences. That's the money that it cost me in the past. That's what it cost me to learn to get to where I am today. You know what? I don't want nothing from these bastards. And like right, I tell so, people a million so, times, the only reason why I put any dollar amount on my freaking lawsuit is because Sandy Callahan Jr., he's got a private practice now in Georgia. You can call him up and you say, Carl, if you put zero dollars down, guess what? They'll put one dollar down. The state of Alabama is going to give you one dollar and they're going to keep kidnapping down kids and they're going to keep sticking them, housing them in multiple, uh, like uh, six, seven kids in a single wide mobile home. You better put a hell of a number down, Carl, and it better be a hell of a whopper. And I said, I don't want anything from him. He says, look, if you, don't, if you don't hit them where it hurts, if you don't hit them in a wallet where it hurts, Carl, they're just going to keep stealing these kids. You've got to make it so they never want to steal a Downs kid ever again. And that Sandy Callahan Jr. has got his own private practice, used to be Department of Justice, the head of the Criminal Prosecuting Division in the Northern District of Birmingham. If you don't believe me, ask him. Do you remember meeting Carl and the kid in the end? He'll say, yeah, I remember Ask him. He's the one who told me to put the money down because now I have all these crazy bastards saying, oh, on these YouTube channels, but Carl said put no money down. And then but Carl charges a dollar a second. Because, yeah, I said, you know what? I only want to charge him a dollar. And Sandy Callahan said, a dollar. He said, to give it to you. I said, he said, make it a whopper. So I said, how can I make one dollar sound like a whopper? Ah, I got it. It took me a freaking year. Freaking year to make one dollar sound like a whopper. One year just sitting around thinking, driving around, working, doing things. One dollar. How can I make one dollar sound like a whopper? Ah, a dollar a second for every second that the child's been held. My property's been in unlawful possession. That's what it is. It comes out to $80,000 a day, even though it sounds tiny, $1. How did I make that $1 sound like billions? That's how I did it. You ain't going to find that nowhere on planet Earth, and you ain't going to Google it and find it in somebody else's book, charge a dollar a second. You're not going to do it to make that $1 sound like billions. That's how I figured out how to save my $1 and mix it with Sandy Callahan's belief that it's got to be billions. Boy, these bastards ain't never going to stop. How do you do it? It took me a year to figure it out. Just that one little stupid, like, formula, a trick. Okay, so when I learn to be a man, then I can f- figure out how to not have tax.
taxes extracted from me that I don't really, I'm not legally or even their laws or their codes or any man's laws or anybody's laws. I mean, it's right in the code. That one, more time. one more time. I don't have a effing clue what a tax is. I don't have tax. All I know is I have property, and somebody's trying to take my property from me. I don't know what a tax is. I don't know don't care what a tax is. I don't want to know a definition of tax. I don't care. Okay. Okay, no, it's not, I'm, not, I'm not jumping your shit. I'm jumping everybody's shit. I'm trying to tell people once and for all, I am done talking about taxes. I've got property. Do I or do I not? That's all I care about. Is this my property? Yes or no? Well, it's taxes. Like, uh, look, uh, I don't know what a tax is. I think it's something I set for and I put my carpet down with. I don't know what the hell a tax is. Don't try to explain to me what a tax is because you're not my damn daddy. And I don't give a damn what your definition of tax is. And there's no law that requires me to have to sit here and listen to some other man's crazy beliefs or opinions. Because beliefs and opinions is law. So I don't care what your law is because it's your opinion, it's your belief, it's your law. So I don't really give a damn what your law is. And I don't give a damn what your opinion is. And there's nothing that says I've got to sit here and listen to your crap. So I owe taxes? Who's saying I owe taxes? And you try to steal my property. You try to take my property. That's all I want to freaking know. Yes or no? Bottom line, man. Bottom line, woman. Do you want my property? Are you going to reach in my pocket and take my property from me? Is that what you wish to do? That's all I know. I don't talk about taxes because I'm not getting involved with the IRS. I'm not getting involved with the United States government. I'm not going to have U.S. Marshals knocking on my freaking door because Carl Lentz is talking about taxes. If you believe you owe taxes, pay those damn things. Whatever the hell it is. If you believe you have to do income tax, pay the damn thing. You got property tax, pay the damn thing. I don't know what the hell tax is. And I can stand with court and I can convince everybody on planet Earth. No matter how smart they fucking think I am, I can spray up and down and I don't know what a fucking tax is. Not a freaking clue and I don't care. It's that simple. And everybody's making this so freaking complicated. Well, this guy's got a tax method. I don't care. I don't care. The only thing I was going to do is get somebody thrown in jail. That's all I know. And I don't want to get involved. I don't know how to make it so crystal clear on my show. My show does not take any kind of procedures, any kind of tactics, any kinds of schemes. I don't do a damn thing. I just tell people, you walk into that fucking room and you talk to a man to man. And that's exactly what Dean Clifford said a month ago. He said, that's the only thing got my ass out of jail is when I started talking to man to man. And that judge walked in from the superior court and said, I'm here to talk to you man to man. And he said, that man let him out, no bail, no bond. Dean Clifford didn't have to sign a damn thing, and he went home. Because he said, holy shit, Cole's absolutely right about every damn thing. It's man on man. Taxes? I don't have a freaking clue. Gun? I don't have a clue about gun laws. What gun law? What the hell are you talking about? I own a gun? Really? I, I know I have property that's that shaped like a barrel and is great, but you call it a gun? Huh, I call it a party favor. I call it a big bang. You call it gun? Oh, yeah, look, we have all kinds of gun laws. Huh, the only problem is I don't have a gun. I got property. Uh, I might call it a pistol. I might call it a party popper. I call it the big bang. You got a law about Big Bang, and I explained to people a billion times on my show that that judge could talk to me back in 1992, 93 about moonshine. He said, all you have to do is take one word 
One word. One word. One word out of that code. They keep calling marijuana. I don't got a marijuana. I got pot. Oh, yeah, but you can't have marijuana. I don't have marijuana. I got pot. He says the same thing. Oh, you want to swear to that? Put your hand on that fucking Bible and swear to it, Mr. Prosecutor. Well, I can't swear to anything. That's right. Because you don't know what the hell is true. You don't know what the hell power of marijuana is just as much as I don't know. Do you? Well, yes, I know what it is. Oh, you do? Then stand on fucking that Bible. You swear in open court and before the world. You know what the hell pot is and you know what marijuana is. Well, I can't do that. That's right, because you're going to be held liable man-to-man, won't you? And you can't do it, will you? You won't be held liable man-to-man, because you know, and I know, that no man can tell another man what he cannot, cannot do with his own body. It's that simple. What marijuana? Me, pot? No, I'm talking marijuana. You're talking marijuana, I'm talking pot. I'm a man. Are you a man, Mr. Foskuda? Well, no. Then I guess I'm the only one fucking talking in this room today, ain't I? You want to decloak yourself? You want to uncloak yourself? You want to come out of color of law? You want to stand in law? You want to tell me what I can can I do with my property, my body, with my property called pot? You want to try to tell another man what he can and cannot do because he's causing any harm, loss, injury? No. You got an affidavit or an affirmation on file from a man or woman saying by me doing this has caused them harm? No. Well, then I guess you don't got an effing case. You got no cause to be bringing me into this room. You better have a damn good reason why. And it better not be some silly code. Of course, last year, having pot was a, was a life sentence. This year, having pot, well, that's okie-dokie. That's just fine and lovely. Actually, the government gives you grants to make more pot so you can get more taxes for the government. Yay. It's that simple. Like I said, when Gus called me up a little while ago and said, hey, you know what? That lady, you know, she was going to be charged with kidnapping because she went to school and she took the kid out of the, out of the school and she got, you know, threatened by a caseworker saying, if you don't take, bring that child back immediately, we're going to have kidnapping on you. And since that blew up in her face, she called me up and she said, what should have I done? I said, you got a husband? And she said, yes. I said, then why doesn't your husband know what to do? Why are you calling me? What the hell is it? What kind of men do you, do you women marry? Did your husband just sign all kinds of paperwork and, you know, yeah, we're all doing parenting classes and stuff. Okay, is there some reason why your husband couldn't do what I did in 2001 just say, that's my property, you better let it lie where it is. You better not touch my property. Did your husband say that? Well, no. So he just let them walk off with his property. Well, yeah, you know, he took, they took the kids. Oh, yeah, great. So what kind of husband do you got? And now you call me and you want help. And you think I want to sit on the phone with you like I did with Jesse and Jonathan and talk to you for 10 days straight. I talked to Jesse. Ten days of my life I'll never get back. Ten days. I'm a very busy man. I explain to people how to do this stuff on my show. If you're too damn lazy to go back to my shows and listen to how it's done, what the hell do you want from me? You want me to spend ten days talking to this crazy lady with the five kids and trying to get her kids back for what? So she can lose them again? Because her husband doesn't know how to be a man and she doesn't know how to be a man. And I'm supposed to try to teach these people how to do it. There's only a couple of couple hundred million women around the world who lost their kids because of this nonsense. You want me to spend the rest of my life explaining a woman how to be a man? I got things to do. Yeah, yeah, I'll make a DVD, and then you guys could all watch the DVDs. I'll write a book, and then you guys could all read the book. But for me to sit here all day long and explain to these women over and over and over how to do this stuff when it's all there on YouTube, and it's all free, and that's all they got to freaking do is Google it, 
and all I got to do is get with other women. And like this woman, I guess she obviously tried to do. And this woman told her to put some crazy paperwork into the court. I tell people if some woman had her kid taken, I said, why don't you just go down to social services like the lady in Saskatchewan did and says, I want my property back. Who the fuck is making that noise? That was, uh, that was Trey. Hey, Trey, if you're going to make a noise, you got to mute. you got to mute yourself out. How, how do you mute? Star six. Oh, okay, thanks. Oh, my first call, sorry. Yeah, I was grinding some coffee. Sorry about that. Yep. I, uh, I put my thumb over the hole. I didn't know if you could still hear it. No, Carl, no. I appreciate what you're saying. That's why I rode with uh, you. I knew no. I needed to learn that. I, the, any stupid thing, method, before I met you, so you can't blame me, okay? I'm well, Carl, just, I'm Carl's learning. On the call. Huh? Carl just, uh, he just left the call for a minute. Okay. He might be out of range. No, or, what uh, I was going to say is that there's some wrap-up to this, and I understand Carl, he's saying don't mess with these guys, but I'll tell you something. I just, you know, you know, don't mess with the these guys. They'll, I, I understand that. I understand the world. We're, we're beginning to understand these last few years how much trouble we're in in this world. Oh, man. I mean, I, I understand that, and you know, anybody there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, I'm, uh, cool. Just looking at the board, see what's going on. Sure. Well, there's a couple of people want to ask some questions, but I don't know. I notice on the board. Oh, that's, uh, that's Aquila. Uh, hey, Aquila. Hey, Aquila, you there? I want to say hi for a minute while Carl's uh, while Carl's gone. No, she might be busy. She might just uh, she might have walked away for a bit. Hey, Aquila, it's Hipstar 8 again if you want to come back in. So what other health stuff you got for us, Trey? <laughs> oh, man. You ever heard of uh, You ever heard of Chaga? Oh, yeah. I got some up here in the cabinet. Yeah, we we'll get a few things in every now and then. I, I keep uh, I keep a crock pot on uh, on low, which runs at around 185 degrees, and that's what I keep my chaga in. It's been brewing for well over two years. Oh my and gosh! You were uh, you were talking about? Well, I just yeah, I take some out and and add water, and when it gets weak, I just throw another chunk in there. I don't spend any more effort than that. That that's that's as much uh, effort as I put into it. That's amazing. And, uh, yeah, and it's it's just great. It's fantastic. But you were talking about the uh, the angle on the water, the uh, H2O. I mean, the uh, the hydrogen molecules and the angle of separation, and how it's different when the water is heated, and uh, 
I was just wondering if that would have the same effect with uh, the uh, the chaga, where the chaga is running at. You know, I've got it. You know, my crock pot happens to be at 185 when it's on low. It, it seems kind of high, but uh, that's where it's at. So I'm just wondering, would that change the uh, the molecules, the angle of uh, of connection on those? Well, the way there's a chart on John Ellis's site where he goes over the various bonding angles of the water, and he just there's a it says steam is at 120 degrees. Ellis, uh, they've got uh, let's see what's something else. Uh, what's the other? Well, the, the Ellis water is at 114 degrees. Regular water is 104 degrees. Distilled water is 101 degrees. So it tightens up. As you go down, so I would imagine that as you heat up the water, you know, and get it now that 185 is not boiling, so you don't have the steam, but you can get a little start beginning rise of steam as you get hotter like that. But well, I, I, I would assume it would, like soup is supposed to. I would I would think there is something going on there. I would think so because when when I uh, when I take a, a cup of chaga and it's hot. And I just sip on it. I mean, it really, really relaxes your your stomach, and uh, it, it you know it, it makes you feel just generally really good. Uh, I, I mean, I know what it does for your your immune system, but uh, besides that, you know, like the soup. The reference you had made to the to the soup is what uh, was causing me to think about that. Yeah, no, I'm 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 absolutely yeah, because soup is you know 120 degrees, 130, 140 depends I guess on how hot your soup is, but it's it can be uh, I I know that's got to be going on. I've I've heard uh, John Ellis say that. You know, I try to try to verify things as much as I can, but you you're verifying it with how you feel, you know. Yeah, well, it's uh, it certainly seems to make a, a big difference. So you feel that as opposed to drinking cold chaga, right? You feel oh more... yeah, yeah. The cold chaga just really tastes good. And yeah, uh, yeah Mark put up bone soup. Yeah, I, I make a, a bone broth too. But the, uh, the the warm chaga definitely has a different effect than the cold. The cold, I mean, I do drink it as I'll, I'll make big batches of it and drink it uh, as iced tea in the summer. Uh, but I don't, uh, I don't add anything to it. I don't add lemon. I don't add, you know, sugar. I don't add nothing at all. No honey. I mean, I just drink it plain. I've tried putting stuff into it, and I find it just tastes better all by itself. But the, yeah, I uh, got some here from Norway or somewhere up in Finland or somewhere where it's way up. They say the colder the better. Well, it's chaga is chaga. I don't think there's any difference. Well, maybe it's just marketing, but. Um, I heard, you know, the colder, the more extreme the temperatures, the denser or whatever. I don't know. I, I'm not an expert at chaga, that's for sure. But I've, but I've well, got it, a couple uh, bags it, here. It grows, it grows the best. If, if you're going to harvest it, it's easier to find in uh, areas that get to 40 below during the winter. You know, the, 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 so you're talking about, the, you know, up in the mountains and where there's a lot of water, Minnesota, Montana, up that way. I, I've, I've gotten a lot of it from uh, from both those places, as well as uh, Vermont and uh, Michigan. I've harvested my own here in New Hampshire, so it, it, you can get it just about anywhere. Oh sure, no, this no chagas. I think I think it's big. 
I think, you know, we, like this time of year, we're going around, we're picking up dandelions and uh, purslane and, uh, uh, oh, root, uh, I don't know, a bunch of different plants, uh, net, uh, stinging nettle, and this is the time you go out and start grabbing all the weeds and cook them, you know, or, just, or put them in a smoothie raw and blend them in a Vitamix with the fruits and the coconut butters and the raw eggs and the... I make a smoothie with 30 ingredients. And I, well, the, stinging, uh, the stinging nettle, I had some while, probably two years ago. I don't remember what uh, what it's for, though. It's nerves. It's it really is a great nervine and really it's good for your uh, you know spinal column and all your firings of your nerves, and it's really good stuff. Um, okay. And what's we, the, uh, what do you use the dandelion for? Well, that's the big liver cleanser. And oh really? Now, I know that that you have a different use for the dandelion root, the stem, and the flower. That all three of them are used for different things. Do they all have a similar effect on uh, the liver? Well, it's you know the leaves are the real bitters are good for the livers, and and the root, the root too. Uh, we just put the whole plant, root, uh, flower, and leaf in the smoothie. You know, not you know quite a couple of handfuls in a Vitamix with all the other ingredients, blueberries, you know, bananas with the skins. That's a big tip I got for everybody. Bananas, get organic bananas, wash those skins, cut the ends off, but put them all, the skins, is that will clear out the arteries. Look look it up on YouTube or, or on, on Google about banana skins. That's the most valuable part. And it'll also... Uh, do kind of a time release on the sugars of the banana. The banana by itself can give you a real big sugar hit, and it's kind of yeah, well, yes, yeah, yeah. But if you, but if you bind it with the skin, and and that's why even a, a green smoothie is good because the the sugars are even the fruit sugars can you know cause trouble if you get a. That's why really it's not a good idea to to drink fruit juices. Just juices. It's good to mix it up to so it, so there's. The body can't get to the sugar all at once, so it's kind of mixed well, in with. I, I think it's a whole lot better to have one banana and the rest all veggies or, yeah, you know, avocado's not too bad, but. Oh yeah, we uh, we eat a lot of avocado, a lot of that because it's good fats. Yeah, but the, 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 it's not real high in sugar. I use right. a. Uh, right. I, I had a Vitamix, well, not a Vitamix, but something very similar, and I switched over when I make my own juice. I, I mean, now I've switched over to to the powdered stuff. But uh, when I make uh, when I do make my own in the, in the summer, I use a masticated uh, uh, juicer. A uh, oh, what do you call it? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an auger. Yeah, yeah, it's an auger. It's a masticated. Yeah, we've got uh, that too. That's that's real. That's that's good. That's that's well, a good juicer. But I really juicer. the stuff out, you know. And uh, I'm I'm curious about the uh, when you um, use a banana, the whole banana with the peel. Do you you're putting that into the smoothie? You're you're yeah. Basically, the smoothie the yeah the smoothie is like six. You put the liquid more liquidy things at the bottom so it could help start the the grind, you know, or the the mix. Like raw eggs, six raw eggs. You know, you throw in some kefir, kefir, however you say that. Uh, you know, you throw in the fruits, uh, like the blueberries, raspberries, blackberries. Uh, you know, then you throw in, then you bring in the, now we're like plantain, yarrow, burdock, violet leaves. There's tons of violets out there now. 
uh, yellow dock, dandelion, stone crop, daylilies, chickweed. You just they're all out there. I mean, you've got so much vitamins and good nutrition. Just make sure nobody, you know, sprayed, you know, pesticides. Unless you unless you're like you're Carl if you want to eat some pesticides or but uh but yeah, so basically then you put all that in and you know, sometimes I've got some powders that I'll put in that have sprouted stuff like the raw meal, the Garden of Life raw meal is a favorite of mine that I kind of put a few scoops of that in. Then I put in the greens like green powders and dulse and spirulina and kelp and just little bits of that and just put a ton of, you know, coconut butter goes in. By the time this thing is blended, it's like, it's it's incredible. It's the most delicious and, and uh, you know, I, I lived four and a half months on that. That's when I lost 53 pounds. And I, I, was, yeah, in hev- I was in it's heaven. A lot of, it's a lot of work. That's why I switched over to the powdered stuff. Yeah, yeah, we use the powders too, but but yeah, so so you know the, the yeah the bananas go in at the top of all that I just described, and then you press down with the plunger in the Vitamix and press them into the blades, and boy, I blow the circuit on the Vitamix, a brand new one of the top of the line Vitamixes. I blow the circuit every time I do a, a smoothie, just because it's so thick. But I don't put yeah. any I don't put any water in it at all or any juice. Just you know what I find uh, is really what they're really good for is uh, I take a 15 bean soup and I cook it up, I let it cool down, and then I put that into the uh, into the blender with some uh, red peppers and tomatoes, and I make my own hummus, but I make it out of the 15 bean soup, and that blender is really good for that. <laughs> oh boy, man, you're getting me hungry. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's some good stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I, I basically just cook for myself. Uh, I'm, I'm usually alone over here, and so uh, yeah, I, I try to make the meals quick. You know, just the powdered stuff in the morning, and then uh, I head out to a Brazilian restaurant. It's nine bucks, nine ninety nine for a Brazilian buffet. They got some fantastic food, so uh, I usually hit that place about three, four times a week, and uh, and then I try not to eat too much the rest of the day. But they've got some great salad. Lots of good fixings. Oh yeah, I used to love the buffets, but if it's not or if it's not on the farm, if I can't meet the cow I'm about to eat or talk to the chickens, <laughs> we've got my wife runs a co-op where we get food for about 30 families. We'll go out every three weeks, fill up the van with about six huge, you know, coolers we get, and then bring it home, and they come over here and pick it all up. We drive out to the farm. It's a couple two hour two hour drive, and it's just heaven. I mean, we get the raw yogurts and the you know from the. Now what? Uh, what do? You, what about the eggs? I mean, my my mom's a health nut, and uh, she's just finally calming down about the uh, coconut oil, but uh, she's still not too not too. Uh, she doesn't really. You know, she she still believes the eggs are not that good for you. I haven't had a chance to look into them. Well, uh, no, eggs are superfoods for humans. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, the eggs. I mean, you heard the story about the guy who was captured by the drug cartels in Colombia, and they kept him two years, and all they gave him, you know, he, with two eggs, or, you know, eggs, that's it. That's all, that's all he had for two years, a few eggs a day. That was it. You know, he went in there with all kinds of heart conditions and, you know, kind of a middle-aged guy. I forget his name. 
uh, anyway, he came out of there in such good health. All you know, but it's just got everything, and it's so absorbable, and it's. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the, you go to the USDA site; they'll tell you what's in there. It's got all the stuff for the brain, like choline, is a real, real biggie for the brain. Uh, it's got, of course, the proteins. Now, what's uh, uh, it, it, like? I've got six chickens over here, and they're in the pen, so I got to give them, you know, food. If I let them loose, the hawks are going to get them. They, uh, I had a bunch of, a few years ago, and then the hawks came in and got them. But uh, yeah, when they're inside, they're fine. What uh, is there a particular food that's good for them that's not going to well, mess them up? I, mean, I give the them best, all my stuff. Best thing for chickens. What we try to do is say find a farm that has a mobile chicken coop where they haul it behind the cows from they'll pasture with about two or three or four pastures and they the cows stay in a pasture and don't let them eat the grass down too far then they move the cows off to another pasture and then they roll in the chickens in the with the tractor the mobile coop let the chickens eat the bugs and the stuff off the cow dung and chickens that eat bugs it, it, it's gold wow i mean that's cuz you know you get that's their food. They don't eat grains in the wild. They eat bugs. They eat, I'm not saying they can't have a little bit of grain on the ground or whatever. If a grass falls over and there's some grain there, they may eat that. But, I mean, natural, natural chicken, you know. And But that gives you a, a egg high in omega-3s. You know, like, oh, man. Uh, so I, we've got a farm. That's what they do. They go, you just got to find them. You got to do the research. There's there. The, these farmers know now know you do that, and they're you can get on YouTube and see how they do it, and it's it's unbelievable. And these chickens are healthy; they don't they don't have to be vaccinated, they don't have to be hormone to grow, they don't have to be antibiotic to stay alive. And now they you know now okay. Second best is you find uh, a farm that's not feeding soy, you know grains. Yeah. But still, but just no soy for those the chicken feed um but you know you got to do the research you got to ask them or go down there you know these farms are always open for a visit uh the ones that are you know selling to people and maybe they well i've got a neighbor who's uh probably i don't know five or six houses away and he's got a uh a portable coop like that but uh he's not on a farm he just rolls it around the yard you know that'll work i mean yeah. you know the idea is that a farmer explained, I saw on YouTube one time, uh, he's really growing grass. All the other stuff, you know, because the, the animals, you know, fertilize the grass. And he's literally, his, his, his pastures had, I forget what he said, something like 18 different grasses with clovers. And, I mean, it was unbelievable. And, and so he's, he's rotating everything through. The, the cows and the chickens come behind. And, uh, you know. And the farm where we get our stuff, they lose 50 chickens a year to the hawks. But that's the price you pay to let them get out. Because you got to. I, I mean, well, no, yeah, I wouldn't no. recommend you do that, but, you know, still. But, you know. Well, I'm, right on, uh, I'm right on the river, so I, I'm not sure if it was the hawks or the weasels or, you know, something else. But Yeah, but we did a lot of research on our food. And, you know, we get butter that's non-pasteurized. You get it. You know, from the Amish over here in Pennsylvania, you just you do your research. If you live in New York City, then once a month or twice a month, you and a you divvy up, and somebody's got to make the trip 
two, three, four hours, wherever it is in New York or some other state, you got to make that run, get the milk run, raw milk, <laughs> you know, raw butter, raw cheese, raw. And but you don't you don't want to eat a ton of dairy though. But now eggs are not dairy. No. So we've been no, doing I, uh, some research on uh, these cows are really important. Um, oh, I don't know. This may be getting into. I mean, this might take a little to explain, but basically you can, people who are really sick with these autoimmune diseases that are real tough to cure, you know, because they're really, they're shot, you know what I mean? They're, they've got autoimmune, they've got, they've got uh, arthritis, they've got asthma, they, you know, they're weak, they're, it's really hard to get them back. Uh, they've had great success by taking the blood from the, the person and getting a heifer while she's pregnant and catheterizing the, the person's blood into the udder, into the teats. And then that blood uh, will, the cow will make antibodies to everything that's in that person's blood. That's, that's, what the, that's how these calves live. I mean, because the first, the first milk, the colostrum, that's usually the first or second milking. There's a huge amount. The, after that, it's just regular milk. But the first milk, even in humans or mammals, and this is why it works with the cow, because we're all mammals. See, it's a species, you know, we're not, we may not be the same species, but we're the same genus. So, so you, there's, there's several people who have done this. You can look that up, too, on the Internet. And one guy was taken to court by the FDA saying he was practicing medicine without a license, and they tried him twice, and it didn't, they couldn't stop him. And then he won both times, or actually there were hung juries both times and they had to quit trying to prosecute him. And then he was selling the cows for $10,000 and then selling the gallon of milk for $35 a gallon. But it was getting people well because that because we're of the same genus as a mammal that, you know, that's how a calf can be, you know, born in a barn with critters and bacteria and horrible diseases everywhere. But the, why doesn't the calf die? Well, because he gets on that teat and that mother has got antibodies for everything in that barn or, or all the horrible things that are around. And they go, it's that colostrum, that first two milks, it goes right into that calf and bam, he's, he's immunized. It's like a vaccination. I mean, that's the real way to do vaccinations, not the way they're doing it. Well, that's, uh, that's, a, that's really cool. I, I, I've heard some really neat stuff. Uh, I've heard something like that in the past. I don't remember what it was, but I've heard some cool stuff. One of the things I uh, I, I get talked to a guy about is uh, when you when you have like I there was a smallpox uh, scare, you know, back in 2001, 2002 after the towers and you know the, the terrorist stuff. And so I asked my uh, chiropractor. I said, Hey, you know, what uh, would you do? If smallpox came around, how do you know what's the what's the process that you'd use to uh, stay healthy? And he says uh, he says he's got a friend who has a uh, machine and it, it sends a uh, it sends a, a a vibration like an AM signal, an FM signal, and but it's a uh, it's some kind of a signal uh, a uh, uh, what do you it transmits a signal anyway, and it, it'll isolate that molecule in that particular thing that's, that's killing you. And once they've got it isolated and they verify that it's not a vibration that's going to cause you any harm, uh, you go into a room and they just hit you with this, uh, 
with this you know FM signal or AM signal or shore wave, whatever it is, whatever frequency it uh, it ends up in, and uh, that's it. You're all better. It just wiped out everything. You know that one particular molecule that that particular uh, nasty thing had, and and you're all better. So I, I've heard some really cool stuff over the years. Oh yeah, no, we're we're like a, we're doing some stuff over here. We haven't done the cow thing, but there is a way to immunize yourself. I mean, that this gets pretty hairy. I don't know if, if I <laughs> and we we've, we've done it. And it works. <laughs> well, okay, here's here's a little test for you. What's the most valuable uh, fluid in the world? It has every mineral, has all the hormones, it has uh, allantoin in it, which is the a cell proliferant, where you find in comfrey root, which, you know, comfrey root heals you up immediately. You've got to be real careful using it that you don't have an infection on your wound because it heals so fast it can cover up the infection, and now you've got an internal infection, so you've got to be careful with it. But, I mean, it's got, it's got over 2,000 ingredients. They're making billions on it and not telling anybody about it. But uh, you got any idea what that fluid could be? No, I know uh, coconut oil's got some pretty cool stuff, but I know I don't think it's got anywhere near that much. No, no, this, no. This, this, this is the bomb right here. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, uh, anybody else got any guesses on the board here? What this, what fluid this could be? I like to play with this. I have to introduce it this way before I say what it is, okay? You trust me. Yep. I mean, I'm not trying to... I don't have smart. to trust you. we got two and a half hours left. Okay, good. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, is uh, well, it's urine. Your own oh. urine Your own urine contains... You wouldn't believe. Look it up, what's in urine. There's. I've got every book written on urine. There's about 12 of them that I know of, including from the Prime Minister of India... Uh, I looked into it a couple of years ago, and yeah, uh, yeah urine, uh, urine. We've done urine here. injections. Because uh-huh. what you do basically, okay, in your blood, you know, it's flowing, and not just your blood. See, the urine is not just the blood. It's it's also the uh, the lymph. The lymph has five times more, more than five times more volume of liquid in your body moving around without a heart pumping it. It has to. That's why you got to have exercise. You got to move it around. Uh, but it goes, and the blood goes into the kidneys, and the kidneys, you know, filters everything. But uh, so, but in there, you've got various critters that have cloaked themselves, so to speak, you know, that the bo- that's hiding it from the body's immune system, right? So you got something, whatever it is, or some viruses are hard to get rid of, as you know, or hide in the various places like Lyme disease. And well, when you were talking about the uh, the cows and uh, the colostrum and how it makes the, you know, it fights whatever that process you were talking about. It sounded so familiar, and and now that you mentioned urine therapy, that's well, we that's have we've got uh, it's a long thing, but I'll shorten it. But uh, it works basically. Once the urine, see, there's you get lactic. There's different. There's urea. There's uric acid. Uh, that will, and there's a little bit of hydrogen peroxide in there, very little bit, but that kills off some of the viruses that are flushed through your urine that are still cloaking themselves and hiding around in your body. So they're they're dead, okay? So now, oh, hey, that's perfect. 
that's a vaccination now. Now, if you inject it into the muscles, then that's where that's what you know why they do vaccinations in the muscles because that's where the antibodies will be created. So, so now you inject your own urine and you've got a perfect, perfect match of what you need, you know, what you need vaccinating for. So, say you got connected to smallpox, you just caught it or MRSA or whatever it was at the hospital or something that week. Uh, and you can also drink it too, or put drops under your tongue. I know it's kind of weird, but just read read the books. Don't just get over it. <laughs> you know? I mean, and when you get into natural health, just prepare to get weird, okay? Because we're we're literally in a fight for our life, and we're we're being misdirected by the, you know, as you know, the medical establishment, the pharmaceutical industry, da 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 da. But I I don't worry about them. We we have, you know, but we got to. It's be nice to tell people, especially those who you care about. But anyway, so you do this, and you get yourself, you get a vaccination. And they they have this treatment, and I bought a centrifuge and these various filters for the syringe. There's a 45 mil and, or point uh, microns and then a 22, so you can, you want to separate out. Well, the, what do you use the centrifuge for? Well, that's in case, like our urine is just, it's clear as a bell. Now, a lot of, some people, though, if they're sick and stuff, it'll be particulates in it, you know. And and you usually remove those, so the centrifuge will push down all that, you know, and and then you uh, decant off the top into a syringe, and then you have two filters on that, and then the needle. So you get pure. I mean, you get what you need, but you know the whole idea is then, like for instance, where I first learned this, uh, there's these guys. That's how you know how people have these uh, allergies to food. Well, the way they were treating it is having them eat a little bit of it, then wait a little bit, take some of their urine, and then inject it in the gluteals. They were getting completely well. Injected into what? Into their butt, you know, the gluteals, gluteal muscle. So you take some of the urine, they centrifuge it, put it in the syringe, go through the filters. And so, see, basically because now your urine would have the the uh, antigens to the food because and then you would get an antibodies made from the allergies. Now, there's there's other things involved in that because allergies are a lot of it's called from caused by leaky gut from a lot from eating wheat and this horrible diet. It creates a leaky intestines where things get in our bloodstream that's really not supposed to. But but then that's an immune response when that happens. That's why people have autoimmune diseases. Well, the the, the leaky gut, I mean, from what I've figured out, it is uh, actually parasites that are living in your in your intestines. I mean, they stick their head out into the, you know, it catch the food that's going by, and then they defecate in your stomach cavity, and you have a reaction to that. That's uh, that's what I've, well, you know, the conclusion I've come to. That's, on the leaky that's gut parasites, stuff. right. That's what they do. Now, the leaky gut is actually allows, is holes in the, intestine now leaky gut is mainly linked to genetically modified foods i mean you know you can look it up or at least that's i'm like i'm not an expert on that i'm not but that's my current understanding hey can you guys hear me yeah hey this is this is alan i was asking you you mentioned this urine as a vaccination would let's say you have an infant and you don't want to have them treated by the uh, pharmaceutical industry would you then take urine from their parents well, um, you, well, you could get it from them. Now, first of all, I'm not a doctor. Uh, here's the disclaimer coming. 
I, mean, oh, I know, I know. I just, yeah, I mean, the whole stuff saying, is off I mean, the wall. For any, not for you, but for the others listening. So I have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got the NSA taking notes here. Right. So, but no, no. I mean, yeah, it. You. you I mean, in, in theory, just talking in theory. I mean, when you're well, talking about I, using a cow's uh, antiviral yeah, I, I features. Yeah, I, I think it could work. And I know of, of you can read in these books. I've got some of these books of how a man cured his wife of cancer and of just horrible diseases. As a matter of fact, urine is the only thing that can cure gangrene, like or mad, mad cow disease, or not mad cow, uh, uh, rabies, last day foaming at the mouth rabies. Urine has brought people back. And there's a video on YouTube of a foot about to, as black as it can be, about to yeah. come off. You just look at it. It's on YouTube, and then they put urine on it, but they, they ingested it, injections, and put it on the foot. Well, that's funny. I, years ago, I was working at a farm, and uh, the the guy that ran the farm threw out this idea about urine, and so he had a cut on his hand, so he he uh, urinated on the cut, and I never found out if it worked. But it's funny you mentioned the idea that urine has these uh, healing properties. It's it's the most valuable substance there is. I, I'm sorry, but you know, in other words, you know, when you're taking a shower, pee on your feet, you'll never have athlete's foot. <laughs> I'll try that. <laughs> I'll try that. Well, I mean, I'm serious. It cured that. mine. It cured mine. Yeah. Well, Remember, I haven't been a health nut all my life. Well, this only started big time about seven years ago. You know, and we, 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 I mean, you wouldn't believe what we're doing over here. Yeah, no, but that's, now if I had a child now, this is my speaking. I mean, the, it's Carl's methods of being a man. That's the number one thing, you know. And but to keep them away from all vaccinations, all of them, you know, get a get a midwife and stay out of the hospital to have the baby. Yeah, I posted in Gus's Skype uh, about the manness and how that really infiltrates into many, many, many facets of our existence. It's not all just, of it. It's all of it. It's since I took that ride with Carl, I, you know, I already thought I was a man and everything, but it has challenged everything I have thought. Absolutely. It's ch- it's changing down to the how I look at my wife, uh, just when I go in shopping or whatever, health. Uh, yeah, it kind of, kind of reminds me of the movie uh, The Last Samurai, you know, where the guy is, uh, you know, realizing that <clears throat> the way these people live in the Asian world is, is very much in touch with that type of dimension. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's rewards and riches. And, Absolutely. You know, and that's that's. That's the bottom line, but specific to your question on that, you know, you do both. Try to get the child and yours. <laughs> but, uh, and you can see there's a book, uh, there's an incredible book, and it's hard to get. I, I had to really look for it. It's called uh, Europathy. Uh, oh, gosh, where's that book? It's by Martin, oh, gosh, what's his name? I'm looking for my books. I've got hundreds of books here. Hold on. Uh, anyway, he talks about a formula that you can make for children. You, you put it under the tongue, and it's it's just as good, he says, as a fact, or you know, because uh, it gets under the tongue sublingually, can get in the bloodstream direct. And uh, and then there's people who do full recycling. We've never done that. We we're not. Uh, we, but I'll tell you one thing: if you want soft skin. You put it, you do put it on your skin. And, I mean, you read those books, read them, you'll see what they're doing with the urine. And we did try the bath once. That, that takes some doing. 
but uh but you know once you get past this point in the the weirdness or this or that and you go for truth science justice for all men you know <laughs> once you you know and be a man and doing all and you're doing that then 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 you kind of leave behind the other stuff and then you get the benefits you get the benefits we have like i said my wife i don't know if you heard she's 60 years old people have thought she's in her late 30s we i've seen her hair go from gray to, to brown so on her driver's license she got it renewed after five years and we compared photos it was ridiculous and we are we already knew her hair was turning and even my hair i'm 55 and we we got both of us have more energy than these 20 year olds we see what uh what do you what do you attribute the uh hair hair color difference to that's the msm we think the most the the methyl sulfonylmethane or the organic sulfur because we're taking a lot of it like uh, probably about 12 grams a day. Uh, that's that's uh, that's a two, lot. Yeah, a teaspoon. It's three teaspoons a day. Yep. Now, Doctor Jacob said, don't go over 15 a day. Now the uh, the one you take has it got a bitter flavor to it? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Now I've done a lot of research on the MSM, and it's it's tough to, I've you know as far as the sources to get it. Um, um, if I might interject here, the hair collar is due to having insufficient copper in your system. Interesting. It's copper that uh, brings your hair back to the right color. I'm is out. that right? That's, well, I mean, we, from we Dr. took. Wally. We, I added copper supplements. I one thing I the reason I added it was for oxygen. Uh, apparently, it is very crucial for cellular, you know, use of, of oxygen. So, but. Interesting. And we eat a lot of chocolate, too. There's a lot of copper in chocolate. Or not a lot, but, you know, very interesting. But now the guy that we – there's a guy, I can't remember his name. Let's see. He was the guy that helped us get – he helped get the, the 1994, the Health Supplement Act, you know, the Health Freedom, whatever. Uh, this is where I originally bought the MSM, and he said it would change the color. That's the first where I heard of it. And he's been in the – he's been in like a – Guru and the uh, let me see. Oh, it might help. It might. Uh, MSM does. It, it it from what I remember, MSM really improves the uh, communication between cells. So when uh, one cell dies, it it it's replaced by the proper cell because of the communication level is increased. Right, and the cellular membrane is get becomes permeable correctly so the toxins can get out nutrients can get in that's another big thing that i've read well dr jacob something else that helps that is the msm the msm oh no that's what i'm oh i'm sorry yeah i was talking msm yeah yeah you're talking you said talking about copper yeah yeah Yeah, that's uh, what i was referring the the mms will strip the biofilm off toxins in your system so your system recognizes them and gets rid of them oh yeah your system can only detox so much. So uh, one of the things that uh, that MMS supposedly does is it strips the biofilm. It kills the biofilm in your in your system and strips the toxins so that they're recognizable by your body, and your body will flush them out. Yeah, we do MM, MMS. See, I was talking about MSM, and then we were talking about copper. Now, you brought in uh, MMS. As far as MMS, I'll tell you what, you brush your teeth with that stuff, you have cleaner teeth than any... Dental hygienist. Absolutely. Will. My God, it's amazing. Yeah, we do. We we go on, we go on a round of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
How, how strong of the uh, how strong does the MMS have to be for that? Uh, I just follow the formula from uh, the the author of that. I I forget. I just I uh, I use it straight. I typically drink it at uh, seventy parts per million, but uh, when I use it externally, I crank it up to about three thousand parts per million. But oh. uh, for, for brushing your teeth, I oh, wouldn't uh, unless you were spitting it out. I, I wouldn't go that high. Yeah, I usually don't because it's full of all the crap that my teeth have, you know. But yeah, it's amazing though. I I I haven't seen a dentist and hadn't needed my teeth cleaned for years, and you know. I, they they're just they just and it breaks up it breaks up the plaque. I mean it's just it's amazing. Well, the, uh, the thing about the MMS is if you have a little bit of uh, what uh, Jim Humble was talking about is if you have a little bit of DMSO in it and uh, it'll cause it to penetrate into the into the bone and you know right through the enamel and uh, it it will kill all the bacterial infections that are in your teeth and. Uh, my girlfriend takes it with uh, a little bit of peppermint oil. She puts a few drops of peppermint oil in there because that, that's, that's what she uses. Oh, that's but awesome. I yeah, I haven't started using it yet that way. But yeah, we, we used it with the DMSO with, before to push it in there. Yep. Yep. But you can also use the DMSO, put it in with some vitamin C because vitamin C is normally kind of tough to absorb as much orally, but if you put it in with DMSO, it, it'll push it in. Uh, when, uh, I've often thought of using the DMSO simply uh, as, you know, when you're making a smoothie, you know, would you put DMSO in it because of because of the of its ability to push it through you know, your intestinal walls and just get all that stuff into your system? Or is that well, I mean, you might, you probably could, but I'd kind of want things to get digested first, I think. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. You don't know what else is in there. It's fine when you're talking about a, uh, you know, a, a specific oil, you know, like the or the oregano oil. Or, you know, when you're talking about only one element. Yep. No, it's a, study. it's a study. I've been, been, we've been going at it. My wife had a condition where a dentist messed up a tooth, and long story, this is too long, but anyway, it ended up with a big grapefruit-sized swelling of her cheek, and she was on antibiotics. This was about several years ago, and she went through several rounds of antibiotics. I just said, enough. You know, we're, and that's, I've been on a nonstop three-year campaign. That's where all this urine therapy, we're, and she, she is not only better, but she's, it's, it's unbelievable <laughs> what we've done. It was diet, no stone was unturned. DMSO, MSM, MMS, MMS was the first thing we did. And I, I got the lab gear, I got the making the CDS. We did the MMS2 with the calcium hypochlorite. And we could all, what was really amazing and why we found out a lot of stuff is because with this condition in her jaw, which they wanted to cut the jaw and take parts out, that's how, I forget, I can't pronounce the name of what they said. Wow. You know, it's, just, it's an infection of the jaw. It gets, it got even bigger than the tooth and went in the jaw. That's what became very dangerous. And it's very yeah. hard because there's no heart, you know, it's hard to, there's not a lot of blood circulation in the bone there. Yeah, it's not like blood flow. Yeah, so, so we had to really step it up and, um, 
And I, we just quit going. We didn't go to the doctor or anything. Just said, okay, these guys, these guys are nuts. We're not taking your jaw off. You know, she's a good kisser. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, so we uh, went through all of the MSM, and, and but what was amazing, everything we tried, we could tell if it worked immediately because she could feel it in her jaw. Like she take that MMS two, you know, the calcium hypochlorite, put it in, what take you, it. Go ahead. How is that? How's that? I've got MMS two. I ordered it, you know, last year. It's you know, I get the capsules, but I've uh, I forgot what I you know why I had gotten it. I had gotten it because it was related to the MMS, but what the yeah, well, it's a wholly different mechanism. The actual immune system itself will come down there and pick that acid up, whereas the MMS one a regular MMS is just a oxidizer, a low voltage oxidizer in a in and of itself. So what's the MMS2? That's calcium hypochlorite. And mixing, when it mixes up with the hydrochloric acid, it becomes, I mean, it actually becomes the material that the immune system, see, I didn't know this, but our hydrochloric acid is not just for digestion. This is what the immune system uses to kill the critters. They, You know, you got a big conveyor belt, of, you know, all the immune system cycles down into the gut, picks up, Acids go then goes back through the body and it can then it can release that acid and kill those you know the whatever needs killing uh, or digestion or whatever uh, in the, all over the body. So so Jim Humble says that this uh, calcium hypochlorite that's the mechanism. You know it's a different mechanism than MMS, which is just an oxidizer. This is an actual the body actually uses it. I mean this is not foreign and. So how do you use it? Well, you just, like you said, you get your capsules and you just take, make sure, you know, empty stomach, but you got to drink a lot of water, like 12 ounces. So you take, start with one little size zero capsule because remember, you know, it's pool shock, basically. That's what it is. And you get the highest percentage you can find. I, I think I got 78% was the highest I could find. The rest of the ingredients are inert, so it won't hurt you. That's exactly what pool shock does. You know, they throw it out there. You got green algae in your pool, and you throw out this stuff, and all of a sudden you got a you know real short short order. You got a clear pool. Yeah. Well, that's you know does seem similar in the body. So uh, that's what we did. We just I got made the pills, and and she was on that uh, for about a month, and every time she took a pill, she, her jaw started tingling about three minutes later. And anything we tried, all the other things, the urine therapy, the DMSO, whatever it was, we could all. And our, we found the, the latest thing is carnivora that we found. Oh. You got to look that up. I mean, we don't normally do a lot of supplements as far as where we have to pay or something, but we're, we're buying these supplements. Uh, you just they've been they've been selling for forty years. It's it's a the Venus flytrap extract they've got it in pills and, ex- and a liquid extract What's it called? it's called carnivora like a carnivore like a lion carnivore carnivora because a venus plant you know it can trap the bug and it's you know when it when it trips the leaf and it the leaf shuts and the bug is digested but the plant's not harmed so it has the ability to digest stuff and not harm what doesn't need to be harmed so this carnivore goes through your body, and literally, they've got it on YouTube. You go on there, and there's this 
scientist who's who'd invented a, something to add to the dark field microscope that shows white blood cells, and he shows a regular white blood cell of someone who's kind of sick, and it just looks like it's dead. It's just sitting there. And then they give him carnivora, three pills, and then an hour later they take more blood, and then, then they show the, the same person's white blood cells, and they look like kaleidoscopes of photons emitting. They're like at a disco. I mean, it's, they're alive. They're, it, so it, it basically it modulates the immune system. And That's like what Chaga it, does. Pardon? That's what Chaga does. Yeah, Chaga, yep, yep. Uh, but this carnivora, Reagan, President Ronald Reagan, apparently used it to, he went to Germany. This is a German scientist who did it. And there's, anyway, we've taken it. It's the bomb. It, it really is. And, and we can tell with my wife's tongue, the tongue shows infection. It shows, you know, the geographic tongue you may have heard of, you know, where you get spots and splotches, and then they come and go, and da 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 Well, we can always tell her condition by her tongue. And it's an amazing. Her tongue is, is, is looking like like it's terraforming back to a normal tongue, and now she's like ninety eight percent good tongue, <laughs> and with the film gone, and and that's another marker. We have you know we developed markers you know to try to see the progress, and you know energy levels are also a good marker. And I have to put her to put her to bed at midnight every night. She gets up at six, works all day around. You know it's unbelievable. Like I said, we have more energy than twenty year olds that we run into. But uh, so, I mean, that's just something just to let you know. But but we could, she could feel it in her jaw. She feels, she says it feels like it's rebuilding it. It's like she has sometimes cool feelings or heat or or you know burning or whatever. But we we can just tell. There's another thing. Oh no, I don't know if I should, this is. Never mind. We'll save that for another time. But we we've been doing various things and it's been working. Like we have a funny saying, we just say, "I say, well, look, if you know what it is that cured you, you didn't do enough." <laughs> so, uh, uh. you know, you got to do everything. It's diet, it's water, it's you know, it's everything. Uh, what uh, you wouldn't happen to know anything about narcolepsy, would you? Uh, not a lot, but a diet can cure it. I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, unless you were hit with some industrial chemicals or or some other poisons or this or that, the diseases we have are pretty much we create them, you know, with the way we eat and the way we think and stress and you know, there's a lot of factors. But if of all those, you know, areas are addressed and sometimes big time and whole complete turnaround then all conditions improve i mean i don't know see narcolepsy uh, <laughs> eric just posted something on the board uh what what i've uh in studying it the only thing i found that uh does any good is uh well it not does any good but the, the thing that affects it the, the cause of it is uh is the magnetosphere and the Pacific Coast, I guess, has a much stronger magnetosphere than the Atlantic Coast. And uh, grounding out, you know, people who sleep and ground out, uh, they have the, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. The earthing? The, uh, yeah, earthing. Yeah, yeah, we've got the sheets and the pillowcases, the top, the whole bottom, the top sheet. Plus, we've got the earth pulse 
It's a magnetic pulser that you put under your mattress. You could check that out. If you want to see one, and it works. I never heard that. Yeah, it's called the Earth Pulse. It's, you know, it's, it's that's magnetic a, pulsing. Like, it goes through, it brings you, it entrains your mind. You, it blocks out all the EMF and uh, all this stuff, and, it, and then it brings you down to a deep sleep, and then it takes you out. You can program it, or you have simple programs. We do that, and uh, we sleep like babies. Plus, you know, we, uh, we've got also negative ions are really important. I, I talked a little bit about that earlier, I believe, but, I mean, we wear them around our necks. The negative ions are so important. Look it up. I mean, it's probably more the most important thing we've been talking about. Well, the negative ions, I, I used to, uh, back in the late 1990s, I was selling living air machines for uh, for a while because uh, I was so impressed with uh, how how you know, how effective they were. I mean, oh, yeah, it affects collagen, it affects nerves, it, it affects every enzymatic ignition, you know, process in the body because it all needs electricity to go. It's basically static electricity. And that, that Ellis machine that I was telling you about at the beginning, that's what it does. It adds, elect- it adds an electron to the oxygen molecules. That's exactly what an ionizer does. It just, all it does is the, takes the air and throws that electricity and spit, puts an electron on the oxygen molecule. You breathe that in, it goes in your skin, you're, you're, it's ignition. But we don't get enough of it because all the chemtrails and whatever, geoengineering, whatever you want to call it, and plus pollution and bad diet, you know, you know the drill, everything. That create, we're, we're breathing positive uh, ions, and that's no good. And that's why we feel, you know, as you know, go to the beach, there's more negative elect, uh, ions there. Because of well, the, earthing, uh, earthing and grounding, whatever you want to call it, does the same thing, doesn't it? Doesn't it uh, flush out the positive ions? Well, I think it's more. Uh, you know, I, I was yeah. That, that's a good question. I, I I had that question. I was trying to figure that out. I don't. I don't. I think it's something different. I think it has to do with just magnetics or in or electricity. I don't think ions are changed. But you know. Uh, you know, I, I got to look. I, I don't want to go on record on that. I'm going to look that up or do some more research. Okay. No, I, but I know the next. See, I've, I went. I've got. We wear them around our neck. We got this thing called the filter stream, and you can it just shoots it. You wear it. You know, it's down a few inches below your nostrils. It just shoots them right up your nostrils. These negative ions. It's very powerful, and I've got. I've got 17 negative ion generators throughout the house. Couple Are of you ozone. talking about the uh, the ozone generators or the negative ion? Negative uh, ion generators. Now, I have ozone generators, too, because I, I was doing jaw injections of my wife, or not the soft tissue around the jaw of ozone injections. We've got the full ozone set up here. I had a dentist train me how to do it. We He, he did the first injections, and... And he showed me how to do it. He said, "Hey, you got the equipment. You can do this easy." And he showed me, and we're we're over there, and everybody in his office is amazed. He's training this guy to, to shoot his wife. So we got the we got all the gear from Longevity Resources. So I know the difference between ozone and negative ions. Now we do. Now ozone's important. And well, they they have uh, a lot of your uh, ion generators are also. Uh, teamed up, you know, in the same machine you'll have. Exactly, I've got a couple of those machines. You turn the ozone on, or just not, or or keep the ions on. I've got. I'm looking at one right now. And, and well, when, you're, when you're 
what you're talking about the ions is the uh is the frequency it puts out like a radio signal correct no no it's it's actually it's not really a frequency and that's why i don't think that the magnetic thing the earthing is doing negative ions see that's where i'm still not quite sure you know i'm not ready to go on record <laughs> but but okay. the, because the negative ions you literally have to have electricity and you it actually adds uh a negative you know well, it actually it, it rides on the oxygen. It's, it puts a, an extra an extra electron because of the process of the high voltage, whereas the oxygen passes by or, or right there. So, and it creates a little stream. You can feel it. It's a real soft stream because it creates kind of a you know kind of like. I guess it kind of magnetizes because wherever you have electricity, there's got to be magnetism. You know, they go they go together. Usually, I mean, in a certain sense. But um, so I think it's different. We're gonna have to do more research on that, Gus. I mean, we gotta know we gotta button this down. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I know I've seen or or looked into them before. Negative ion generators. Now I yeah. yeah now that I know puts the extra electron couples it with the oxygen. Now the what I'm not sure is that these pulsed magnetic devices or the or the earthing sheets that we were talking about, I yeah. I don't think they generate negative ions. I think it's a different I think it's just getting like the Schumann resonance of the earth up on next to your body and, and you need that too. That's part of we need that. We need to be walking around barefoot. And sleeping on those earthing, we got those earthing sheets from I forget what you know. It's big, big website. They sell all the sheets and the pillows and the yeah. cases. And we got those, and I noticed an immediate difference. Now I'm not saying it's like mega difference, but but it, I, I was warm. I it felt like I was being cuddled, and off I went to sleep. You plug them into the negative of you don't get the electricity. You plug them into the ground of your socket. And you got They give you a tester to make sure your socket is truly grounded. So you plug it in right. there. So I'm just not sure that that sheet's generating a bunch of negative ions. I don't think so. My first thought, my first hypothesis would be to say that they're not. Uh, but they do send the. You get that low, just just a pulse or whatever it is. It's whatever the earth, <laughs> you know, whatever whatever it is that we evolved with that we need. We're getting it. That way, it's like walking around barefoot. That's the way they describe it. It's like walking, you can get, they say you can get the same, if you want to go sleep out in your backyard, don't buy their sheets, you know, and you'll get the same benefit. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're not going to sleep out in the yard every that's, day. That's right. <laughs> so, but that's, so that's. It's like I live, uh, I live on the water, you know, the, the, the level of the water here is probably, uh, you know, maybe five or six feet below the surface. And uh, so, you know, the soil has definitely got the water, so I can earth, I can ground out, you know, earthing uh, all the time, but, you know, I, don't, I just don't walk around barefoot. That's right, and we're, we, we are separated from that, and that, that affects our health, There's, I, I have no doubt. You know, we used to run around, you know, with just not even hardly any clothes on, you know, when we, when we evolved 5,000 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't been wearing clothes that long. That's right. I'm just looking at the board at the stuff that Carl's putting up. That's Carl. 
I hope I didn't make Carl mad. I, I really did have a question. Not I did. But I no, know. no. He's. Uh, you know what it is? Is uh, you know you get the same kind of stuff over and over and over again, and it accumulates, and eventually the timing is right where you just you know let it out, and you you make you know you you make a a point, and you make it very clear so that. It's not ambiguous. Nobody's got you know, any I, question I, about where you stand, and that's it. So I think it was just time for that particular point to be made. That's all. I, mean, yeah, I, no, I appreciate it. That's why I'm on the phone, really. I mean, I that's yeah. If you had Carl, that trip with Carl, let me tell you. I mean, I could <laughs> feel, I could feel the, you know, you know that concept neuroplasticity, where your brain changes kind of you, when when a new idea comes in and it starts. Rattling all of the pillars of your exist of what you think you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt it. I literally felt it because he had. He's the. Re, he's he's actually got the. Uh, he's the model kind of thing. You know what I mean? I mean, he's he's it's he. This is not an act with him. Oh no, it's not an act. Uh, no, no, he's he. This is him, and that's what you know. Trying to get him some good food so he, so we can keep him around longer. Yeah, I was listening to episode number one today. Got almost through episode number two while I was working. Uh, I was changing a power steering pump and doing some brakes in my car, and uh, so I was listening to that. And it's it's at least the third time that I've heard that call, and I couldn't believe how much crap I, I you know, not crap, how much stuff I I didn't ca- I didn't catch the first time through or the second time through. I mean, it's just amazing, and. Uh, it's just, it is absolutely amazing. You know, I've seen somebody on the board tonight, hey, you know, Carl, teach me. You know, I need some help with this, teach me. I mean, the man has 200 episodes of, of Talk to you. Uh He was on with Jack Bauer and, and Angela and did his own. And, you know, I mean, the stuff is out there, and it takes time. I mean, I know that... Uh, People do the same with me. You know, they 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 want the stuff that's only specific to them. They don't want to hear about all the other stuff. You know, this lady from Texas this week. You know, she was telling me that. I I just want to know. You know, what pertains to me. I don't have time to listen to all this stuff. You know, it's an emergency. You know, well, you know, if if you heard all the other stuff for for a while before you found yourself, you know, between a rock and a hard place, you would be in an emergency. And, uh, you know, that's the importance of, of learning it and living it day after day and uh, and becoming that man or that woman that believes and thinks and lives it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not an act. I mean, he's, you know, he's been living it his whole life. I mean, it's just who he is. This is not something he developed. You know, this is, this is who he became as a man uh, through the natural process of just living his life. And and here it is, you know, and he's willing to share that. Uh, you know, I mean, he's a he's a very, you know, what what you heard on the call tonight when he was, you know, people were saying, oh, the caller pissed off Carl. No, he's just he's just laying it out. And usually the only time that I've heard that is when I'm in person. And uh, you know, this past summer, for instance, working on, on cars with Carl. Uh, you know, people would call, and, and he he answers the phone just about every time. It's very, very rare that the phone rings and he, he doesn't answer. So uh, the phone rings, he answers it, and he, he'll talk to whoever's there. And we were out in a junkyard once. You know, I forgot what state we were in, looking for parts. I think we might have been in North Carolina. 
and uh, he he gets it, it was 95, 100 degrees. I'm going through tons of water trying to stay hydrated, and he gets this call from a, from a man in Saskatchewan who uh, said, "Hey, I've got two houses, and the bank's going to take them both, and I need some help. I'll give you one if you help me save the two of them." And and he was just uh, you know trying to help this man out. He says, "I've you know." He he, told, he was on the phone with the man for an hour. I'm dying of heat. I'm like, look, we got to get out of here. We're going to die out in this junkyard. And and he's helping this guy out. And he got off the phone. And he says, he says you know, what the heck am I going to do with a house in Saskatchewan? <laughs> you know, it's not because he was interested in anything. He's just helping the guy out. And no, I, I, we got that. I got that on the trip. I got chewed out. Well, it wasn't really chewed out. Like I said, it was. he was a- animated trying to you know, break through me, you know, <laughs> or, or but, whatever. What I've, seen him, what I've seen him do is, is figure out what you relate to and then take a story that he's told a hundred and, you know, a hundred, two hundred, five hundred times and then change the story to a format that, that's going to penetrate your perceptions of life. And that that's, you know, so like when he asks me tonight, you know, Gus, what do, you know, what do I always say? I mean, holy cow! You say it five hundred different ways. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's the same thing, but you say it so different every time. It depends who you're talking to, and uh, so it's great to hear that. So you know, sometimes these people would call, uh, and Carl would you know, and they were in a position where they were you know, he was helping them out, and uh, it was a, a an ongoing process with the same man or the same woman. And, you know, he, he'd unleash on them. And, I mean, you talk about hearing some raw information, you know, what it really is and how it comes down to. Uh, you know, he didn't have time to, to figure out what their understanding was. He just gave it to them. And it was, I'd be sitting there thinking, man, I'm glad I'm not listening to that. I'm not glad that's not directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you know, you got to hear it. If you don't hear it, I mean, yeah, I, I used to say this all the time. Um, I still feel this way, but I haven't really talked about it much. But, you know, if you have a difference of opinion with me and you're not willing to argue with me, then what kind of friend are you? I mean, I, if I disagree with you then and I care about you, I'm going to argue. I'm going to tell you my opinion. And I'm going to square it off and we're going to go head to head because I give a shit about you. And, you know, for people... I used to say it all the time. You know, people talk, people people aren't willing to argue with me. You know, what the hell? Don't you give a shit about me enough to argue with me about anything? It's just ridiculous. You know, and, and Carl cares enough to just tell 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 you how it is. You know, and he and he won't back off because he gives a shit. Oh yeah, he sure does. He does. You know, he, he he likes to joke around that he's not sensitive, but uh, to the contrary, I, I think he's you know he really he really gives a shit. He, he very very much cares about what happens to people. Yep. So what are we going to talk about? What's next? I don't know. Well, <laughs> Mark says it's called empathy. Uh, I wish more people had it because I I like to argue. 
I like to I like to find a new opinion. Like try uh, like you were just saying, you, you used a lot of you know big words to describe the same thing. You know where you where you're the elasticity of your mind, or I forget how you put it, but uh, you know that 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 if you're not willing to be wrong, how the hell are you ever going to learn anything? You, you, oh you yeah, I've been I've been wrong more than any other person I know. <laughs> you can't learn if you're not wrong. Exactly. No, the neuroplasticity. There's books with those subject with that title. Basically, you know, if your brain gets injured. You, you, like say in one area, and you're not dead. You you have the ability for to reroute. It reroutes stuff, and things move, so the, tr- the body will attempt to continue even with a damaged area. And happens with blood vessels. Happens, uh, you know, like you know, you can create new blood vessels. I mean, I forget what that's called, angioplasty or whatever. I forget. New blood vessels. I mean, your your body reproduces. Your blood cells, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I mean, and that's you know, cancers. Cancer cells make blood cells, you know, and they they do it uh, by tapping into your body's blood supply, and they they do it with enzymes to dissolve into the to get to a blood vessel, and then I mean, it, it's you know, uh, the, uh, here's, here's something you could talk about. Talk about the, the the pH of the body and how to keep your body's pH uh, non-acidic. Well, the best way is with uh, uh, negative ions. Really? Oh, yeah. I just downloaded a paper. I printed three copies out uh, yesterday, and I, I was just blown away by all the scientific studies that are out there. It's a kind of a compendium of the knowledge of negative ions, and I, so I go and check these scientific papers. I thought oh, baking that. soda was good for that. The what's that? Baking soda. What's that? Yeah, well, the, the, yeah. Now, the thing about that, though, is you're forcing... A uh, a alkalinity, and there's a thing called alkalosis, or is that right? Am I pronouncing that right? Alka, alko, yeah, alkalosis. You know where? See the body. See, there's several areas of the body that has different pHs. Now the blood is 7.3 point something, and it has to stay there, or you, you can't go lower or higher. And the body will do everything, including dissolve bones, to get the calcium in the blood to raise the pH. If, if in the case. So, but then, but in the lymph fluid, it's a little acidic, and you you want it acidic. Now, if you hit it with baking soda, you, you're just you're plastering yourself with uh, uh, alkalinity, which you know you might need it. I'm not saying that it might not be a good good case for that in certain, but, but still, be careful. Um, but with the negative ions, what happens is the body's getting everything it needs to do whatever it needs. It's getting the electricity, the uh, I mean, I, I've only been on the negative ions about six months now, so I'm. But I'm I'm finding stuff out more and more. That uh, I mean, and, and I read there's a scientific paper that said the pH. Let me see if I can find this thing here. Where is that? Let me see if I can give you a reference. Uh, I printed out where the heck did I put them. Um, oh boy, where is it? But anyway, I, I wish kind of amazed to hear that as well, that the negative ions were pH. So there I go spouting off, and I haven't even read the scientific paper, but here we go. Let me see if I can find it. I got the paper here. But, yeah, so, but we've noticed a difference since I've plastered the house with negative ions. I mean, we're breathing these things in, and it's non-toxic. Uh, you can have as much as you want, 
apparently. Uh, we wear them around the neck. Another thing we, we did, we've gone out and gotten these oxygen concentrators from e from uh, Craigslist, and we've been we've been doing that. You know, uh, breathing how a little that, bit of. How is that different from the ozone? What? The, 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 isn't the ozone doing the same thing? It's it's uh, causing. Nope, nope, no. Nope, no. Negative ions are a totally different critter. Oh, you're talking about the ozone, the uh, the oxygen. Uh... Well, oxygen concentrators is just oxygen. Basically, it takes the air and filters it through a zeolite bed that pulls out all the nitrogen, and you're left with about 90% oxygen that comes to you. Huh. You know that that's an oxygen concentrator. It's pure oxygen. It's right. or 90% oxygen, 10% nitrogen, and and whatever the other percent. Uh, but ozone, that that's a different critter altogether. Uh, that's three oxygen molecules, at least three, sometimes four or five and six oxygen molecules, temporarily all jammed together, but then they want to come apart, and then you've got those singlet oxygen molecules that go like heat-seeking missiles to go oxidize something. And, and that's why, you know, ozone is very good to drink ozonated water. That's really good. And, and we have a steam cabinet uh, we put Ellis water in the steam cabinet. It's one of those longevity resources things you stick with your head sticks out, and you have an ozone hose going into the machine, and then you have a hose inside that takes it. You put it under your armpits and under both armpits and in your crotch. Those are areas where you get more absorption because ozone will dissipate real quick in heat, but if you put it right on the body parts, uh, I mean, I'm, we're talking... Try it sometime. <laughs> you know, but you can feel it. If you drink ozonated water, you feel it right in the head. I mean, everywhere. It just, it's oxygen. And, yeah. And now the oxygen concentrator, see, we're only doing it like one liter. See, basically, here, here's my big my big shtick. If I've got a shtick, this is it. We basically, there's great, I call it the great cycles of nature. To get well, we got to hook back into those great cycles that we've been separated from. Now, one of the great cycles is MSM, sulfur, right? Got it. Sulfur came, comes from the ocean. All the critters dying, methane gas rises up to this stratosphere. Ultraviolet rays hit it, turns it into DMSO. It starts getting heavier, and then it drops down on the land, and that's what – without the sulfur, there's no plants. But, but our farmland's messed up and wrong policies, bad – you know they're only putting three three th ingredients in the fertilizer, and you know the drill. Anyway, so we're, we don't have the sulfur. They were, you can go back in the 50s and read articles of the sulfur from the USDA talking about the crisis of sulfur b being not replaced out of our land as it's been there for centuries, uh, eons. So we got to get the sulfur. You got to have that MSM. Got to have it. That's a great cycle of nature that used to be in everything we ate. Okay, so that's one cycle. And then okay, you know oxygen. Well. There's a great cycle. We used to, looks like, according to go on YouTube or go and read the science, it looks like we, we may have developed a 35% oxygen in the atmosphere. I, I, I've read stuff, I, I don't know if it's true, but I've read stuff as, last as, as early as 200 years ago. It used to be 28%. Now it's at around 20% and even lower in the inner cities. And So, okay, there's another great cycle we need to hook into. We need to get more oxygen. So we breathe a little bit every day. We ozonate water. 
right? So there's a great cycle. And then the negative ions, I mean, that's a big one because all, everything, all the pollutants in the air, car exhaust, geoengineering, you know, all that stuff, you know, every, you know, general pollution, kept, you know, that change, it's, we're breathing positive ions, and that's not good for us. So, so we need negative ions. That's another great thing that I think we, we evolved with. You know, we, we were in a more pristine environment, even though we were getting chased by saber tooths or whatever. Still, it was, you know, more negative ions. <laughs> so we need more negative ions. <laughs> so that's so that's a so that's my shtick. I'm looking for the. I'm not trying to get the latest supplement or get camu camu berries or. I mean, I'm not saying they're not good, but I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for the great cycles of nature. The I mean, only the greatest. That's what attracted me to Carl, for instance. You know, that's 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 the greatest. That's right. the man thing. I mean, that's over everything. Yeah, you said uh, MSM, oxygen, and negative ions. Those but that's just three. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's. I'm on the search uh, for more. I mean, I'm, and I'm sure there's. there's let's see, what's another big one that we're doing uh, that we found? Let's I hear. Uh, where, where does chaga come into that stuff? Because I, uh, for me, the, the the two things that I have definitely, you know, that I am just absolutely. Well, those eggs actually at DMSO falls into that category, but. Uh, the uh, chaga and the MMS are two things uh, that I've, you know, I, I've determined that I'm not going to live without. No, and no, that's that's. See, here's the, the thing with another one. But where I, I, in those three things that you mentioned, where does chaga fit well, in? Well, the chaga. Uh, if, if I can address the MMS. And this this was a biggie. This was a big like a year ago, and and I now think it's true. I'll go ahead and see what you all think. But I think we've been misled about antioxidants. We need oxidants. They kind of we've been brainwashed to think oxygen's bad for us. It'll oxidize us and rust us. So the MMS I think is a is definitely we do it about every quarter. We do a, a two week cycle. We don't do it all the time. But I think I'm gonna start brushing my teeth. Was that your idea? That was that was who or somebody else came on and said they put well, my, it on. Yeah, that's my a, girlfriend had abscesses and, and uh That's a great were, idea. We're gonna start that tomorrow. That's being implemented. I'm gonna yeah. start brushing my teeth in a mess. But anyway, but now the chaga okay, it's just diet. I think the if you like I said, with springtime you go out and you get the dandelions, you go out and get all these other things. The yellow, right. you know, the yellow dock, the, the day lilies, plantain. A purslane. Look, go look up purslane and see what that does for the human body. That, that's ridiculous. Just look, and it's a gross. It's a weed. It grows everywhere. It has more vitamin that? C than anything. How do you spell it? Uh, purslane. Let me get uh, P. Let me see. Let me get my. It's P U R S L A N E. Purslane. Portulaca oleracea. Is the Latin name? <laughs> I got it. I got it. In the winter, we get the powder. Now we've got a backyard full of it, and we put it in the smoothies. I mean, you got to go out there. That's the great cycle of nature. You got to go eat those weeds. That's where all the, the nutrition in there will blow away anything at the vitamin shop. I mean, the dandelion will clear out that liver. It'll terraform the liver. We've done it. We've seen it. We've seen. We've seen. My wife used to have yellow skin, yellow around the joints. That's the beginnings of jaundice, you know. And we started this seven years ago. I mean, we've always been kind of trying to be healthy, but we really 
kind of went off the deep end, especially with her dental issue. But uh, three years ago, but but she's now got red. She's red. I mean, she, she, you look at her and you see she's the definition of circulation. So, and we did it with all these. We go out. We'll get we'll get the stinging nettle. Now you got to steam those to get rid of those needles and you eat the salads with that. Throw them in the smoothie. But this is the time you got to go out there and get. You don't have to, of course, but. That's what yeah, you do, and it's fun. Thing. You go out, you dig the, up the... The first one is, uh, is the stuff with the red, uh, like the red vines. Yeah, and it's got, it's really kind of uh, juicy. You know, it's got, if you crunch, it's got a lot of water in it. It's, it's they're little small little leaves that are filled with water, but they're, they're packed with vitamin C, some real good vitamin C. Now, here, now here's the other big cycle of nature, and I've got even some students... Did you know that we used to produce our own vitamin C in our body, and we have all the genes to do it? Even the, there's four genes, and the fourth one is just turned off for most people. And but a, like a goat, any mammal, except for man, guinea pigs, and I forget, there's maybe something else. We lost our capacity to manufacture our own ascorbic acid in our livers. But these other animals, like a like a goat sitting there chewing cud, is going to be making 12 grams a day. That's a huge amount of vitamin C. And, you know, on its own, without eating anything, it just does it. It does uh, from glucose. Uh, but anyway, so the uh, – now, when it gets sick, when the goat gets sick, it gets it makes up to 70 grams a day. And it gets well, I mean, immediately. Now, this, this came from Linus Pauling, two times Nobel Peace Prize winner. You know, some of you may have heard of him. This – there's a whole nest of doctors back in the, you know, uh, 30s, 40s, and 50s, Dr. Klinner, Dr. Cathcart. I mean, these guys were curing polio. I mean, you name it, with high infusions, you know, vitamin C infusions. And um, so, so, so anyway, so that's a big cycle of nature. We lost it. I guess we must have moved out of the area where – we were getting a lot of C and the body shut it off because we were getting it in our diet or something and we migrated. I don't know. I don't know why we lost it. And and there could be some, there are people are thinking, there are some people, some scientists are thinking there are still people who can make it internally and they do better than others. But I don't know. I don't know much about that. And the government won't fund the research. So we got to do it. So anyway, so we need high doses of C. You got to have it. It's not an option. I mean, it's everything. It's our skin, collagen. It's uh, C actually helps the electricity of the body. Uh, it, it acts as a carrier. It's a it's a, both an antioxidant and an oxidant. It, it it's just crucial. So we try to get as much as we can. I, you wouldn't believe the contraption I got in my laboratory here to make lipo C, because, and I've got I'm set up to do uh, C infusions, IV. I, I'm learning. I'm, I'm going to get certified. But I've got all the equipment right here. I got, I got, got it all. I got the, one of these life arms where you practice putting IVs in this arm that's with got real blood flow, the whole bit. But, uh, and you know, so there, we need C. C is a great cycle of nature. We gotta have it. We lost the ability to make it somewhere in our history. Uh, and, and if we're not getting it now, purslane is packed with it. Uh, there's other herbs that are packed with it. You know. Acerola cherries, good, but we, we need higher doses than you'd have to eat a lot of acer, uh, acerola cherry to 
get 12 grams. And, but that's, you know, and it, you know, you can take it, you know, you get diarrhea if you take too much. And so orally, it's kind of tough um, to get, uh, there's more to it. I, I could go into a little more detail, but Cathcart recommends you do a C flush. You keep taking as much as you can until you get the diarrhea. And don't stop until you get the diarrhea because you want to flush. It'll just flush you of all critters. It'll kill all the good, all the things, everything. Hey, that again? What is that? What? The vitamin C flush? Yeah. Yeah, if you look up Cathcart, put it in Google, put Cathcart vitamin C flush. You'll see the instructions. I mean, this Cathcart, I mean, this was a doctor. He came from Dr. Klinner. Dr. Klinner would send his kids to get infected with mumps and chicken pox and everything over to the kids and have them play with it. He wanted to get them. Then he'd bring them back home, and he would play with the disease. He didn't want to knock it out right away, so he'd only give them enough C because he wanted them to build immunity to it. But then when it was time, when he was sure that they had built the immunity, he would just knock it out with the C. I mean, high doses. We don't, I'm not talking 1,000 or, or pills or 2,000, I'm talking 12, 18,000 milligrams or grams, 12 to 18 grams. And we've done it, and I'll tell you. Now, we, it's a challenge, though, to do it regularly, and that's why I'm set up in my lab to do the Lipo-C. You may have heard, I don't know if you've heard of that. That's where they, it surrounds the, the ascorbic acid with a lipid layer. Usually sunflower lecithin is the best, because, and that way it gets right to your liver that, the, the fat lipid uh, protects, you know, does, doesn't let the digest, digestive juices affect the C, and you get it right in you, uh, and it goes right into your bloodstream. They say it's even better than IV C. Sunflower lecithin? Sunflower lecithin, yeah, that's a fat. Basically, you get a ultrasonic. It's, a, it's an amazing process to make lipo-C. Basically, you're encapsulating the molecules. I'm, we're talking at the nano level. The ascorbic acid at the molecular level is real small with a fat layer. It's a lipid sphere so that when you take it orally, it goes into your stomach, and the, by the time the uh, digestive juices break the, the fat layer, the ascorbic acid escapes into the liver, you know, or, or gets in, gets in <laughs> you know, without being. Yeah. So then, that, then the liver, oh, it loves it, and, and it can direct it all over your body and then, I mean, I, you, vitamin C, it's like, it's like a big gun, let me tell you. But anyway, so I've got all this stuff set up here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to one day put it, this on a website because it's getting ridiculous in here with all the water I'm making and all the – I've got a, this. So what you do to make this, it's a process where you saturate water so it can't take another grain of vitamin C. You put a little bit of either vegetable glycerin or – 190 proof Everclear alcohol in just just a little, not a lot, uh, maybe 10% of the solution. So so in other words, if you put another grain of vitamin C into that liquid of whatever liquid amount you're making, it would just drop down to the bottom and could not absorb in. Then there's a way to calculate those. Uh, it's called fully fully saturate the the fluid with the material. You know, so so you fully saturate. Then in another container. Or then, then you put in the sunflower lecithin, right? So that goes in in the uh, the solution of the vitamin C, and then you you mix it up. Now I'm I'm working on mixing it up 
under vacuum because whenever you mix something like in a Vitamix, you get air. Air is an enemy of vitamin C, air, light, uh, and heat. So you've got to do, under vacuum, you can boil at 90 degrees. So I'm, I haven't worked that out yet. I've got a vacuum chamber, but, but what I've decided is I'm going to go ahead and mix it like everybody's on the Internet's doing. But then I'm going to put it in the vacuum chamber to extract the air that got in there immediately. So that way I, it'll just come out. It's kind of like when you extract uh, the air out of lacquer or some kind of silicone that you're painting with. Because when you stir it up, it gets the air bubbles in there. And you've got to get it out if you want a smooth surface and painting. They've got them all over the Internet where you can pull, uh, pull these vacuum. But anyway, then, then you put it in an ultrasonic chamber, which... You know, one of those, it's like a jewelry cleaner, you know, that does high vibrations. Like six, it's like putting it in an ultra blender, 60,000 cycles per second. And then what that does, it breaks it down further. So the lipids, so you make it, it makes it micro. And then you've got a product. And then you can put it in a jar, put it in the refrigerator, and you take maybe an, an ounce a day, and you're getting, if you take, uh, I'm, I'm figuring out the, depends on how you mix it to get the proper doses. We want to get to 12 a day. Rely, that's the easiest way to do it. I mean, it's tough to make it. But uh, but then, you know, they've got, you can buy it. You can If you go to Live On Labs, you can buy them by the packets, these 1,000 milligram packets. Uh, now, Cathcart and Le- Levy is the current champion of this line of doctors. He's, he's written a book, a lot of books on vitamin C, the Ultimate Panacea. Look up Levy, L-E-V-Y, vitamin C. I mean, this, he's the champion right now. He's, he's the direct descendant in the line of these doctors going back to the 20s and 30s. And uh, he, he was uh, turned on to vitamin C by Dr. Hal Huggins, who was a dentist. You heard of him? Uh, no, I don't. No, well, long story, but he's the guy that called the alarm 40 years ago about the mercury in the amalgam fillings in the mouth and that they're causing MS, ALS, all all these diseases that are weird, that there's no cure, people waste away, and they're muscular, muscular dysphoria and Lou Gehrig's disease, all that is caused by the mercury in the amalgam fillings and other, like nickel, in the nickel and, um, what's the other one, in stainless steel, chromium, there's there's really bad toxins in our mouth from these freaking dentists that don't know that, you know, anyway, long story. But uh, my wife and I, last year, we went to Hal Huggins. He died just a few months ago, Hal Huggins, and his heir is Dr. Gruby in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Anyway, we went to her, and and we got a full dental revision where we had all of our mercury taken out. We had root canals taken out, uh, all of our root or teeth that had been extracted. Dentists don't extract teeth properly. They don't clear out the periodontal ligament. You know, they take the tooth out, but then the shock absorber for the tooth is left in there. They'll still scrape it a little bit, but you got to drill it out, you know, a very small amount of drilling of, into the bone. But if you don't take that periodontal ligament out, which no dentist does, then then the, the, the bone doesn't know that the tooth is gone because it's periodontal ligaments there, and it gets infected, and people... I had pus. She showed me. Everybody's walking around. If you have a root canal or a tooth extracted that's been healed over, you've got a pus factory that's putting crap into your blood left and right. And and she showed me. She took out a, a, 
a tooth, a root canal that I had, oh, I guess, what, 12 years, 14 years ago I got it, maybe 15 years. The thing was a pus ball in my freaking head. And that's, that causes a 24-hour immune response, and your immune system gets completely decimated. And she did, and this dentist, uh, Gruby, she's a biological dentist. She can do surgery and the whole bit. She, uh, we, do, we had blood tests. We had to go through an incredible, before we even go in there, I mean, they had blood tests. She looked at our blood and said, ah, quit cook. You're cooking your meat too much. <laughs> she looked at How do you tell that in a blood test? And then she said, uh, and, and she goes, look, you're immune. You're, you've got problems. Yeah, your immune cells are, they're all rookies. They're, they're all youth. They're youthful. They're not, your immune system's compromised. So it's just the new cells that are coming out because they're constantly fighting an unwinnable battle when you've got a root canal up there. And so anyway, my wife, both of us did it. It was an incredible. She put you on vitamin C infusion during the operation. You're on a conscious sedation where you're kind of aware of stuff, and they put you on oxygen, and they go in there. They take out all the fillings, and then we had a blood test to see what kind of fillings they could replace them with to make sure that we didn't have immune response to it because there's like 50 different materials they could put in. So that that was a big test we had so they would know what to replace the mercury fillings with so it wouldn't affect our immune system. So it was a very thorough thing. We had to stay in hotels and we had to drive up there and it was a big, big deal. And and I'll tell you what, we we we're walk, we felt a difference you know, starting, and we had to, and you have to go through a detox kind of thing before, during, and after the whole procedure to, you know, catch some of the mercury or, you know, because you're going to start detoxing. And we did that. And, and then we, you know, we were really big time on our diet already. And I'll tell you, it makes a big difference. We got, we, the lines went away. A lot of our lines, you know, we, youth started encroaching back in. <laughs> but, but that's, that's another biggie. Uh, you went to see, uh, Dr. Groovy, uh, yeah, yeah, look at look her up and see these videos she has. It's un- I mean, this woman now she almost died from mercury poisoning. That's why she got she got kind of large, kind of a lot of weight. She they had to take her thyroid out. She was a dental assistant, and she got working with Dr. Hal Huggins up in Denver. And long story there, they the government tried to railroad him. This this Huggins it was is is incredible. I I can't tell you. Now he's the guy that convinced us that. You know, I mean, we were never vegetarians, but he's the guy, his scientific work, we got all of his books and scientific data, he said, you've got to have a little meat, a little, you don't have to eat a lot, but you need some. He goes, he, they, he can't even work with people that aren't eating a little meat just because he can't get their blood right. You know, he, that's the way he described it, because of the, uh, and there's a long story, you know, he tells you why, you know, the albumin, there's certain only things you can get in the and the animal products. I mean, you don't need to go nuts. You don't need to eat meat morning, noon, and night, and eat steaks every night. No, but a little bit in the diet. And we we did we cut down our meat, but but we're still but we're and we're eating it raw, raw meat. But you can't eat raw meat in the grocery store. Uh uh-uh. uh. You've got to go to the farm. No hormones. Uh, no colorings. No, you know. Uh, grain-fed, grain-fed changes the entire cell structure of the meat. I mean, it's not even really meat. So that's when people say don't eat meat, they're right. Don't eat meat because it's don't eat any meat or anything they call meat in the store. You've got to go to the farm. It's got to be grass-fed. No exceptions. That's why we can't eat out anymore. 
Now, we did find one restaurant that goes to the – we just ate there today. Our My wife's 29-year anniversary and I tomorrow. We went out early. And uh, so we went out. There's one place downtown Philadelphia. They go out to the farm. It's all grass-fed. But we can't eat anywhere else because we don't know what it is, you know, and it's not good. I can assure you of that. But it, but it's a it's a spiritual kind of thing. It's not 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 the word spiritual that much, or you know. But I, I mean, it's just you know you're it's doing plain it. old uh, plain old grass fed beef. Yeah, you got just plain old grass fed. Just you got talk to the farmer, call him up, go visit the farm, and you just you just say hey, how you doing? You know how you know hay in the winter's fine. That's fine. You know, and 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 you know, and then and they're but they know that. I mean, this, this is nothing I'm saying. It's it's now sweeping the country. There's it's getting real big. And you know, get the eggs from that same farm. You get your butter. I mean, the only thing we buy like at Whole Foods, or is is uh, some kale or some berries, stuff like that. I mean, you even look at a lot of the stuff. Canola oil, got to stay away from it. It'll it'll smother your cells. You don't. I mean, like when I said fish oil, fish oil stay away. I did, when I said it'll kill you, I did, it's not immediate. It takes decades, but it will. You know, it will choke off the. According to Peskin, you got to read Peskin stuff. It's important. Yeah. Peskin. I mean, I mean, just you got to be exposed. Kind of like Carl. You got to be exposed to Carl. You just have to. It's required. And yeah, like ozone and, and yeah, you negative just, ions. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you know, and then you do with what you want. You know, you'll, you're at certain stages of life, and and like you said, if you want to argue about it, yeah, but you got to be exposed to it first, and and and, and oh, then absolutely. see, and then see how it how it trickles down. See what it, you know, what cages it rattles, and and then you know, and then you see the results. You just, it's not something you have to wonder if it's just a theory because you look in the mirror and you go, ooh, I'm that old. I'm, I'm looking good. I lost 53 pounds from eating smoothies four and a half months. Had the time of my life. Didn't exercise one bit. I think I walked twice in four months. And, and you know, and then my muscle tone gets muscle tone. So you don't really need to exercise. And people who are exercising and aren't on this super diet are risking rebuilding because remember, our cells rechange out every, you know, few months. So if you don't have good stuff to change out with, you're building bad hearts. You're gonna have a heart attack unless you are rebuilding with good stuff. That's why people are getting heart attacks at 50 and 60. I'm shooting the 30s and 40s. All right, I've got uh, I've got a roommate that passed away uh, about a month ago, and uh, he wasn't even uh, he wasn't even 60 yet. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, melanoma. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but see, oxygen, Otto Warburg proved that cancer the cancer is guaranteed when the oxygen in the cell drops about 30 to 35% of its optimum. It, it'll change over from oxygen uh, to fermentation. It, it starts getting its, uh, you know, source of energy from fermentation and then then it just then it's disconnected now cancer the long story there but there, I, I could give you some resources on i mean cancers believe it or not is actually a, a good thing i mean or it's put in there by nature to you know when an area of the body gets toxic then the cancer will develop to eat the toxins to try to protect the whole body and then the idea is that when the condition changes the uh then the then the cell the body can get rid of the cancer and it's not needed anymore once you get out of the toxic condition. So it's there. Well, to, 
the same thing applies with uh, with vegetables that don't have the uh, nutrition in the soil. They get full of uh, slugs and and worms and pests. There you go. Uh, yeah, same exact thing. Yeah, so we're so you know, cancer is actually a good indicator. It says, it says quit eating out, quit eating crap, quit thinking crap, quit eating bad water with fluoride and chlorine, quit getting vaccinations. You know, quit getting mercury. Half the volume of all those vaccinations is is mercury. So it's, it's a different form of mercury, but it's still deadly. And who knows what else is they're putting in there? So no vaccinations. You know, zero. You don't need it. I mean, we haven't been sick since we started this. I mean, the last time I was sick was about 12 years ago. I mean, I mean, we we see people. I mean, we're talking flus, bedridden. We go in there to help them get put some, give them some herbs, whatever. Say hello, they're friends. You know, we go walk out. We don't get sick. Yep. You know, and they're they're. I, I very much believe in, uh, you know, and and just eating right and. Uh, that doesn't stop me from grabbing a burger at McDonald's, though, but um, you know, if I'm in a hurry, uh, you know, once every six or seven months or Coca-Cola. But for the most part, I'm I'm pretty good. You know, pizza, pizza once every six months, you know. That's good. Try have to you, take it easy. Have you eliminated all wheat and gluten? Um, I'm not sure if I've eliminated all of it, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, I'm if I have some I'm taking in, it's uh, it's sneaking by because I do look out for it. Yep. Yeah. Well, that was a t- that was the only hard one. I love my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I love my burgers. Love my spaghetti. Love my noodles. But we haven't had that in uh, over about four years, or actually about five years now. And uh, you know, I'm, it's, like I said, it's a t- and another thing, we got off of television. We unhooked everything. We haven't watched TV in almost four years. I mean, completely unhooked. Yeah, I, I stopped watching TV in 1987. Yeah, there you go. I mean, we never watched a lot of TV, but I was a big football fan, I had to, I have to admit. I was born in Texas on the day the Dallas Cowboys were created as a football team, January 1st, uh, 1960. And that's the day they were signed in on as a team. And being from Texas, Friday Night Light high school football I was played in college, tried to play in college, got injured. But, you know, so that was my identity. I, have, I haven't, it's gone. I mean, that's, for me, that's big. I'm sorry, it may sound trite to you guys. <laughs> to me, that's just like if we were sitting there, you know, telling about our... Well, it's just, uh, you know, I found, I found nothing that, you know, TV didn't offer me much. I mean, I, I, it's just not something I was interested in. When I was at Carl's house this past summer, they had the, uh, uh, what the, what the heck were they doing? The uh, the soccer uh, championships, the World Cup, and uh, he really got into that. And that's that's you know that was uh, that was definitely worth it. There's, there's things I really enjoy. I, I would prefer to see a live soccer match, but uh, I, I just I don't know watching TV. Oh yeah, tar- targeted targeted viewing like that. You know you can't. That's you know that's cool. I'm just yeah, saying, you know, people that are, are actually hooked on hours a day or they've got a favorite two or three TV shows or they're watching mindless stuff. And, and you know, I mean, we can only be models, and I don't know how we're going to help them, but, but the only thing is we realize we're so healthy that we look around and we go, holy crap, uh, what good is it if we're all super healthy and everybody, you know, 
dies off or something. You know, we need a civilization. <laughs> so, so we do have it in our mind. How do we help people? Or and it's a selfish thing. I'll admit. You know, we don't want to be the only healthy ones. Like I said, we, you know, that won't last long. <laughs> We're living to 300 years. Come on. I mean, I want. No, I, I joke about it, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty serious. Every nickel. Now, see, that's why I went after the taxes because this stuff costs money. <laughs> I don't want to be taken unless I have to. I mean, but I, I don't. Never mind. There is no tax. I don't even know what taxes are. <laughs> Carl, if you're still listening. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, what, what, what did I say? I was, I'm slapping myself. But no. But no. no, no the I'm, idea. I'm the reading, idea is I'm that's reading, it. But, I mean. I'm reading what Carl's posting on the blog. It's just uh, funny shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I say that. What do lawyers use for birth control? <laughs> Their personalities. There you go. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I found the health is... Oh, hey, uh, here's something I haven't heard about in, in about four years. Three, three, maybe three years. The uh, glyphosate... Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Roundup. The Roundup is made up of you know the the, the active ingredient the, or the the active chemical or whatever is glyphosate, and it kills the soil. It makes it turn turn into like concrete. Uh, there's patches in the Midwest where you've got an acre, you know, five acres, ten acres of unusable soil because the glyphosate has wiped it out. And I heard of a guy, I can't recall where, somewhere, you know, Mississippi, Alabama, down in that area someplace, that had developed a uh, a mixture of enzymes that when you spray it... I've heard it, of that. It yeah. brings life back. Yeah, I've been looking to get some. I have no idea you know, who's got it. That's funny. I That's amazing, because I saw that, I don't know, a few months ago. And I said, you know, wow. Because I, I'm, I want to, yeah... So you, yeah. Let me know if you get any. <laughs> well, it, it was a guy from Minnesota, uh, Milt. Uh, I can't remember Milt's last name. Uh, Milton uh, Big Oak, I think. B I G A L K. I, I can't. Uh, cool guy. He had some really awesome stories, and uh, one of them, you know, he had this. He had a man. I I used to do a. Um, another kind of a show and I do a, I would do a health show about once a month on Tuesday nights and he had uh, uh, the lady Health by Connie she's got a website where she talks about a lot of this same kind of stuff and one time uh, I was interviewing his uh, his chiropractor who uh, he's the one who actually got me hooked on the uh, gray salt uh, he, he had a, a microscope where he analyzed his own blood after taking a variety of different salts, and he concluded that the Spanish gray salt, the, the clumpy stuff, was the best. And so different different people over time uh, I met through uh, Milt, and this guy with the enzymes was one of those guys. Uh, he was using, Milt was, Milt was using it up in Minnesota on his farm up there. And uh, uh, he said it, it was amazing at how um, they had taken the enzymes and they had mixed glyphosate straight with the enzymes, 50-50, in a bottle. And they shook it up in a gallon jug and then they sprayed it on a bunch of plants and 
you know, within 24 hours, the plants were all dead. And then a week later, they did the same thing. They sprayed it on a new batch of plants, and the plants thrived because the enzymes had gotten rid of all the glyphosate in the bottle. That wasn't in the bottle? The the enzymes that had been mixed with the glyphosate ate the glyphosate, and it lives off the stuff. Oh. <laughs> no, no, so that's, I, impor- that's important. We, we're going to need that to rebuild this. this well, he, uh, was, uh, he was looking for some kind of patent, and they wouldn't give it to him as a fertilizer because it didn't meet the requirements of a fertilizer to be categorized. So, and they wanted him to add something to it so that they could categorize it, and he didn't want to. So he had, you know, it had come down to some kind of a pissing contest where, you know, he didn't want to change what he had created, and uh, the government wanted him to, to do so if he wanted to call it as a, you know, a fertilizer. So he was looking for some other way to put it out there. Um yeah, you know, much like the MS, you know, the MMS is a great swimming pool cleaner, you know. <laughs> exactly. Now that's beautiful. Now, what, yeah, one yeah. remember one of the things about this this Ellis water, it will cascade bad water. Uh, he's got things on his site, John Ellis's site, where these super fun, horrible acres big lakes were just stinking up the whole county. They were getting fined ten thousand a day, and they sprayed I don't know three hundred gallons on this lake of Ellis water and it it cascaded and killed everything off. And that's amazing. And he's got he's got it right on the site where the city is some city in Colorado. He's got examples like that. You know, and he's got examples of milk production being increased by twenty five percent from cows starting to drink the milk. I mean it's it's ridiculous. Like I said, there's a lot of claims I didn't really want to mention, but go to go to that site and you can follow that stuff up. But that sounds like Something like what you're talking about, we're going to need that for our soils. We're going to need something like maybe, you know, the Ellis water to cascade the waters, to clear the rivers, to clear the oceans, clear the land with the glyphosate eaters, whatever that enzyme is. I mean, we're going to need stuff like that. Yep. Oh, ADF clear. That's what it was. Let me look that up. Here, let me write that down. I want to check that out. It's, um... ADF clear. Is the stuff that cleaned the water. Adia Clarity? Something like that. What? Yeah, Adia Clarity. Adia Clarity. It's some drops that you put into the water. It had something to do with black mica. I oh, those, those are the guys in Japan or somewhere? Yeah, yeah. 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 Adia Clarity. There, there was, uh, uh, look up the YouTube video. I saw this YouTube video. It was like a koi pond or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that video. I I mean, I've been big on water these last 10 years. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I I ran across that a couple of years ago, yep. Well, the uh the negative ion generator does uh to the air what adia clarity does to the water because uh, my understanding of the adia clarity is it, it it took things that were too that that were suspended in the water and binds them together and makes them sink to the bottom. And in the same way, negative ions cause uh, pollutants in the air uh, that are suspended in the air to, to merge become too heavy and fall. Yep. Is that correct? Yep. That's one. Of, that's how it takes particulates out, or you know, micro, you know, floating. It it latches onto them and they they fall. But it also it uh, 
apparently, I was just reading as part of these this paper I read uh, uh, printed out that it kills viruses. They they've got they did all these studies for all these horrible viruses in hospitals and they and then chicken coops and and the air in these chicken coops. They the USDA did studies with the negative ions and it just cleared the air of like ninety some percent of the particulate of these dusty chicken coops. And and then there's horrible disease. What uh, I got to read it more closely, but uh, it got rid of. Uh, I think they said like 80 something percent of the of those uh, viruses or whatever, because the, the, these things latch on to particles in the air and float around yeah. these viruses. So yeah, just uh, no. I, I went kind of nuts with the negative ions is the more I read it I, I ordered from a guy on eBay I, I mean I have looked everywhere for negative ions I mean I spent months and I finally just dropped money on a bunch of these things and we so what, uh, what are you using for a negative ion generator All right, sorry, let me let me get the link or let me it's on if you just go up uh, to uh, eBay this guy yeah. makes this guy makes them here, and I've tested. I've got a negative ion tester here, and man, this thing is. And he actually sends you one with every unit you buy. It's a little capacitor bulb on a with a big kind of wire cotton or not cotton copper, and you put it in front of the machine. And if it's negative ions, it'll it'll make the light bulb flash. And oh. and, and man, I'm telling you, this thing flashes like crazy. And then I've I've tested on these other negative ion. You know, I've got one of those ozone and negative ion generators, and I was testing yep. it. And this thing was much bigger and more expensive, and it wasn't putting as, mount, as much negative ions as this little thing that he makes. It's like seventy-nine bucks. Let me see here. Let me. If you just go to eBay, uh, negative. Just type in negative ion generator under all categories. And it is there. It is. It's called the Ion Projector, a re, any, all capital a real negative ion generator. And I'm here. I've got 16 of those. Uh oh, he went up on price. Uh oh, he was 79. See, I ordered 10 a few days ago. I've had six, but then I just decided I'm forget it. I'm putting it in every room. Two of them in every room. And so they're eighty four dollars now. Now they're eighty four. He they were seventy nine when I ordered them. Then he okay. just put the, he just changed the price on that. Well, he knows what he's got now. I actually contacted him to be see if I could be a like. Remember I told you you want to be try to become a dealer of everything you buy. Get with some friends that way it's cheaper. But he says that it's, the parts are too hard to get. Uh, he just couldn't handle a dealership. So I said, okay, I'm just going to order ten at that price. So <laughs> I'm not going to resell them. I'm not a, I'm not in business, but. Yeah. But uh, but there it is, and it shows. See that? If, are you there? If you see that, you can see the little negative ion generator tester he's got. It's, it's really cool, and it works. Oh, neat! That little yellow thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little thing. It's got a little light bulb, and it, it will collect the ions. And that's remember, it's electricity. You're breathing electricity. It's well, it's kind of like they call it static electricity. But if you look at Tesla, you know our good guy Tesla, right? Our, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a man right there. Uh, well, he said that that static electricity is where it's at. That's where we should be getting our. It's in the atmosphere. It can be generated. It can be harnessed. It's everywhere. That Chevlesky's uh, uh, chandelier or something like that. I don't, I don't know, but but see, and we we we're tuned to it. See, and I, I've been I've 
trying not to go off into the esoteric so much on the health stuff, but we're all about electricity. That's what we are. We're all about transmutation. We're about vibrations and energy. And, you know, if you, I mean, oh, it's ridiculous. Well, your voice, your voice is a vibration. Yeah, everything. I mean, as a matter of fact, if you want to get a book, and somebody needs to, I've got this in a, maybe I should send it. I mean, this book is called A New Concept of the Universe by Walter Russell. See if you can find that in PDF form. It's hard to find, but it was written in the 30s. This is the guy that that uh, predicted that there would plutonium and some other fancy mineral would be on the periodic table, and he was proven correct. And he tells you in this book he mailed out to all the scientists of the world. Anyway, this guy was like a Tesla's buddy. I mean, this was all, you know, in the 30s, you know, in that time, 20s and 30s. And anyway, this guy's a serious scientist. And you read that book, and he says parts of what he – I mean, the first part, he goes how, how Einstein was not correct, how why they're making a mistake on the second law of thermodynamics. This, you know, It's just a kind of a bludgeoning of current, you know, what we think is science. <laughs> yeah, that's what John Locke did when he was talking about property. He was just tearing apart somebody else's work. <laughs> yeah, but, but then he gets into what the what – the, the, the universe is like, and he says that all these chemicals on the periodic table of elements. So if we, they're all fixed vibrations, and they're harmonic. So that's how he said that there would be plutonium at this point. It's so, if we, but he says we're doing chemistry wrong. We don't need to have test tubes and all this weird shit. We just, uh, pardon the French, but we 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 go. What we need is to change the frequency and and the the angles, and there's more than one frequency, and that creates the element. So is so all of these so-called things like you know vitamin you know all these vitamins or whatever you know uh, carbon or oxygen or whatever on the periodic table scale of the, of the elements that these are all fixed they're there okay now they're temporary okay a temporary may be two billion years <laughs> but that's nothing in the universe time right but but these things we can change them. And, and and our body does that. That's the, the transmutation. You know how the chicken gets calcium. It doesn't eat calcium, but it can lay eggs full of calcium. But it did, how did it get the calcium? It, it internally, it's an engine. It, it can can generate it, and by how it's set up to to resonate. And so anyway, this book, if you want a mind bend or not, it's, and it's not a mind bend. It's it's science. I mean, the guy is very readable, but it takes a while to get what he's. I've been reading it now for about six years, and I have to go back every now and then. It kind of hurts sometimes, but but now I'm starting to get it. Uh, the elephant. I found the uh, PDF. I just put it on. Uh, okay, it's it's worth a read. I mean, it's and and just to come back to it, it's neuroplasticity. The the brain bends when you start reading that. And remember, this is the Tesla kind of science. See, I, I think one of the great cycles of nature that I was mentioning earlier. We got to get back this Tesla science in our schools and our universities. And, and, you know, of course that's been totally suppressed, you know, but we can. <laughs> yeah. Forget about the school system. There's a, uh, if you read, uh, there's a book, uh, put out by Frederick Bastiat, the law, and he explains that was written in the 1840s or fifties. You know, he explains in there that, you know, when the prince, when, when the English took over a place, they, there was no expectation of being able to change the culture to accept the British 
what they had to do is just let the older people die off and make sure they caught the younger people as they were coming up. And oh yeah, well, I mean that's that's what we're in. Well, we we're, we're 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 a system of English colonies, and uh, you know that that school system was established here for that purpose, and it it needs to be it needs to be changed. You know, and, and it's not. Um, well, you know what it it's. I think it changes. I think the internet's going to make a huge difference because there's a lot of there's a lot of ways for uh, kids today to homeschool through the internet, and they can uh, they can be schooled by uh, you know universities around the world. They can just sit at home and and study at, at home. I am about three hours a day on research average, and sometimes it's two days straight. When I get making, I'm getting patents and reading things and trying yep. to figure out how to do this lipo C I was telling you about. I got the research, the vacuum equipment. You know, I'm, I'm pissed that I, I... I told my kids I didn't care how your grades were. What I wanted you to do was go to school and learn how to learn. There you I, go. That's it. Once you figure out how to learn, the rest don't matter. You'll be all set. But you got to figure you got to figure out how to learn, and you got to you got to get really really good at how to learn. That's it. The rest will take care of itself. Hey, is there anybody is there anybody else who wants to comment or anything? I mean, I'm I'm sorry about going on, but you get oh, no no we're, we're, we'll keep going. I don't have I, Kyle took over control of the board. Um, okay. So yeah, there's nobody raising their hand up. Yeah, if anybody wants to jump in, I mean, you know. Everybody's, uh, I think everybody's muted. I'm not sure, but. Well, but if somebody wants to unmute, they can hit star eight. Carl's uh, still typing away, so. Okay. Uh, as long as Carl's all right with it, and you're all right with it, and everybody, if you want to say anything, jump in. But, uh, yeah, oh. so, but the health, I, I think it's a, I found is a kind of a safe thing for people that may be dipping their toes into the water, you know what I mean, that are finally kind of waking up to what's going on in the world. And yeah. but, but health, they, I found I found this that people can get really into it. Then they come into the monstrosity that we've become as a society. But then, but then, really, the solution I think is just this idea of discovering the man and woman. This, you know what that really is, and to, and then, but to do the kinds of we got to do some kind of scientific work, I believe, even if it's doing recipes that and changing diets or whatever, and doing it not just you know to to be in you know don't not eat twigs like Carl says, <laughs> but you know what what is the science? What do we need you know to eat? What do we you know? And then we get well, we conquer disease. I mean, I could I've, we've got chiropractors sending us people just because we helped them at one point a few years ago. And they call us up and said, uh, Trey, I mean, we, Wendy, we got this people, you know, and we just, we don't do it. We don't, we're not doctors. We just say, well, here's how you do it, you know, with the food and this and that and 12 grams of C and, you know, some MSM and da 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 da. And I mean, and then they get, they really, they get well and, and you can see their change. They get empowered. And I think. Now, is there a, is there a, I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of people who are going to want to get a hold of you. 
Do you have a website? Do you have a well, we're, we're 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 about to. We've got a template. It's called. It's going to be uh, ourhealthandyours.com. If you want to see as that site gets developed, it's a template now. It's a it's a membership. It's going to have. Uh, we're going to have a membership, and you can get on a discussion group. We decided we have to keep it as a as a you know a, a club kind of thing. We're private so that we don't get in trouble. You know. Yeah. Uh, we just have to do it. We've been advised that that's the way to do it. And, you know, we're, that, we may charge, like, uh, I don't know, something real small amount, ridiculous amount, but, you know, small, just so that it can be official. Get a hold of you there now? Well, not right now. Uh, you know, my uh, email is Trey, T R A I, Tom Roger Alpha Indigo, at Comcast.net. If you if you want to, I'll I'm we talk to people uh, all the time, so I don't mind. Uh, okay. I mean, it's just I kind of it's like Carl. I mean, that's why we decided to go on to make a website because I will spend hours sometimes. I mean, it's just the way it works, you know. People call. Well, I, I've I've built through. I, I've done three websites, uh, and for that same reason, you know, there's only so much you can give and give and give and give and. Uh, people keep asking the same questions. Uh, yep. so I, you know, I've created websites. Well, we're we're going to put up some stuff that you're not going to believe on that website. You, you just yep. don't believe it. I've got on my counter right now, I'm looking at it, I've got several hydrogen electrolyzers because here's the biggie. Uh, if you bubble hydrogen gas into water, like you just do you hook it up to a DC power source with electrodes, uh, I'm getting these systems. I got one from uh, Greece. It was platinum. It's supposed to be really good for medical purposes as far as... Or, or you can use stainless steel, a high grade, but you've got to filter out to make sure that the gas coming off of that is filtered and trapped of any contaminants. And I found a, an electrolyzer that's not you know, sodium hydroxide or some horrible toxic thing. Uh, it's made of plant acids. But if you go, if you want to go on YouTube this, and see where I got this, I mean, this is so big. Uh, it's uh, it's called Brown's Gas for Health. Everybody, go look at that. Anybody can do this. It's you can just get you know. An, Brown's Gas for Health. Yeah, it's Damn, a guy named right uh, George Wiseman, and he talks about bubbling hydrogen gas. And and you know when you when you apply electricity. Oh wow! I watched uh, I watched this guy maybe six months ago. Yeah, that. So I've got all this stuff here. I've, I've, I can't believe the money I spent. You what, do you do with, what, what do you do with that? I didn't oh really my! You drink it or you run it and put it. He's he gets a a bathroom toilet plunger and takes out the stick and so you got that rubber thing, and then he sticks a the hose coming from the electrolyzer on there so you can apply it to different parts of your body. There's and it it literally like if you got a spinal problem. It's immediate hydration because what is water, right? What are we what are we after when we drink water? We're after the hydrogen, the body's electricity, the electrolytes that, uh, you know. I had body, no idea. Yeah, it splits <laughs> the hydrogen and oxygen, so we need so that hydrogen. And when we eat food, guess what's in all of our food? Hydrogen. You know, hydrogen is the most common element in the universe. As a matter of fact, seventy-five percent of the universe, the whole universe, is hydrogen. So we need that hydrogen, but it's hard to get in the Earth's atmosphere because it, it can only it's, it exists within water. It's hard to get it by itself where we need it. 
So anyway, you apply this gas, which is pure hydrogen and oxygen, to to whatever. I mean, I'm I'm not going to make any claims here, but you go do a little research on that. You'll there's a whole guy who's got a whole site on this. Uh, and I mean, we're talking the worst things you can imagine are being just cured, because again, when you're sick, you can't get the hydrogen from your food or water, and you get worse. So part of changing your diet is to get your electrical current going strong enough to be able to get that hydrogen from your food and water. So anyway, but hey, hey, you got a problem with hydrogen for the moment. Hey, why not just put pure hydrogen where you need it? Like put bubble it in your water, drink it, so your body doesn't have to uh, make to do the the electrolysis to to get what it's after. Or put it locally on your body; it goes right through your skin. It's like an instant hydration, instant. And you, and it's like you're well, you were, you do some of the, so the hydrogen when when you're talking about staying hydrated, you're talking about hydrogen. That's exactly what you're talking about. But like I said, there's a lot of people. I'm talking people who go to health clubs and run around. But if they're eating bread and store-bought meat and taking vaccinations from their doctors and and you know doing all this, you know, breathing in horrible pollutants, you know, geoengineering, chemtrails, whatever. You know, I mean, there's just a lot of things that make us. And drinking chlorine, and even in bottled water has chlorine and fluoride in it. People don't know that. But go, there's some health sites that have tested all the bottled water out there. And they all, really most of them have some fluoride. Or, you know, or it's just not good. I mean, there's some better than others. There's some sites you can find on the Internet. Just look up uh, bottled water tests. And I, there's a couple sites I've saw. But anyway, so, but, but so their energy... You know, they have to live on coffee or they're living on, what do they call it, the five-hour energy drink or... Uh, oh, man, I, I worked with a guy who was drinking six or seven Red Bulls a day. Oh, yeah. See, they're not getting what they're after. That's that's what you call a... They're being revved up. And that, oh, this, that, man, this man was beat red. His his uh, He went he ended up in the hospital. The doctors told him his, his blood was like glue. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so... So this stuff, though, is instant hydration. It's what you need. And now the water, now I'm going to put it in Ellis water boiling. I mean, come on. I mean, we're talking, uh, and, and I've got all this set up. My problem is, I see, I, have, I also work. <laughs> I have my, luckily, I work from home. My wife and I work from home, so we're lucky that way. But we get busy sometimes. And But I'm about to do some, I think they're going to be earth-shaking experiments with this hydrogen. And we're going to, we'll, we test that out on ourselves. <laughs> We're willing subjects, but but no, I know it's safe because and you go to the, if you see the Browns gas and go look up those uh, patents that he talks about. I forget which one. There's a five video series. There's a patent that he talks about, and in China, the guy's taking his machines, and these are machines that are welding machines that they break. You know, they use they break the gas and the oxygen, you know, from the water and get hydrogen for welding. And so he these guys are these chiropractors and this are buying his machines to work on their patients and they it it helps with fusing spines back getting moisture back in there uh, holy cow no no i mean i mean i've done i've done now oh about two years of research on this and and i and i finally see i didn't, i'm not an electrician i didn't know any of this stuff i, I goofed yeah, around in high school it, yeah. chasing girls and playing football you know yeah. I, 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 I was, it a water torch yeah the water torch yeah uh, but, you, but if you put that and boil it in water instead of torch something, or you know bubble it in water, and then drink it, 
and you know, totally safe. Just don't don't light a bick or it'll explode before you drink it. <laughs> wow. Hey, but, what uh, what about hydrogen peroxide? How's that different? Well, I mean, you know, it's an oxidizer and it's it can be good. I mean, it's you got to be a little more careful with that. And uh, it, I mean, you know how remember Jim Humble with him how he talks about MMS uh, oxidizes at 0.95 volts, and that's less than the, the healthy cell is 1.1. Uh, so anything below 1.1 volts won't hurt the cell. Now, the thing about what's interesting about hydrogen peroxide is it is in the body. The body manufactures it. The cells already have protection against hydrogen peroxide. Now, you don't want to drink a lot of it. Now, don't get me wrong. But if you are measured in your doses, use food-grade, highly diluted, uh, you know, like we, we, we use hydrogen uh, peroxide uh in fulvic acid. So if you get you know fulvic acid, right? No, what is it? Well fulvic? fulvic fulvic acid is a great mineral supplement. And if you put hydrogen peroxide in it, hydrogen peroxide will oxidize and even make the mineral smaller. You know, so so in other words, hydrogen peroxide is a great oxidizer. So like say you get so these minerals, like I'm I'm using fulvic acid as an example. It's a little you take about two tablespoons of fulvic acid and you put about three drops of 35% hydrogen peroxide. I mean, that's that's. I've got 12 gallons of this stuff here in my basement. I mean, that that that's hydrogen peroxide is important, but you you know you just got to be careful because it has a very higher it has a higher voltage oxidizing potential. It's like it can uh, it, it basically can't if you keep an, a, a good dose like you start maybe three drops of water and or three drops of food grade hydrogen peroxide. Uh, uh, well, I, actually, I really shouldn't go on telling doses. Uh, there is, in answer to your question, I love hydrogen peroxide, but I'm, I've kind of moved more. We we haven't used it as much probably in the last two years because of the other things we're doing. But when we started out, we were increasing our drops of hydrogen peroxide. Uh, you can go. I mean. There's this thing called the one, I forget what it's called, the one minute cure or something. There's a book out. That's where, or Dave, or McCabe's book, Flood Your Body with Oxygen. I got that about five years ago. We started with that. And that's where I started getting the hydrogen peroxide. And then, but you find it has a lot of other uses <clears throat> as an oxidizer to break down to smaller particles like the fulvic acid. And that works great. Um, but you want to get food grade, don't buy it from the drugstore. You want to get the best place is the Guardian of Eden in Dallas, Texas. That's the place to get hydrogen peroxide. That's where we get it. <clears throat> and they they are kind of well, for lack of a better term, they're rabid about it. I mean they, they are they they oh man. And that's where I got the idea to, to use it and that's what they sell it to break down fulvic acid. So it helps you break down stuff because, you know, the smaller, the more broke down, the better on certain things. So Garden of Eden in Texas? Uh, Guardian of Eden. Guardian. Yep, Dallas, Texas. That's the place. Yeah, no, no. Hydrogen peroxide is is it's good, and, and I have people that went on it that I I don't I don't I'm not a doctor. I don't tell people what to do, but I just kind of say here, take this ozone generator, boil this <laughs> boil this water in ozone, 
for, you know, five minutes, you know, and then drop in like three or four drops of hydrogen peroxide uh, full strength. But, but be careful, you know, that 35% will fry your hand, you know, or, well, it'll turn it white. It doesn't, I mean, you just got to wipe it off immediately. Then, but it, you got to respect it. <clears throat> it's a hazardous item when it's shipped. Yeah. So, so we... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, people really do, do need to, you know, yeah, do no, their all of this stuff and figure out it, what it is they're doing. And you said a very important near a while back where you said even changing your diet is is a big thing. You got to be careful. Like uh who was it? Was somebody talking about parsley? Was that you or somebody? No, no, that was somebody else. No, I was talking to another gal today. Uh you got to be careful with parsley and cilantro for instance. If you don't put a lot of that in your smoothies, just put a pinch or a little bit because that stuff will cause your cells to just squeeze. I mean, it'll immediately put a lot of toxins into your bloodstream if you eat a ton of it. And and if you've got mercury fillings and, you know, other toxins, that can cause problems. And people have gone into jelly, turned into jelly, uh, you know, with the brain stuff getting too much in the blood. That it just redistributes the toxins instead of getting rid of them. So when you're chelating, when you're getting stuff out of your cells, uh, cilantro is not not really the best. I mean, it it will cause migration. It'll cause, you know, it'll cause it to come out of the cells the toxins, but it can't latch on and and neutralize the toxins and help until the body can eliminate them. So before doing detoxing, you got to really get your hydration up. You got to get start working on your diet first before you try any fancy things, so that you get you get your you know you have your regular bowel movements. You you sweat. Another big thing we did, I, I can't stress this enough, everybody should, even if you have to go down to Home Depot and get a few of these red reptile bulbs, you know, the near-infrared bulbs, but we, <clears throat> you can get various things, make your own, but you need to sweat. Remember, when we evolved, we were sweating every day. Just sweat, sweat, sweat. But we're not sweating anymore. That's a great way to flush it out. Yeah, oh, yeah. And But you want to be hydrated when you sweat. And so you get get see basically what you're doing is you're creating a flow. And once you got that flow going, then you can start talking about chelation and starting to work on getting the mercury out. Or or you know if you get vaccinated and made a mistake by getting vaccinated, you you know you can work on I getting used, that stuff out. I used to know some guys that uh, in order to sweat, they they wanted to lose weight and look cut, uh, so you know they could show everybody their abs and all this stuff. And what they would do is they would take a garbage bag, poke a hole, you know, for their head and their arms, and then they'd throw, they, they'd wear a, you know, a large green garbage bag and then uh, put a shirt and a sweatshirt over it, and they would sweat profusely. It was amazing. How much oh, yeah, water. you can sweat, and that's hard, because especially in the summer, who wants to get hot? But, well, you know, that's, you know, that's what these guys are doing. Oh, now. yeah, that's beautiful. But, uh, they were, they, I don't know if it's good for you, but they were sure sweating up a storm. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we, we do it, uh, you know, we've got a near-infrared sauna. We bought a kind of a kit where you could, it's just a bunch of aluminum reflective stuff around a nice wood frame, and, and it can get up to 130 degrees in there. We, we, and, then we, and then breathe oxygen. Get an oxygen concentrator, and while you're in there sweating, breathe that oxygen at 90%, you know, a low, a low flow rate like between, you know, about one to two liters per minute. You don't need a lot. But, oh, man, I'm telling you, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, you want <clears throat> to get those oxygen concentrates. Go to a doctor, or a, a good doctor that's one of these natural doctors, see if you can get a prescription. If you can't, there's always eBay. A prescription for or, what? Or Craigslist. A for prescription for what? For oxygen. Really? Oh, yeah. No, we need oxygen. And now we don't need a lot. You don't want to go the next way. It never occurred to me that you might get a prescription for oxygen. Well, that's the only <laughs> way you can really do it. Yeah, um, no, I, I mean, I, I never looked at it that way. I've seen people with oxygen tanks, and I know that, you know, they didn't just go down to Home Depot and pick that up. It's just, uh, I never heard it actually said, so it just uh, sounded funny. Hey, what about, uh, what about uh, bees and, and honey and unfiltered honey and the various kinds of honey that are out there? Well, you just, you know, you just want raw honey, you know, just something that hasn't been heated past 110 degrees. Sometimes they'll heat it up to about 90 or 100 just to get a little flow so they can filter it and get all the poop and crap out or whatever, or the shards of... But it's best to get it, don't worry, you just eat that. Now, I don't, mainly sugar. See, a book everybody should really get and wrap their heads around. Again, you don't have to take in and believe everything or trust everything, Or, but these are the things I believe it would be good to expose yourself to, is Dr. Perlmutter, his book, Brain, uh, Grain Brain, because he talks about we really need to limit our carbohydrates. And... You know, honey is, well, that's what it is. But now it's got other stuff. Now, I like honey, and uh, I, I put it in this cottage cheese with some raisins. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so delicious. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, a little honey's fine. But mainly, any sugars or carbohydrates, generally, we've got to limit them. We really do. He says down to 60 uh, grams a day. Uh, otherwise, uh you know, anyway, just, just, you know, if you wrap your head around Perlmutter, he's the top natural doctor and the top brain surgeon. He's he's one of the only people who's got his feet in both camps. And I'm not saying he's perfect because he's still promoting fish oil. But it's just, <laughs> but he's got, he's got the studies. See, it's, it's, he, his book is all the science. You, it, we, you just got to be exposed to it and then make your own decisions. But that's now that's all on my qualification on honey. It, it, it's we've got to watch our carbohydrates, and that means all the fruits. We got to. That's why I like fruits in smoothies with a lot of greens, like kale, chard, all the garden greens, and the weeds, and the dandelions, and the tulips, and you know, this time of year is incredible. You can just start. The food is everywhere. It's just you know. Oh, it is. I've, I've got a friend uh, who likes to grow. Uh, zucchini, squash, you know, all, all all sorts of those, you know, plants, the summer squash, and because uh, he likes to eat the flowers. Oh yeah, no, just everything, and and yeah. you know, just, I'm telling you, this this honey, it's good stuff, but it's just you know, like everything, uh, we just don't want to overdo it because if we get too much sugar at one time, then then the pancreas, you know, it has to go into action, and we we kind of want balance. So yeah. now we we take honey uh, almost every day. Now I'm I'm a big fan of honey, but I like it raw. Don't you can't buy it in the store usually. Now Whole Foods has some raw honey, but we get it from a guy out in Ohio. I've got about oh uh, about fifteen twenty or so, or about sixteen or I don't know how many uh, gallons of different types of honey. We no honey honey is important. 
But yeah, I use a, I use a raw unfiltered honey for uh, I, I, about a quarter teaspoon with a cup of coffee. There you go. Uh, Carl, Carl prefers to use uh, maple syrup. Yeah, maple syrup. It's been heated. It's it's. Uh, I'm not. I unfortunately, but we don't because of that. Yeah, we we try to. I'm trying to think. Well, you know, I mean, the, the maple syrup is the. Uh, aren't you looking for the minerals that are in the maple syrup? Those don't well, get see, that's going to be some benefit. You're going to get some benefit from that. But remember, that sweetness that that's a deadly. That that affects the brain. I'm I'm telling. Read Perlmutter's work. The, all the science and the studies are there, and how the sh- too much sugars and the carb. See, carbohydrates are sugars. They're just complex sugars. But they all come down to sugar at the end end of the day. Oh uh, yeah, okay. And, and and it will, you know, I've I have felt so much better. I mean, I, you know, I used to have ketchup, ketchup. Oh, I used to love. Now I make my own with no sugar. You know, I think this ketchup is the first toxin. I think this is the first toxin that's given me a massive craving for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I get. Oh yeah, but yeah, I love this stuff too. But but you know, there's so much good food. And, but yeah, oh yeah, somebody put here on the board, I see, about the Maloka honey. That's, I've got a bunch of that too. I, I get that from a local store here, and I order it from, oh, Synergy Nutrition, is that their name? Uh, the 15, you get the 15 plus, so that's what I put in my coffee, the Maloka. But that's kind of expensive. Uh, is that, am I pronouncing that right? Uh, Maloka, yeah. Well, I've got couple jars of that and I go, that's what I put in my coffee and the other stuff in my cottage cheese uh, but that's from Australia and it feeds on that Maluka bush and apparently that bush has got a lot of good stuff in it and it's not from the United States I mean this unfortunately this country oh boy but luckily we're, we've got still some organic farms and and you know we can still survive Saturday. Well, we've got uh, we've probably got less than uh, than twenty minutes left. Uh, if somebody's got questions uh, regarding this health stuff, you know, any, anything at all regarding health or minerals or whatever, uh, go ahead and post them on the board. Oh, uh, thank you very much for your time, Trey. Oh, you're welcome. No, thank you. I, I, hey, you, know, you ever heard of paracetam? Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, oh gosh, let me see. Is that a nootropic? I believe it is. Yeah, it's some kind of a brain. Yeah, it's a brain uh, thing. No, no, I, I'm in. I got into nootropics about six months ago. I, I've used Percetum. And choline and DMAE, and I, that's how we. One of the ingredients that helped we brought my uh, mother-in-law back from dementia, you know, with the nicotine patches. I remember I was telling you about that. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. hit her with all these brain stimulants. Now I'm not familiar totally with that, but uh, yeah, neither I'm, am I. I'm aware of it a little bit, but uh, now I don't take it. My wife doesn't take it, but we we gave it to we put it, we got. A good formula. Now you've heard of uh, Tony Pantelaresco on YouTube. No, I have not. Oh, everybody, write that down. This guy is is out of this freaking world. 
and he he's got hundreds of videos on YouTube, and he he's in his kitchen or or in the health food store wherever he is. He's hilarious. He's entertaining, and he puts together and he's got the data, and he puts together all these formulas and, and you know. How do you spell me, his name? Let me see. Let me. It's Tony Pantelleresco. Let's see. How do you spell that? Let me let me get him online here, or let me type it in. Let me see if I can get the right exact spelling. It's just it's just required watching if you've got a minute. I'm telling you, it's just the guy is. You'll get an attitude of health with him, and he's hilarious, and he's tough, and he's okay. Tony Pantelleresco. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. It's Tony Pantelleresco, P-A-N-T-A-L-L-E-R-E-S-C-O. Now, we learned something from him, turpentine. You take a little turpentine, look at his turpentine video. If if you've got any kind of candida or anything horrible, take turpentine. And when I start doing, uh, but you put it in, go do his recipe with it, put it in honey, a lot of honey. Or sugar cubes some doctors use. There's a doctor here in Philadelphia who got run out of the country because she started using it. Long story of this, but she looked around. She wasn't. She got out of medical school and prescribing all the crap, and her patients weren't getting better. They're getting worse. So she started going around to old folks' homes and asking, what did they do back in the old days? Anyway, she kept getting turpentine, so she tried it. Her patients got well, and the hospital called her up a year later and said, what, where are all your patients? You haven't sent them? You're not, well, I'm getting them well here. You know, and the pharmaceutical rep came in, hey, why you ordered $100,000 in stuff and prescriptions last year and we're not getting anything this year. What, what's what's up with that? Well, turpentine. Anyway, long story short, she was run out of the country and set up in Panama. And I forget her name offhand, but uh, she's online. I've, I printed out, she's got a a whole procedure of how to use turpentine. We've tried it. My wife tried it. It went right to her jaw. Remember how we could, I say we could, that sickness she had really helped us figure out what was working because it went right, she could take it orally, drink it down uh, with uh, honey. And we got this incredible turpentine from Georgia. It's totally, oh, it's, and we bathe in it. We put a couple capsules in the bath and, you know, with the uh, other minerals we put in there. And it's, it's, that's big. But anyway, Tony Pantelleresco is where I first heard of that. We tried it. It works. And then there's this other doctor. Let me see if I can find her name because that doctor is important. And she's got a free PDF where you've got – I mean, she, you wouldn't believe the story she's tell of what this turpentine can do. Uh, it's kind of, Think of it as kind of a super um, essential oil, you know, from the pine tree or uh, – is that where it comes from? It comes from a pine tree? Uh, Yeah, some kind of, yeah, I think it's a pine tree, yeah. And Canada, it's a different kind of tree. There's two different kinds of turpentine. But but you really want to be careful. It's got to be 100% gum turpentine. You can get it from the hardware store, but you got to be careful that it's not put something else is in there. You've got to make sure it says 100% gum turpentine. But I found a place where they actually make it for health purposes, Uh this is called. Uh, I mean, this this stuff is so powerful. I mean, my wife really likes the turpentine, and now we, you don't want to take that forever. But she she took it for a, a good two months, uh, and so what's uh, what exactly is it supposed to do? Well, it just it's a super. Uh, I think it's like a super solvent, and it, and it kills stuff. I mean, if you got parasites, the candida, the fungus, all of that, it just. What happens is the minute a turpentine gets on the tip of your tongue, I mean literally 
on the very tip, the first tip, every parasite in your body has to make a decision. Holy shit, do I fight or run? And if they fight, they're going to dig in or they're going to just leave your body in mass because they can't even be around the odor of this stuff. And so now you take measured doses. You're not taking a huge amount. You start out with like a quarter teaspoon with about, I don't know, oh, watch Tony Pantorosco, you know, three or four uh, tablespoons of honey. He, he, make, he has a nice formula. Now the doctor, what's her name? I can't remember her name. I just, uh, for, uh, just so you know, Trey, uh, I've been posting stuff as we talk. You've probably seen me put it up on the board. Some of it. The uh, this chat is available on chatgrabber.com. So for anybody who's listening to this who wants to get the notes, you can go to chatgrabber.com. Put uh, Carl's talks you into the uh, you know talks you one two seven four six nine into the search, and then pull up this particular episode one eighty seven. And it'll give you uh, all these links that I've been putting in there as we've been talking. Yeah, but this turpentine, I've seen it. You know, we, we research it. We don't do anything half-cocked. Everything is, we. you know, I'm you know, so funny. We went to see a, a dentist with my, a, a good dentist, where we got the ozone injections for my wife's jaw, and where he trained me, and eventually turned out he trained me. But anyway, so he asked my wife, uh, uh, so who's your doctor? And I raised my hand. <laughs> and she looked at, then he looked over at her he says you need another doctor <laughs> but we don't have any doctors so we're and it's you know we don't we're, i mean i literally i i can't i we went to a party of one of my friends this was classic i swear if we went to a party of one of my friends or excuse me one of my wife's friends and her son had just kind of recovered from cancer, and he was a pharmaceutical executive. So here's his birthday party with all, I won't name the name of the big company, everybody knows the name of, and they were, I mean, I'm talking 60, 80 of them, uh, you know, all the top execs, he was management, top exec, and I'm in there talking for hours, getting a group around me. I'm talking kind of like I am now, you know, about juicing. You know, I knew who I was in front of. I didn't tell them they're all a bunch of evil killers, you know. (laughs) I, I didn't think that, but I mean, there are people, and I'm talking about juicing, and the husbands or wives of some of the executives who weren't pharmaceutical execs, they're writing down notes, and they're saying, okay, now what juicer should I get? You know, and I was saying, look, you've got to juice. You've got to juice. It's it's 16 ounces a day. A quart a day would be better, but 16 ounces of fresh juice from vegetables, not not real sugary. Uh, you know, you got to put put some carrots in there to sweeten it up a little bit, and maybe an apple, but you know, a lot of, of, you know, cucumbers and, I mean, you've got to. It's not an option. We have to uh, do it. He, he, I think you're, you're just as well off getting used to the bitter taste. Well, that too. But, but yeah, but <laughs> but go ahead and put some carrots in. But anyway, so the, here they are, and I could see the look on the, their top person's face was almost horror, but they couldn't be mad at me because I wasn't talking about how bad pharmaceuticals were. I wasn't arguing at all. I was just, and they could see I look healthy. I mean, man, I for my age, fifty-five, people think I'm in my thirties, early forties. I've I've already been told, and you know, and my, our skin glows. I mean, this is not, you know, we 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 I, I call it terraforming, uh, and that's what we've done. And so I, here I am talking, and it was just hilarious. I I can't tell you, and 
you know, but everybody's open to this, even the so-called enemy. And we just be a man, be a woman, and and not because we're trying to be health nuts or anything. I mean, this is what I think. I may be wrong, but I think that's what a, a real man would or woman would do, right? I mean, I'm, am I going to let my wife get carted off and have her breast removed from a cancer? Am I going to let them tear into my wife? Are you freaking kidding me? It ain't going to happen. I'm going to know everything, you know, and that that's it. So I, I guess I'm a man, and I, and you know, but now I got a ways to go. Okay, I got to cut cut out the you know the IRS stuff, taxes. What what's that? I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> But so, no, no, it's not going to happen. So we have to know this. This is not, we don't delegate this. I mean, doctors are like lawyers. I mean, I saw these lawyer jokes uh, Carl's been making. And, you know, I mean, that's right. I mean, we, we're responsible. You know, we're responsible for the science of cleaning up the oceans and the rivers and, and the, the enzymes for the soils to get rid of all the crap so we can rebuild. I mean, we're, we're responsible for all of that. But now, of course, we can't start there at the top. We've got to get ourselves healthy. Things will happen. We'll get we'll get the energy. We'll get the ideas. We'll get the courage. We'll get all of that. All that stuff comes when when you you know when you don't try to unsee what you've seen. You know, and and we take responsibility. And and you know, so there. That's good stuff. Oh, are we done? Yep, gosh, I can't believe the time. Man, it's flies. Well, the, uh, we usually run out of time long before we hit the five-hour mark. So I, I, when I when I heard you stop talking, I thought we might be done. <laughs> well, I mean, we can end unless anybody has any questions. No, I'm how about baking soda? Well, like I said, the baking soda, now we bathe in it. I buy two 50-pound bags every winter. And we, I put huge amounts of baking soda. It'll soften that skin. Oh man, oh man, it's very, very high alkalinity, and alkalinity will, uh, you know, I like it externally. We don't take it internally. Like I said, the body has all different kinds of pH balance levels. Like the blood's a certain level, the lymph is a certain level. You want it slightly acidic. I say let the body. My policy is let the body determine it. But if you, you know, I'm not saying that there's not a use for it. And I'm not saying that you might need a, a dose of it. I mean, I know there's, they use it against cancer and this and that. But, but if you take this baking soda, you are flooding your body with alkalinity. And that may or may not be what you need in certain areas. And I know there's certain, like a whole, you, you need acidity. Acidity is important, but it just, you need your lymph moving. You need it to sit slightly acidic, but it's got to be moving. So that's why bouncing on the ball, you know, sitting on a ball, bouncing on a ball, or a little trampoline, or getting out and walking. I mean, you got to keep, you got to move to keep that lymph going because the lymph system is five times the volume of the blood as far as liquid, and it's thicker, and it doesn't have a heart to, to help help it along, beat along. So we got to move to keep it moving. So okay. now the baking soda, I just. Uh, we're just, you know, again, actually, even before any of all the other exotic things Gus and I have been talking about, I recommend working on the diet, you know, working on the juice, get some smoothies, get rid of, don't go to any of these. I, uh, I, I use the baking soda uh, to help with heartburn. Is there something else? That oh, yeah, no, 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 no. You need hydrochloric acid. That's what you need. 
See, bake, see, if you've got heartburn, what that means is you don't have enough stomach acid. And so you're yep. throwing, you're making it worse by taking baking soda or, or a Tums or something or Rolaids. Oh, no, that's the worst thing. No. See, that, what's happening is you get, you're getting fermentation, and that is gas. That creates volume, and it comes up. So uh, you, you watch. You get some hydrochloric acid. Make sure you have it with pepsin. I mean, I'm not telling you what to do, but I, I've, already, this, I've already been through this with a lot of people, even myself. And I, I haven't had heartburn now, I don't know, uh, nine years. But it was my wife set me straight on this, got me some apple cider vinegar, acidic. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Just and see what happens. You don't need to take the hydrochloric acid forever. You'll entrain your body, especially as you ch- as you change the diet. To it'll start producing its own hydrochloric acid in more volume as you get the the engines revving. You know, and then you can sure, yeah. reduce. But now well, I've used I've used uh, the apple cider vinegar. Uh, I forget the one I get with the mother in it. Uh, yeah, but, uh, Bragg's. Yeah. Yeah, Bragg's and. Uh, I found, you know, for for as often as it happens, it doesn't, you know, it, it's pretty rare. It, it might, you know, I might get a good case of heartburn maybe eight or nine times a year. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hit the baking soda for a day, and that's it. It's gone. Well, and I'm I, a, okay, you get relief. You, you get relief. But if you want to knock it out forever, I've knocked mine out so far, let's see, eight years, haven't had a single case. Wow. I, I used to have it. I used to have to keep Tums on my desk. This was years ago. Decades. How do you knock it out forever? Well, it was apple cider vinegar every morning. You just drink a bunch. Now, but here's what we started recently, and we've done. I, oh gosh, I, I thought you said we're about over. You don't want to get me talking about hydrochloric acid. You pull up the. Oh, yeah, I do. You, you pull <laughs> up. You pull up the papers. I've got papers here that will blow your mind. And my, it blew my mind, so I'm figuring we're, it's universal. So it might at least yeah. affect you. I mean, they were injecting very, you know, one to three thousand, one drop of hydrochloric acid to three thousand. It was curing everything back in the 20s and 30s. See, that, that's a real gem. You go back before the pharmaceutical companies took over and jailed all the doctors and that didn't go with them. But anyway, I've got all these documents of real. I mean, I'm talking hundreds of doctors. And they were using hydrochloric acid for everything. Remember, hydrochloric acid is not just for digestion. It is the immune system. That's it. No hydrochloric acid, no immune system. The, the, cer- the certain macrophages, that's right, the certain macrophages, I didn't know this either until, I don't know, eight months ago. Uh, this macrophages come down, they, it's like a giant tr- conveyor belt where they all the, they come down to the gut, pick up their hydrochloric acid, and then go out to the body, all these white macrophage blood cells, these are the killer cells, and they use hydrochloric acid. They encase it so that it doesn't hurt the body as it's traveling. And then when it comes up to a critter, they release it, and that's how they digest it. So, no, no hydrochloric acid immune system is, is compromised. I'm not saying you're shot totally, but and you've got obviously got to, you're not alive if you don't have hydrochloric acid. So you've got some, but now if you've got heartburn, you you want to entrain your body back to producing the hydrochloric acid in enough volumes. And you know that means you got to get rid of sugar. You got to get rid of uh, you know co- you know sodas and all that stuff. It's got to go. Just water. But when you eat, especially anything with protein. Now you've got a salad all raw. Don't worry about it. But anything with protein. Anything cooked, 
I would recommend you go on uh, Amazon somewhere, get hydrochloric acid with pepsin. These are pills. And, uh, I mean, when I get my website up, I'm going to have so much on hydrochloric acid. You're not, it's, it's so big. And I didn't know, it's, it is the immune system. You know, the, our, if our digestion is bad, our immune system is bad. Or, I'm uh, here. I, just, I just put in hydrochloric acid and pepsin, and it talks, uh, the, the search, Google, Google served up something that said it had to do with the reversal of hair loss. Look, let me tell you, you get hydrochloric acid in you, everything go, starts working, all right? I mean, everything, you know what I mean? Wow. I mean, I mean, it is the one of the great cycles it's, that I talk about. It's a missing thing that everybody's on Tums or getting prescribed by their doctor. A doctor prescribing antacids is so, they're just, you know, if they're not, I mean, unfor- it's just unfortunate. Well, you know, it doesn't matter what the doctors are doing. I mean, what's important is that we're learning how to take care of ourselves. Well, exactly. But, you know, when you run into people, then, but do your own research. All I want to do, all I, if I can just cause, help you go and do a little research, you'll get it. You'll, you'll, and you'll find out, you'll be, and, I, and I'd like to hear what you find because I'm still learning this stuff too. But we've done it, and we've seen the results. We're seeing, like, uh, circulation. We're seeing, I mean, like or my mother-in-law, 90 years old, used to get sick all the time. Remember, we got her on nicotine patches. She never smoked a day in her life, but we brought her back from dementia. We got her on Persetum. That was the nootropics, Nootropersetum, and the DMAE, and the choline, and we got her on the hydrochloric acid. That's that's it. It's and you know people that have hard time digesting. Oh yeah, but not only are you digesting now, your immune system is kicking butt when you take this hydrochloric acid. Now the way you do it, they say to take it up until you feel a little burn or a little warmth. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.